the stairs uh, where 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 Biff, actual 1955 Biff and future Marty are talking. Oh yeah. And then and then other Marty opens the door, knocks out old uh, the, the newer Marty, and then runs away and knocks him out. I love that. Like your past self fucked you over. Fucking zonks him out too. Zonks like, him. Yeah. yeah. Now you stealing stuff from me. <laughs> This one's for my car! <laughs> I think that guy stole his wallet. I think, I think he stole, he stole his, wallet. his wallet. <laughs> 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 this is the terrible thing back to the future fans. It turns into just like shit like that. Where it's just oh like, god, hold on. What are you guys' favorite facts? It's back always, to the always morning, even in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> Today's special is mosquito. Yes, you must try the hot fish special! <laughs> you must try the hot fish. <laughs> just the. Everything in two, I, I there's funny shit. In two, two, yeah. two was the only Back to the Future movie I owned growing up. Oh yeah, yeah. So wait, wait, how old are you now? Thirty. Okay, because I'm like oh, I'm I'm gonna be forty this year, so I'm ten years older than you. So yeah. I grew up like right when Back to the Future one was like on home video. Like we we taped it off of HBO. Same. So what your experience with Back to the Future two is a little more like what my experience with the first movie was. Where you only had one. Yeah, we only had one for the longest time, and so that was kind of blew my mind seeing Back to the Future two for the first time. Seeing like oh my god, half this movie is gonna be just the first movie which I've memorized. Yeah. So yeah, it, it no. Was... My parents were bored out of their minds because they I don't even know if they ever watched the first one, yeah. and they're like. If you didn't see the first Back to the Future, the you're, the future you're like, I something, I guess, like, maybe this is the first movie. Yeah, Phil, I'm so. glad you're having a good time. Yeah, it really was. Ten-year-old me going, ah, well, 14-year-old me, I guess, technically, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's one of my, uh, as a trilogy goes, it, it averages out to be pretty good. It's yeah, not no, no, no. it's not stellar because the first one is a classic. The second one's like you need to be a fan. It's a little weird. And then third one is like now it's the wild west. <laughs> but I like. I the have third not one. seen any of those since I hit puberty. I think. I like. That's one. Yeah. Single. It's been almost twenty years. They're really gentle-minded movies too. That's kind of one of the nice things too because they're funny and stuff. And I guess the third one is guns and stuff like the mm -hmm. threat of death. But yeah, they're they're kind of even with the kind of harshness of the Wild West. It's a very cartoony, kind of fluffy it's, version of Wild yeah. West. Yeah, there are moments of it where you know they recreate Marty coming into town and he's dressed all crazy. I don't know and, he's like... Yeah. Well, he's telling, but he's dressed in pink, but like he, he's, 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 got the, he's got the fifties rodeo show clothes on, mm -hmm. the flashy ones. Yeah. Um, you might actually back to the future three. You might get a kick out of it just because it's Mary Steenburger. Mary Steenburger, and they also My have favorite. like uh, the the guys at the bars are a bunch of old guys from old western movies. Oh, are they? Yeah, the three guys are like, oh my god, Ruber. I'll say, Clint Eastwood is the biggest yellow belly <laughs> who ever lived. <laughs> yeah, those guys. I forgot their names. And like, you'll be better to count for the rest of your days. You know? <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't think back to the future three that much. I know exactly. Like <laughs> now, you're opening up the vault. Of <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. When I got when I got the DVD. I would put the put each disc in and then start over and and just keep watching the Back to the Future trilogy over I and over and over again. I thought you the DeLorean is a belated tenured like birthday gift. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, no. You should, if, if you're that big of a fan of anything, they should be giving that view for free for just like watching those movies if, that if often. If they had, if they had the Cafe Eighties, oh man! Like, if they had Back to the Future Two stuff, like with the Biff Gang. If you they, know what? I is this gun really inappropriate? 
for for Benson. Sorry to interrupt. No, that's a that's a Winchester, isn't it? We are talking like about a... Western stuff, technically. No, that's a lever action. Yeah, I thought it was like it's like a no, it's good. Okay, I figured. I like that you're getting you're getting time specific with, with Benson. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All I'm saying is, after seeing some of the stuff that was there, yeah, Benson would not be out of place. In fact, it would probably make kids flaunt. <laughs> Man, there wasn't a single goddamn Western thing there. I'm really no, not for sale. Well, yeah. I saw the, the Fort Lauderdale for sale open twice. These when we start recording, maybe. That's fine. <laughs> just be like, ooh, I got a blue to blue. I heard like so many people looking for the hot dog man. Me too. I was, I was sitting yeah, yeah, the that's earlier. what Leland was talking about. Dude, they were just going off to the every vendor, like, no, stacking off. No, we don't have. No, we don't have. Like, Everybody wants that goddamn hot dog. Oh, they did have the blind yeah. box blind bags, right? Yeah. I had to order up the because I couldn't find it. <laughs> it is maybe the best minifigure ever made. You like a flyer for like eat they, hot dogs. Yeah. He's like shit eating grin too. He's like, yeah, I'm a Lego, I'm oh, hot dog man. Shit, I was going to bring you all my Lego faces for you to swap out on your cafe or whatever. Oh, and then this just this just slides yeah, off Yeah, prefer to mess with oh, yeah. So you can put the hot dog suit on like most. On Star Lord. You, you, like, you can have Han Solo hot dog. He's great. Ooh, burpee. Oh my god. Oh yeah, and then Foley, she was messing with my droids, and she made like samurai droids. Oh wait, not that one. Where's oh, R2? Oh, R2 oh, was oh, the, the one yeah, with the samurai sword. Yeah, I put that over there. Oh, but Foley did make... Oh, this is, this is this the droid Star that doesn't Wars do anything. Right? Sam- yeah, he just, yeah. He's just, he's yeah. just a... He he's doesn't just, move, he doesn't move or anything. This guy is awesome. This, he came with the, the, the speeder, didn't Treadwell, he? Treadwell, yeah. Not the speeder, the... Uh, oh, yeah, he the... Came, No, 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 no. He he comes with the sand crawler. Sand but crawler. I had to buy... Again, with Bricklink. <laughs> you I made him like a ninja death machine. Well, you yeah, that. That's great. He's full, he's an yeah, he's a Ginsu droid. I would not... If I was in the Star Wars universe and I saw this thing coming up to me, with just the arms, I'd be like, oh, that's cute. But if it came up to like you know, General, General Grievous should have just been that. Yeah, he should have. <laughs> he's still like beeping. Like... <laughs> he doesn't really jump around or anything like that. But he's just... all, you have to, all you have to do is stay within five feet away from him and he can't hurt Grievous you. Grievous was so useless in those fucking prequels. What a useless he did, I did, That's another thing with the CGI Clone Wars. He he's, gets a little he's more... He's actually a bit of a badass. Yeah. So. Or the um, Samurai Jack Clone Wars where oh. he's a freaking stealth assassin. Yeah. And Foley did that to the Gonk droid. Uh-huh. Is, it, is it Gonk? Is it... I think it's Gonk. Gonk, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I just... think originally he's just like a power droid or something like that. Yeah. Like, he doesn't have like a specific I, name. I, I see them every now and then in Clone Wars. I see the, the four-footed one. Yeah, okay, like yeah. Like, in, in Clone Wars. Are they just storage... I like guess so, because like I said, around. originally yeah. in the first Star Wars, I just called this a power droid, so I guess it's just like a walking battery or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Gonk. Gonk. Okay, so... It's weird to see people who are so, like, inarticulate in terms of, like, just their knowledge. Well, That's she so just, just the language. what she's talking about. Yeah, exactly, It's yeah. just, like, a totally different language. I'm like, no, it's Photoshop. She's like, well, lots of things are Photoshop. Like, no one says, wow, that picture really is Photoshopped as a compliment. <laughs> I didn't even notice your shirt. Oh, yeah. That's just to show my... There we go. Yeah, oh, I didn't know that would be that from my back, It's Back, back to the Future too. Part 2. Yeah, with the, with the almanac right there. That and is the, fantastic. And I, I'd love to just read so, this comic, Tales of the Future. Oh, man. So we got these, like, mm-hmm. decorative accents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but how do we, we all want to do it? How do we all want to sit? How do you... You're, you're okay. I'm, I'm probably going to lay on the bed and shout at things. That's fine. <laughs> We've done podcasts like that before. So, yeah. The whole bag was 10 bucks. I want to make the bank Benson now. Too bad. You're not gonna. No, no. Oh, and I got one of Brick Journal, the Lego fan magazine. I got yours. 
Thank oh, you. I guess I have no service down here. Really? I mean, it is a basement. The service, like phone signals, can be a little weak, but it's weird that it does not work at all. Yeah. If it's... you have Wi-Fi, I can let you know what the service or what this. I think that's the fastest one. Oh, what's password? And pass uh, password is. Can I say in? Oh no! Yeah, go ahead. Okay, it's Brewster, as in someone who brews. Uh, capital B, lowercase. Oh, like like the uh, like the owl. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what it's taken Brewster. from. Brewster. Is it just Brewster? Yeah, it's Brewster. Yeah, B E R D W S T E R. Yeah, just capital B. Uh, yeah, that's that's who it's named after. Brew D B R E W. Brew. Stir. It's pigeon milk. All right, now you're a dwarf. Oh, for campaign stuff. And he's. You're. He wants to be a crusty old wizard. I want to be a crusty old wizard. Can I bring back Juki? Sure, why not? Juki was the dumbest dwarf. Juki Pumble Rumble Blood. Then we'd have, I'd be an archer, we'd have a magician. I'd be a rogue. You were paladin last time, right? Well, yeah, but this time I'd be a rogue. Is there a big difference between magician and wizard? I'm sorry, did I say magician? You did say magician, yeah. Wizard. Excuse me, but I'm a wizard. I've got the hat and everything. Magician wears tails and has a cane. You do. Doctor who dresses like a magician, not a wizard. This is true. That's the difference. I'm so fucking tired. I can't believe, yeah, it's going to be a five-minute podcast. Hey, guys, <laughs> Lego, Lego, Lego stuff. Foley, did you bring me your empty Coke can? Mm -hmm. You're so sweet. Do you want another one? No. Penny, is your Before I forget. Under some girl. <laughs> what, like, like in fucking, uh, what's the fucking pig? Uh, Charlotte's Web? Some girl, cause it's some pig. Is that what I never read Charlotte's Web? I know the spider's like sexy. working out here. Okay, was the spider and James and the Giant Peach sexy? My friend Adam uh, used to, had a total we, boner for her. I am never gonna the, be able to answer that movie? question. Are we real. talking the the yeah. stop motion? Yeah. Um, no. Okay. <laughs> Leland, what's your number? Under the sheets. No. Technically, this and is, is bed anyway. Is your last name? Well, I know it's Maloney. It's Sweet, I did Relax. Oh man, doubly. Yeah, just get back. And Leland, if I were to mail you something, where would I send that to? Uh, Jasper, J A Z Z. In the snail mails. Uh oh, mail. Mm -hmm. Um, one two nine three five. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is that what's happening? <laughs> One two nine three five uh -huh. Southwest. Beaverton, Oregon. And the zip. Cool. Thank you. Bill, I know I have it somewhere, but while you're sitting here, what is the house address here? Uh, one five. Four, four. Oh, sorry, I actually hold on a second. Okay. Uh, one, five. Yeah. So the rest of it I can figure yeah, out. Yeah, go. I, Leland and Conley stopped at the house last night and I showed them. Jimmy. I keep, so I work with two people, Brogan and Lucas. And Lucas Brogan? is like a like he's a he's like in, he's like a thirty he's like in a, a man in his like in mid thirties a dude and then Brogan is a woman in her own twenties and I call them the wrong names about four times a week. Brogan <laughs> should be should be human Krogan. <laughs> Brogan and Lucas. I know who they are. I know that. I know. It's just 
over my brain house. still so just my... doesn't like the pipes in your brain just don't connect right sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Bill, do I have a phone number for you? Yeah, uh, I'm. If you want now. Here, let's see. Hold on. Oh, that's my old one. Uh, now I'm 971. Let me know. I'm the communicator. I'm now part of the Chuck E. Cheese Surf Club. <laughs> Where the hell did that come from? I saw Chuck E. Cheese going up the escalator while we were going down the escalator. Chuck E. Cheese, I met Chuck E. Cheese. Wait, you found it? You found the tat? And you? If you want to do, if you want to do the same thing. I got, I got a thing. I got like, if you want a damp cloth and some water, all you have to do is like help yourself. Brand myself. Just lick it. Yeah, whatever you want to do. You... Why was Chuck E. Cheese at the convention center? Bill, how many children were there? I like Yeah, so they went to the... Because, like you know, would he... Well, did he fuck up something and then he had to be report to the health health thing? No. You think he was part of the Lego thing? For, this is so stupid. He was auditioning yeah. for the Christian Youth Actors. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> oh, God. oh, they were there, too. They were. Yeah. When you just turned, Bill, and just, like, started walking into that hall. That's good. <laughs> I should, you know what? Actually, they probably could have used a fat guy for like diversity reasons, because I'm sure it's gonna be mostly like white, you know, suburban kids. So I mean, well, that's like, like a the most lot of them, white yeah. suburban. I mean, kids. they needed a white fat suburban kid, but yeah. Actually, if we were black or gay, we could have gotten in an heartbeat. You guys could have totally. They don't want us. Well, you did. You could have been like me, reform gay. <laughs> they don't want any gays in the Actors for Christ. Not any open gays. What if you act gay? Not gay. You're mm -hmm. such a good actor. I can't. Yeah. I don't know how. I don't know, sometimes when people talk about penis, I see you get all kind of like thousand yard stare. I'm testing. I'm ready for penis. <laughs> My phone service is weird, so. Yeah, Here we go. Oh, sweet, yeah. Can, oh, that right there? Yeah. You cannot. Oh, is she oh, up there for like vacation or something? Yeah, she's visiting. There's a photo of Annie in a blue dress that keeps on popping up on this. Post it's always the... zoomed on on Annie's boobs. Thanks, Bill. It's, not, it's oh, the fucking it's, YouTube. Oh, no, the, the, uh. the, the Kim. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, when he was in town for I a saw, Yeah, I saw that. I didn't actually see the last one. I didn't see Tribbles. I missed it, too. Yeah. Well, but it was so busy. The funny so thing swamp. is, so uh, a couple of the guys who were in Trek in the Park, they live like right, like literally just two blocks up the street up on Hawthorne, uh -huh. right across from Albina. And uh, so they had a house party there. They had the Trek in the Park finale party there. And Harry Kim showed up to that thing. Oh, man, I'm doing it wrong. Right. I didn't pull, I didn't pull Oh, you have to take off the front. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. it should still apply. You just have to, like, do it back. It's just going to fly back. Maybe it'll fly back. But yeah, we can probably start the podcast when we get here. I'm all set up. Oh, that's like something didn't work. What, what we got? This is, this is this is gonna work, damn it! I got I ah oh, shit! I gotta be part of the Chuck E. Cheese Club. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter. Not gonna make it happen. I can be it. part of it. <laughs>
Yeah, especially because on iTunes they'll break them up into arbitrary chunks. It's one thing like Steven Universe. If I could pay twenty five bucks for the first season, which that that's what just ended, that'd be fine. But they busted it up into two seasons for twenty five bucks. Uh, yeah. Meeting, I'll call you back. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of my auto options. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, you're right next to me. You're not in a fucking meeting. Technically, you are, but like, yeah. Uh, I like Leland. You look like you just gave blood, Leland. <laughs> with the, with the, just, just to get this this sweet Chuck E. Cheese tat on. Have you guys ever given blood? Yeah. 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 I have tiny hey, veins yeah. that are very ooh, ooh. deep. I gave platelets once. Why oh, platelets? Seriously? That's where you only give white blood cells. It's where you are sitting and they put lots of blankets on you and like a heating pad. Why is it that like intrusive? Because, because what they do is they take out your, you have needles in both arms and they remove the blood. The blood goes through a centrifuge. They only take out, they only take the white blood cells and then the rest of the blood goes back into your other side. And it's cold when it goes back. Oh, jeez. Oh, so if they needed to warm that, that back crazy. up, you can't just be like... Yeah, because I can say they can accidentally just be shot if they do that. Yeah. yeah, so it takes like... You, you give, But it's good because when you... Well, I mean, when you do white blood cells, I think it can be given to anybody as opposed to it being specific to blood type. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that so makes sense because it's, it's more... Yeah, yeah, farther up the tree. Yeah. And so that's great. Good. But it's weird. But you can watch like two movies... Like, well, so you need to be there for a while. It's like it's you do not have any shit on your day planner. Yeah. Uh, does it work if you're menstruating? You just try to shove it back in with like a wooden paddle from like icy. No, I don't. Like Italian ice. You just spackle it over so the rest doesn't come. Well, it's a scab at that point. That's disgusting. <laughs> what is it? What, did, what was Noah saying? Don't. Say that. He yeah. was cute. Yeah, it was okay. worth messing with him just to see him freak out in front of you guys and him just you guys start laughing. Okay. Well, I got terrified for a moment when yeah. he was like, "But he said a bad word." I'm like, "Oh my god!" I've been trying not to. What did I say? It was shut up. I said shut up. To him, but That's I was the extent of your <laughs> But I said something about like, you "What said, if you said shut up?" You did you say one of the worst first things you said in the car was "bastard" because you said we're, you were like, "What are we gonna see, Leland?" Like, "Oh, Leland's already there." He's like, "That bastard." It was the second sentence out of your mouth. You said there's a child in the car. Holy. There's a man. Well, uh, my my uh my my friends Chris and Amber they have a they have a, a two year old and a four month old, and I mean right away I'm off of work and I'm 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 hanging out with them for a few hours yeah. after work. And I never catch myself. I oh, fucking work was terrible. Oh, especially oh. if you're just off work. And, oh, yeah, yeah. You're just, your defenses are so, kind of sorry, little yeah. child. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, uh, so. Noah said worse in front of uh, 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 Noah's mother. said worse in front of Noah. I, guess. I can imagine. I'm yeah. feeling it. Let's see if that happens. Uh, uh, oh my god! Oh, the worst. Well, now if you keep it on there, did I do it the wrong side? <laughs> let it dry. You may have. I try one more time. No, you let did it on the right water. side because you're supposed to put that. Uh, let it dry out and you can frame I'm it. Trying to get a Chuck E. Cheese tat, uh, a sticky tat on there. It's not man, even happening. I was so bad because I realized I was out of money and I couldn't have the face painted. Paint my face. Oh my god. Well, really yeah. the there was a face painter at the Lego Theater. Was, was she painting yellow like faces? She wasn't painting like yeah, a specific How much stuff. was she charging? I wanted to go and have her paint a beard on me or something. 
charging, but I was out of money. How much was she charging? I'm really happy we're out of money. Two to five dollars, depending on. Oh, that would have been great. And I gave you. I'm sad. I gave you cash for my ticket. Then I've been out there. Yeah. I still can't believe no. Are you recording now? Should we? We are recording. Oh God. Here, let's start so we this can actually be actual talk. Well, I know what like in the from past experience that a lot of times like we start having a podcast before we start recording. So as soon as we're sitting down and I'm all set up, I'll just hit record just in case we capture anything. Oh, okay. But yeah. All right, friends, let's do this then. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now. Everybody, this is the Boy Hattie Podcast. We're talking to you live from Bill's basement. Assuming I'm... I even cut this, this may be we'll already five minutes into the podcast. Oh boy. Yeah, we'll anyway, see, uh... regardless, I'm Annie. I'm Bill. And we're joined this week by special guests <laughs> Leland Radburn. And, of course, your, your wife. My wife, Foley. Yeah. Yeah, our pal Leland. We haven't seen Leland in Yonks. So we used. Five. He's our old buddy, D and D partner, all kinds yeah. of stuff. Partner in crime in general. Partner yeah. in crime, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just bro years. from way back. It's been, it has been way too long. So, ever since Jen and Kip moved out from across the street, and we used to D and D pretty much. That was the last yeah. kind of like real, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you uh, had my copy of Red Dead Redemption for late years, that I forgot about. I brought it back because yeah. it's been You're sitting on man. the shelf. So it's been pretty much whatever was like six months after Red Dead came out. That was the last time we really hung out. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. I was like, oh, I want to play Red Dead. Oh, you could borrow it. Never brought <laughs> so, it back. Uh, since this is since this is radio, not television, uh, Leland has a Back to the Future two T shirt, and he, while he's also trying to apply a Chuck E. Cheese <laughs> te- temporary tattoo that we got so, from the Lego convention. It's <laughs> so pretty obvious that he's 30. Yeah. <laughs> and taken. No. No on the second part. <laughs> no, when you, when, you, when you say, just came from the Lego convention, he has a Back to the Future shirt <laughs> and he's trying to get a Chuck E. Cheese temporary tattoo on his bicep. He is very single. <laughs> I have to admit, there didn't seem to be too many single ladies at the Lego convention. A lot of, a lot of hot moms. There were so many tolerant moms. So is the sweetest the, Thing. The slew of of grandmas and grandpas yeah. I saw of yeah. just like what the fuck is this? <laughs> so we 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 all just got back from the Lego convention here in Portland, Bricks Cascade, and it was the demographic was fascinating because you had Athols. Oh I swear God. to God, adult fans of Lego. I swear to God. <laughs> Wait, is that the actual That's term? What they call them? What are I don't know if they pronounce it quite that way or if they just call themselves a- AFOLs, but they're Athols? Athols are adult what? fans of Lego. Oh, is that adult, adult fans, fans of... of Lego. That's oh what you call them. That is, a, that is an unfortunate thing. <laughs> The term MOC, like people tend to use. Okay, because somebody was. Uh, was I talking to you, Leland? We were talking about. We were trying to figure out the sculptures. Like, pretty yeah, much. the sculptures yeah. versus like stuff that's made from a kit versus like you bash kit bash your own yes. stuff. Yeah, MOC. MOC. There's a lot of MOCs. A lot of MOCs. The Affles had tons of mocks. But it was hilarious because you had like people who were hardcore, and then you had people who were just there with their kid or whatever, and they were all like, hundred dollars for a Lego set. What is this? And meanwhile, I'm like, wow, only a hundred dollars. Yeah, what you're used to those Apple prices. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, oy, oy, oy. yeah it was it. A, it was a fascinating afternoon. Yes. That's so the we... end of the podcast because we were kind of tucker. We literally just <laughs> came home. We had some Burger King and it was emotionally Coke's exhausting. And... I'm really. It was very packed. It wasn't even large. No, no, we were all, yeah. We well, we were there actually longer than we meant to be, which was only going to be two hours. Yeah. But then, 
but there's yeah. just so many damn people there and so many little children and it's just all yeah it was, it was just and... waiting for some, that specific sound of lego like falling to the ground and breaking <laughs> <up>. <laughs> well it was interesting so the whole middle it wasn't actually really very big exhibition hall no. it was mm-hmm. kind of like like almost like the size of a large mm-hmm. gym or something mm-hmm. like that uh, but the entire center section was taken up with a bunch of tables where it was just people showing off their their my own creations kit bashed mm-hmm. stuff too bad they were all terrible Gorgeous ones. There were four. There were some actually pretty ghetto. Where some were like, yeah, there were some pretty lame ones. But you had like like thirty people making stuff. They're allowed. There are people all ages. Who knows? That could have been like some earnest five year olds kid. Yes, the Grim Reaper. Yeah, was Grim Reaper pretty shitty? Noah looked at it and went, "There's only one guy." I know it's disappointing. Was it like Darth Vader? Was just a fork? Was it that, that lazy? Like a little Lego minifigure fork? Man, did you guys see the 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 the, the all of the World War Two stuff? Yeah, Tons. yeah. There was a whole section of that. There was a ton of military Lego stuff. So you walk Most in. Most of the vendors I saw were all Lego. Or mm-hmm. yeah. The first thing you see when you walk in is a big booth for Brick Arms, which is a. Uh, aftermarket Lego parts split parts place that specializes in Lego historic Nazis. weapons. And yeah. that's the first person I talked to because I asked him. I was like, "This is gonna sound weird, but do you first have question you asked Nazi Legos." And the guy was kind of like, "Yeah." And I had explained to him because I'm thinking about doing yeah. a Casablanca thing with a Parisian. Well, you don't have to explain to him. <laughs> well, that's what he said. He hasn't had any. He said, "Yeah, well, we haven't had any in about seven years because of sensitivity issues." Uh. <laughs> Okay, that's cool. Yeah, that's too. Oh, uh, it's still not working. Oh, and the other thing, the most important thing that happened today for me and Leland <laughs> was on the escalator going in there into the convention center. We ran into Chuck E. Cheese, and I screamed, "It's Chuck E. Cheese!" And then he gave me two temporary tattoos. I put one on Leland, started to play I the failed. other, and I broke it. I broke the it. image is still there. It's on there. Let it's it dry just, out and try again. Uh, yeah, I might need to. It just doesn't want to. My, my skin repels so off temporary I, tattoos. So my my tattoo makes me part of the CEC. Uh, Chuck, oh, Chuck E. Cheese mm-hmm. Surf Club. Leland is trying to play one that. What's that one say? Makes him... he, he doesn't have any. Oh, he's just surfing. On. There's no he's shit. Just on. Sur- oh, well, you're part of an organization. That's why. You're, <laughs> you're, I, I'm this independent that gets fucked over. Doesn't even get a, doesn't even get a tattoo. You just got a dumb picture, but I, I don't need a tattoo. I got legal authority to enter any uh, surf club uh, institution. <laughs> me, they just they just feed me to the sharks. Yeah, like, yeah. You're the red shirt of the Chuck E. Cheese cannon. <laughs> fascinating so the center was uh there were these four long tables and they were separated gen- roughly by theme yeah. so the first table was historical stuff and battle stuff mm-hmm. the second table was uh, like, the first table like i did fantasy? have it was like, like fantasy, fantasy. Oh, and then urban yeah. kind of stuff like well, they, city stuff oh they had some that were like actual old school lego sets those are the back end of the battle table they had space yeah yeah oh yeah they just had the basic like they had trains yeah just bought and they added some of the old ladies like 80s and 70s boxes of like yeah. here's the gas station from like 19 19- very, very the Rube, cool. uh, Rube Goldberg machines with the that balls moving them that around. Was cool, but that guy was not nice to kids. Oh really? like, no, he wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> Don't touch! No, he's not. And I was just like, whoa. And no, To be no, fair, how many times has well, he said that? No, <laughs> no, but you, like, release your creation yeah. into a world of children. Well, yeah. the other thing, too, all these yep. creations were kind of cordoned off, so you really can't get close. Mm-hmm. So, like, like they had, like, um, like guardrails that yeah. were, like, yeah. a good like, three feet away. Yeah, yeah. So and I saw some of those guardrails buckling, too, because <laughs> so many kids just, yeah, yeah. the touch. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they were positioned far enough, like, pretty much kids' arm length away from all the stuff. <laughs> yeah. On the, yeah. But the best thing is, as far as the, those things I saw 
was the very first thing that you see. Walk in, it's a big World War II display. Mm-hmm. And in the tree, there's a Santa Claus with a pink machine gun shooting down <laughs> into the world. Everything else is That's not like right. historically yeah. accurate, but there's a Santa Claus. <laughs> there, were all, there were all these not? tanks, there were all these buildings with all the debris that were like mid-explosions, yeah, which were like colorful really like leaves that looked like explosions yeah. and holes. And then there's Santa Claus in the far corner with a mach- <laughs> machine gun just hiding out. Because you have the super anal adult, adult not, you know, from military bullshit. Actually, and gray and black. That's yeah, right. Exactly, yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> and then hell, and then fucking, uh, fucking the kitty. Yeah. From uh, like Lego movies just shows up. Just hanging out. Oh man, there was no Unikitty cosplayer. In here. Sadly, no. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't see any cosplay. Did you see the little the little child that was in the Vault One Hundred One, the Vault Dweller outfit? I did. And I thought to myself, child. that kid has no idea what exactly. that shit is. That those parents. parents You'd be just... surprised. That kid has put two hundred hours in the Fallout Three. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much as long as it's been he's alive. Played, he's played all New Vegas. He has all the expansions. <laughs> the kid's probably funded his own college experience with like selling like Fallout mods on Steam or something like that. <laughs> oh, he, has, he has a Twitch channel. He's yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. It's a PewDiePie acolyte. Oh, God. <laughs> they're, starting seven. To, they're starting to younger and younger. <laughs> he was four, maybe. Oh, is that he young? Was, oh, like, he was, young. I mean, he had he had Jimmy Jams on that were like hanging off oh, of him when he was yeah. so young. Yeah, he oh, was one of the best tiny. things, so they had a Batman thing, an animated Batman. That was a really nice like, like, I got a picture It of was Batman hanging from a helicopter doing some shit like that. But it was great because when I had just happened to show up, there was a kid in a Spider-Man hoodie freaking out. And I think all the photos I have have like the, the the head of his hoodie like in the bottom corner. That's adorable. So super cute. Yeah. All right, Leland is opening his minifigure <laughs> that he got. He bought a at couple blind bags. I, I, yeah. yeah, I bought I bought some blind. Oh, I got. Oh, get? did I get him again? What'd you get? Some bullshit? No, not bullshit. But I think I already got. <gasps> oh, I don't. Oh. If it's cowboy guy and you don't want him, <laughs> see Mrs. Well, Mustache. What series I was gonna, is this from? I was gonna. This s- one of the most recent. It's oh, yeah. and, and I, you know what? I recently well, his mustache is upside down. I recently went to the Lego store and I picked up uh, two minifigs, and this was one of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I've got a double, I think. So if uh, you need so, him to get rid so of him, so if you need to, you know, yeah. find out that uh, you know he's twisted theme, then you hate How him. Were they selling them at price, like three bucks a uh, thing? No, or? this was a. This, uh, the newest series was going for four, which they normally do. Oh, is that what it is? And then I bought bought some older series, which went for five. Yeah. Because they're old. Yeah, whatever, yeah. Andy, yeah. can I see your camera? Spoilers, people who don't like Lego. Oh, yeah, we're not, you've not even Lego. made it this far into the podcast, but yeah. yeah. It's well, granted, be... there's not much more to say. We came from the Lego convention. Yeah. We yeah. bought dumb shit. I, what I bought, what did you get, Annie? I got, well, so I wanted to go because I was curious about all the folks. I wanted to see all the resellers who had all the Lego parts, see if I could find anything I couldn't find anywhere else. But uh, I was really excited because there are all the Lego aftermarket parts that, you know, I've talked in the, in the past about, like, little weapons and stuff. But uh, I wanted to look, there's some folks who make, like, capes and shit that you can add to your Lego figures, and I never wanted to pay shipping for them. But uh, I yeah, got, like, a... Yeah, kind of tiny, though. Like, you're probably paying more for yeah, shipping. Yeah, you're spending $2 actual... on a little cape and then $7 on shipping, yeah. and it's like, why bother? But at a convention, That's I was That's one of the best things to pick up at a convention, then, yeah. Exactly. So I got some little weapons and a little armor crate and a little... Thank you, Lily. Oh, that is a cowboy. Because I already okay, have yeah. him. You can have him. Here, I'll put his duster on. I'll try this duster out and put it on him. Because, yeah, I got this little faux leather duster. Oh, and I bought Lego trees. There's this guy selling, uh, like, not like like the little pine cone uh, evergreen trees, uh-huh. but, like, he makes these pieces in fucking China. Yeah. Um, so they, these are, like, really big, elaborate, like, decorative, like, leafy trees. That was he off make. to the far left the moment you come into the... Exactly. Yeah. 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 I saw him. It was a place called Alt Bricks. Yeah. And that's what I was asking, because I see, like, the pieces that make up these trees, like, 
I've never, I've never seen them in those colors before. Oh, and the other thing, too, uh, uh, Bricks and Minifigures, which is the big uh, Lego reseller here in town, yeah, they they, uh, they had a big booth, and the guy was also talking about how they're opening up a new Bricks and Minifigures over in the Hollywood District here in Portland. Yeah. Oh, that'd be cool. There's something about, there's something about my fucking slack-jawed face that really makes everyone want to uh, talk shop with me, because <laughs> even aside from the fact I obviously can't even speak, uh, yeah, I want to go talk to the Brooks and Minifigure I, I, I said, hey, Brooks and Minifigure guy, do you have uh, Boba Fett as a keychain? And he's like, no. And then, but he spent 10 minutes talking about all his plans about opening up the new Brooks and Minifigures in, in Portland. That's it was that awesome. guy. That is not what I asked. Yeah, but, it was cool, but the guy was like, you got an honest face, and I got no one else to talk to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I talked to him, and even the people I did, I, I wound up buying a Chewbacca keychain. Um, and that guy would talk to me for 10 minutes about squared PayPal. Yeah. And how to take payments from that at conventions and stuff. Like, it was, it was, it was fun, but. Yeah. yeah so. All right, number two, I got, what are you? <laughs> a mystery worst person. radio ever. Oh, is it like a, um. Oh, he's, he's kind of, he's a, he's a, he's a jungle man. Well, what did you see that was cool? You don't like. Oh, oh, also, I we hate went, Lego. We went, <laughs> we went with our uh, our, our six year old bro Noah, and Foley was on six year old duty the whole time. Bless her heart. Yeah, I did so, not intend for that to happen. It just kind of happened. No, was he Noah likes pretty, me more than you. He does like he you a lot more than me. Straight up, when we showed up, he straight up ran down the hallway yeah. of his house and just bypassed Annie. Yep. with her arms open. Didn't like, even I'll look at me. You. And he just jumped into my arms, and then yep. continued to hug me for like two minutes. Solid. Yep, that guy, that guy loves you. That is kind of funny when kids like are they pick and choose their favorite adults, and they're not like. Well, here's the thing. Guess who's strong and wants to play with him and run around with him? And, and it ain't Annie. And he thinks is very funny. Yeah, well, you are very funny. I like he said that a couple of times. He's no, like, he kept telling me, and I was like, "You're so funny." Yeah. Oh, you're hilarious. That was a good joke. Apparently, though. I am. Yeah, no, it's yeah. good for your self-esteem. And this is also poor radio. I'm sitting there listening, looking at the photographs. Oh, you're like you're a fat baby. I love you. Is that what he says? <laughs> That's no. not what he says. Oh, <laughs> the kids. You never wait, know. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, so you have a mer woman. What the? Oh, fuck? I got a mer woman, and she's awesome. Okay. Oh no, it's a genie. Oh, it's a genie. Oh, yeah, dirty. yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I thought she had. A well, I thought she was a mer. <laughs> I thought she was a mer woman who decided to be a genie because it really looked like. It does a look tail. like a tail. Yeah. But, oh, that's cool. I got a genie, and then I got a little. I got a little, little, little. Jungle dude, is that is that the correct piece he weighed up? I don't think there's anything PC. He's a, no, there really is, and he's got a bone through his hair. Yeah. I think he's meant to be. Yeah. Hey, Joe James is like, what's up? <laughs> oh, you got a story about a, a thing, and yeah, I, I got a J. Joe and Jonah Jameson crap. Well, this crap, is great too because you can decide to do a whiplash moc. <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah, God, I could just take the hair off of him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait a minute, I didn't notice it. He's got an angry face, too. Yeah, oh, it's a dual prison. He's a head. He's of got course, J.J. So Jameson totally yeah. upset. You guys, this is terrible. This, this is, is terrible. <laughs> Look, he's got, I put a little duster on him. Oh, yeah, that's that's perfect. Perfect. That works, I'm, I'm glad he works for you. Yeah. So, was it $2 per duster? Yeah. How many did you get? Only two. Really? Well, I didn't want to. I didn't. 20, I only. I. I had twenty dollars in my pocket. That was my budget. Oh, really? So, did you pay in cash? Yeah. Well, oh, that's a really good way to limit yourself. Yeah. 
And me, I, um, I cheated. I didn't think I was gonna get anything. Yeah, I got a Lego USB thing just because Oops. I give people so much like media stuff that sure. I wanted to trade. And then yeah, I got those trees. Well, yeah. my thing is that so I uh, and then yeah, what before we got there, uh, we we got a family pass so uh, to get four tickets for a little cheaper. So Bill gave us some cat like seven bucks cash, and Noah's mom gave us twenty. So I'm like, okay, that's my budget. And so I had 27 bucks in my pocket. Noah starts looking at this one booth. And he's like, I want that! And points at a $67 set. I was like, dude, we don't have <laughs> well, that money. What was it exactly? Was it just a It was a Ninjago set. Ninjago, yeah. So I look at him and I say, well, Noah, how much money do you have? And he thinks for a second. He goes, $26. And I stop and I think, oh, is mom must have given him some money or something? No. Until finally, like, he, I'm like, okay, well, then you have $26. $26 in a piggy bank at home. He paid, oh, is that what he meant? Because yeah. so I thought he paid attention to how much money way. I had and assumed that was his budget. No. <laughs> oh, because, yeah, that would have been cute if that was true, too. So we, yeah. need to tell, we need to tell Julia that he owes, he owes me 18 bucks from his piggy bank. No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> and Leland, you got the Back to the Future. I, uh, yeah, I, I, I paid the correct price for it. I was going everywhere because I'm... I'm minifigs number one. I'm not so much getting sets and stuff. I just yeah. love minifigs. Yeah, like minifigs. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I'm primarily that. Uh, when I go to the stores, I just buy the little little series packs. And yeah, stuff. okay. Um, but eventually I was like, you know, I, I want Doc and Marty. I should just buy the DeLorean. And I kept shopping around. I kept asking. Nobody had it. And then finally I just saw it on the back shelf. And I was like, I want your Back to the Future. He's like, oh, yeah, brand new. And That's great. Like, you sold it to you at price. It wasn't yeah, like, sold yeah. it to me at price. Because I think that was out of stock. I don't think you can get that from, like, lego.com or anything I like think that. You might be able to, Maybe. but it's it's running out. It's yeah, yeah you, you could look it up. But I, at one point I did look and I couldn't really find. There was it. at least one time I went to go look because someone else was asking me about it and it was at least out of stock. Yeah, Whoops, it was out of sorry. stock at one point. And the great thing is, is that you can have all three variations of the Back to the Future. I did not know that. That's pretty did, great. That was the biggest seller. It was like, eh, I want sound it. But then, like, you could do, like, the version of the DeLorean for Back to the Future 3 with all, like, the microchip with, with, with built the on crazy the... crazy yeah, stuff. Exactly, yeah, yeah, the transistors and the vacuum mm-hmm. tubes on the hood. Which, actually, if you don't rims. use that, that's actually great little pieces if you want to build, like, like they make it, like, for junk for other sets, though. If you want to, like, make, make Frankenstein well, your own stuff. Yeah. Getting this, I really want to combine the DeLorean with the Ecto-1 and have a time-traveling <laughs> Ecto-1. That it's just this monster car with like with like you know double axles <laughs> and the Ghostbusters and Doc and Marty are in there and Doc and Marty have the proton packs. And they fuck up Hamlet's good. dad's ghost. <laughs> <laughs> they fuck up all ghost history. <laughs> the Funimation Ghostbusters cartoon destroyed yeah. because of continuity. Oh yeah, fuck, they go fuck back, that gorilla. Oh, oh yeah, they fuck that that shitty show over completely. Oh yeah. man. That was fun. So someone made Burke, all of Burke from How to Train yeah. the Dragon. Yep. There, that was like the, the two sets that blew us away. I think collectively the most were yeah the big old Burke that someone made from How to Train Your Dragon and this big beautiful lighthouse. Uh-huh gorgeous lighthouse and it was interesting because they used a technique that i haven't seen in person where rather than the curved bricks they're actually just regular bricks and then they build them in such a way that it just they just use the fact that they can't be rigid and make yeah. it so it curves and i'd only i'd read about that technique like online but i'd never seen it mm-hmm. it's really really interesting yeah it was uh gosh what was one of the other sets that just blew me away i loved the uh well, Somebody made, made a... uh, Generation One Transformers. He had Optimus Prime. Yep. And, yeah, and that wasn't big or anything like that. But that was mixed with the original vanilla Lego stuff, which was yeah. kind of cute. Oh yeah, it just it was just there in the background, and then you saw all the like little tiny cities from the original. Uh... I'm just gonna throw that there in case you get And then there was um, 
uh, there was a Doctor Who, a uh, Tom Baker. Oh, I didn't yeah. see that. There was a Tom Baker and a K nine, and that Aww. was that was more in the sculpture type of okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff. And, and that was great. there was an Alex kid that someone had, like had. Done. I saw it made like a little framed picture of yeah, Alex. Kidd. There was, yeah, that, that was really cool. Yeah, just well, all sorts of great art. Charming as hell. So it really was just the center, like the whole middle was just people showing off the stuff that made with like just retailers on the side, just like mm-hmm. a, a half the retailers sitting to be selling just Star Wars stuff. So much Star Wars. Well, Star Wars was the first licensed thing they did, I think. And I, so, Star, I think Star, I think Lego Star Wars is probably the biggest selling thing they ever do. So it I makes didn't sense. Feel that, like, that overwhelmed by Star Wars? I was feel that like, it was just... like military stuff? No, well, all the military Nazis stuff... and stormtroopers. If you wanted to buy those, man. <laughs> military oh, stuff so, so sticks out only because it's not available otherwise. So it's just yeah. a weird sort of thing. That's the only time you can get it. Yeah, I was really mad because I wanted to see if there were any Western <laughs> ideas that I could get, like some or rip yeah. on or buy some old Lego S sets. And there were more. There was more like World War II dioramas. There wasn't a single Western diorama. Yeah, there was more weird fake Japanese mech stuff yeah. than there was like Western. I saw stuff. one. I, I saw Western. One Western. I saw one Western. Uh, set that someone had made that was it really western good. or was it the steampunk set no there's a steampunk the set, but there was side. an actual western was, was there oh i, I have photos of it it's yeah. not as interesting as benton no nope. no no benton is actually more interesting i got i got some pieces like Annie, some aftermarket lego pieces because you have I, I don't know if it would benton. well here's the thing benton. at the end of the day why the fuck would i have to show it off at the show no seriously like i don't give I don't give a what? shit what You're the one think person about. who puts a blanket over it and charges per view. <laughs> <laughs> I just, next Brick's Cascades, I just hand up flyers. People can come to my house and pay me $10 to look in my office. But you have a booth. You have a booth there uh-huh. with nothing on it. You're a satellite you just, you just thing. give out yeah. pamphlets. you be like, come to this address and I'll show you something really cool. <laughs> and you're a lady and so people won't assume that you're a serial killer or anything like that. Yeah. Glasses, well, that's how I get trench coat. That's how I get them. Oh, oh my man, god! No, it was sneaky. it was it was really good time, and I'm really glad we went. But God, that was exhausting. So many o- fucking only, people. Only for an hour, a little bit over an hour, we were there. Yeah, we were not there very long. Yeah, oh, but it was draining, man. There's just all the people, and it was only it was only a third of the size, like Rose City or any of the conventions in town. Yeah, too. It, was, it wasn't it was even small. that big of a room. But it was packed with children. Huge. And That's like, I did like the fact there were so many kids there because yeah. it's Lego stuff. You yeah. would hope there would be a bunch of kids there because fuck, if it's all adults, then why the fuck are you even there? That's kind of depressing. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't mind if it's. I, I thought there were a little too many children, to be honest with you. Yeah. Like I would have rather if they had like an an early visitor thing, like I an wish hour that early. Were only cute children. <laughs> well, there we go. Oh, I mean, no get get these no little uggo an- ankle biters out here. These are all uggos. Just... We were joking about there. They should have like Lego after dark after yeah, the kids go seriously. away. You get brought in and you can actually like, have, go up and see have... all the stuff close up. And they have Fonzie after dark. Why not yeah. Lego after dark? Yes, I just want to be able to look at shit and be able to shop in peace yeah. without fucking five year old elbowing me out of the way, <laughs> stamping maybe, on my toes. Maybe with like a glass of wine and yeah. like, cheese formed in the shape of Lego. <laughs> you're like, yeah, we. We are that stereotype where the adults complaining about all these goddamn kids ruining the Lego convention. <laughs> but then just a minute ago we were saying, I would love seeing so many kids there. Fuck the fucking kids. That's great, but uh, that's great in uh, ideals. got to get some but, business yeah. done here. I'm just saying. I want to be able to... Gotta make some deals. I want to pick my Lego cows in peace without children getting in the way. Were they like Lego cows? Yes! And you couldn't fucking see them because all the children are in the way. I'm glad I was not that invested. I had no, a good time well, and bought a couple things. I really things, wanted to yeah. go and look for weird parts yeah. for Benton, and I just couldn't get in. So. Do we need to go back? No, I don't know if I can. It's on the way home, except it's entirely Maybe. not. 
Did you did you just look at your hand to see if your sticker well, your stick was still there? Five, so. Oh, we got one oh. minute. We have one. <laughs> you teleport steel. I don't think I would do that to you, buddy. Because I would go back and look at all the four hundred dollars. Well, that's shit about Lego. And that, fully, you keep saying that fully enjoys Lego. Fully tried to take a shit right behind one of the vendors. <laughs> I saw she pulled up a bucket and said, oh, she, "You looked the guy right in the eye." <laughs> And you're like, the bucket was actually made out of Legos? You made, I did, you made I did a... an orange kitten. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. I dare you in the face of God to stop me. What on about Oh, you're 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 terrible. Island person comes with, with a mask. terrible mask. Oh, you got a tiki dude. That's so good. Well, we were we were joking about the we were joking about the Lego toilet about making a toilet toilet out of Lego. Oh yeah, we're talking about like yeah, that should be a euphemism, but being so something as being as, as impractical as a Lego toilet. Because if you sit down and if it's not made smoothly, but it's like yeah, it's, it leaves the little impressions on your butt. Yeah, yeah, it's it, a waffle it iron waffle through your ass. <laughs> so well, if you have sex later, that's where like the oil deposits build up. Wait, what? Like, what? what is happening? Yeah. Okay. In the Lego With that, everybody. That's going to be, you know, that's going to be the main sex device and in this Fifty Shades of Grey sequel is going to be the Lego Dear toilet. God. <laughs> hey, so. I was joking about how great it would be to build a just a, like an actual life-size toilet with like Lego poops. <laughs> but but it went, I, I was talking about a working well, one. What, a working one. Yeah. Well, with real, 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 real water. Real water, yeah. It wouldn't just like. <laughs> don't ask me how. It wouldn't just wash with like clear studs. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what I wanted. I wanted clear studs to be the water. Information, sure, guys. Sure, I'll take that in the bricks. <laughs> Only we get to like, only so, me and my toilet get the to exhibit next to you. Looking at their website, it's kind of hilarious because like, if you're an exhibitor, it's fifty dollars for the weekend, and it we is. expect you to be there the whole weekend. You have to commit fully to yeah, all the events of yeah. Bricks Cascade. There's obviously some kind of drama. I'm just looking at exactly like what drama behind the scenes drama has there been at Bricks Cascade that people That's are drawn to the cut line. out after two days yeah. or something. I'm out. I'm out. Too many. Too many youths. <sighs> Anyway, Boy. I'm glad we had fun at the toy In show. case you don't Boys. care about Lego or don't live in Portland, what else? What else? <laughs> I had a good time. That was fun. It, it, was, it was fun. And you guys brought your kid buddy and we hung out with Leland. Yeah, yeah we didn't see Leland forever, so it was a good excuse. It's great to see you guys. It was a good excuse. And to get you on the podcast. And as a side effect, we also saw friends of the podcast, Jimmy and Conley, there. And uh, we we uh, spit just you know, shot the shit shot about the... possibly well, doing just... the D&D. Yeah, and they it just came back from GDC, so they had yeah. tales to tell from that. But yeah, yeah, so you're really serious about D and D stuff. I've been looking for a DM for over a year now, and now that Foley's gotten into the Adventure Zone, there's no reason not to. Adventure oh, is that really? Aww. Yeah. Adventure Zone. Yeah. I get it now. <laughs> exactly. Oh, so, so that's that, I wrote for initiative. That's See, that was really kind of like your gateway into D and D then. Yeah. I, you know, because I'm sure, like, I don't know if Justin Macro will really care, but I think those guys would actually be kind of interesting to hear if actually people get into D&D &D just because of the podcast. Yeah. That's interesting. I never thought about that before. So, uh, spoilers, if, you, uh, not, if you're listening to this podcast... If you're bored, <laughs> hey Bill, here's Go the thing. Fire up the guys. Zone. I'm gonna tell y'all right now. I did jack all this week. Work was exhausting, so I would work, come home, and go to sleep. And work, and, and the only thing I did this week was work on my wedding stuff. Yeah. So I have officially jacked to talk about on this oh, okay. podcast. Wedding dress, man. Fucking wedding dress. This one lady reaches out to me. She's like, I only work nine months ahead of time. I'm like, fuck That's, you. I think you might run into a lot of people who are like that. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I don't want a fucking silk spun well, dress. Wasn't it the black cocktail dress that what's your name's wearing? It's and... a fucking, yeah, it's a cocktail dress. I get you wedding dresses take a long time. A fucking cocktail dress should not take more than two months. Yeah, exactly. Cause I yeah. got money. I don't give Did a shit. Did you tell this lady this and she was still just like, yeah, yeah, and I'm like, well, because people hear wedding and their brains shut off. 
Yeah, exactly. That's really yeah. what it is. You always should be saying dress and not say wedding at all, I guess. But I, maybe, I have but, yeah. no interest in being duplicitous. I just, I don't yeah. have the energy. Well, you're not really, I mean, he is for a wedding, but if you cut out the phrase wedding dress, it might help you I have bit. literally no energy to do that. There's okay, no way I'm going to do that. Everyone says, yeah, never mention that you're working at a wedding. I'm like, I am too exhausted already just thinking about that. <laughs> Tell him you're giving him a TED talk. All right. <laughs> That's it. It's just leaves. Just, just, I'm just like rubbing you down in honey. And <laughs> there we go. Dirty anyway, sap. anyway. That, you know, well, I'm Coraline. I'm sure someone's tried that. It's, yeah, not the first time. Or so anyway, we only need three big leaves. <laughs> so anyway, Bill, tell me about Ori and the Magic and the Blind Side. Says Bill. <laughs> Ori me. and the Blind Side. Ori and the Blind Force's new game. It's a it's a like platforming Metroidvania kind of game okay. that just mm-hmm. came out for the ex- exclusively for the Xbox One. Uh-huh. It's very beautiful. It's all hand painted and the animation. Oh, is I know that lush. the animator is the dude who's working on Firewatch. Is that really? Because mm-hmm. it looks like it's professionally. It's not. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's a, a professional animator. There's some people making just... some games that aren't professional animators, and shit looks like I'm having a seizure. I, do you have you seen the animation for Firewatch? Is there animation for Firewatch? I thought oh. it was just an Ollie Moss poster. Never mind. Continue, Bill. Keep on going, buddy. Tell <laughs> no, me more about the game. I'm complimenting him. He did a good job. <laughs> you play as. Who's Stitch? Is it Stitch from Lilo and Stitch? Yeah, yeah, the if alien. Stitch were made out of light, oh, falls out of the sky. I have seen. Hangs things. out with a Totoro, uh-huh. and a Totoro dies. So it's so sad. This is on 360 too, I believe. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. It's 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 Microsoft exclusive. Yeah. Um, and supposedly it's so buggy that I'm not going to play it for a while because because oh, uh, I played the opening and it's really pretty. And I just just to see what other people are saying about the game, I just wanted to kind of research the game. A sure. Little, which speaks that. I bought the game and then looked up to see what people were saying about it. Um, I've done that. But according to everybody, like everyone's running into game-breaking bugs. Eesh. Lots of them. There's That's one so that if you jump into water, you can't jump out again. There's ones uh, where people's files, save files are being corrupted. That's Some so people good. can't even boot up the game for the first time. Eesh. And it's pretty, especially the big... So it's not just level design, it's just game busted. Yeah, just pro- from a ro- uh, gro- uh, programming perspective, it's fucked up. And especially, it's supposed to be a big Metroidvania game, which you're yeah. supposed to like, drop like 20 hours into. That's it's good. not just like a platform where we can go, oh, well, I'll just replay the first couple levels. Right. Like you, have, like, you have to build up experience points. There's a whole skill tree. And so, uh, yeah, I've only played, like, an hour and a half. But it's cute. It's, it's really pretty, and the control's really nice. It's, like, like really intuitive. Sure. But, yeah. It's, that's that's. I'm going to sit that on the shelf. Well, the other thing, I wanted something to play because the new Bloodborne game comes out in two weeks. Sure, yeah. And that's kind of, like, extension of the whole Dark Souls thing. And I know yeah. once that comes out, that's all I'm going to be yeah. playing for, like, a good month at that's least. True. So that's I wanted something. About. And by the time this the game gets, gets patched, like, I'll be playing Bloodborne by then. But hopefully sure. that means this will be by the time I'm done with Bloodborne. Yeah. I'll be come back and play Warrior in yeah. the Blind Forest. Man, but... I'm glad you've got shit to look forward to. Foley was asking me the other day. Yeah. She's like, she's like what games are coming out? Yeah. Uncharted? For, in fucking March? We were, I looked at the this game calendar. March? Yeah, Next year. I looked at the game calendar for the rest of. At least there's a month. My point, Bill. That's not what I'm talking about. Focus. I'm talking about <laughs> for the rest of the year. I looked at the game you release schedule. I know, but I'm talking about for this year. There's an excellent chance Bethesda likes to only announce games when they're about to come out. Oh, I already in the show notes, I I do meant to make a joke out of like Uncharted being delayed, and the the, the side note is, oh, that's uh, sorry, consoles are dying because <laughs> there's no games coming up. Probably no. the next gen. This I'm fully, and I have nothing jack all to play. Thank God, Tales from the Borderlands is still gonna be pumping out regularly during that Thank time. God we're getting married. And we don't need to be distracted. <laughs> well, that's the other thing. You have Telltale games. You got you got yeah. other stuff to play. It's just the big console. We stuff. live in an era right now where there's so much backlog of games yeah whether, it be, whether it be retro yeah. or triple a titles you've touched for an hour 
Yeah. And you've and and you're like, oh, I guess I'll go back into it. Mm. Annie, you want my copy of Red Dead Redemption? <laughs> I have I, my own thing. <laughs> Did you already talk about that? I don't know. I think uh, well, uh, we I don't know if it'll it. edit it. Yeah, we yeah. mentioned it. You just gave me my copy of Red Dead back after like five years. You know? I uh. Good job, Leland. <laughs> after five years, yeah. yeah. Um, I on Xbox 360, they've got the free to gold every month. They've, sure, they've yeah. Got a free. Oh, that's right. Big, yeah. big old game, and I played Tomb Raider, and I loved it. Now, the new one. The, the twenty. The twenty. That was Tomb free Raider. already. Yeah, it's free for. for that's gold. a big game. That's a good game. It's too. A, well, yeah. that's their whole thing is that they try to do actual games. It's not like not like Here's PlayStation Dark 4. Monster Four from <laughs> Here's Life is Strange. PlayStation <laughs> <laughs> Four games have been great. No, that Grim Fandango. <laughs> it's fat words. I think Conley's gonna come right through the wall like Terminator Two. Valiant Hearts. And... No, 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 no. It's it's. Although uh, PS4 has skewed more towards uh, indie stuff. I think the ex- I think I Microsoft has about. skewed towards more big yeah. eight because they don't actually have that much of a backlog. Well, every every now on. and then they'll have a, they'll have a triple A game or they'll have like you know a sixty dollar fifty dollar game and then huh. occasionally they'll do an arcade game like it's like here's an arcade game for free like uh, Brothers was an arcade game yeah, okay, yeah. and that that was yeah. for free and then one month was like uh, Witcher two which I don't care about yeah um another one was Sniper Elite which I, fully I, that oh, was really oh man okay I should check it out I just <laughs> downloaded it just was like. Eh, I don't know Hero, if I'm in a sniper. It's a lot of fun, and you get like you shoot people in the balls, and then watch you can get special achievements <laughs> for um, their balls like, exploding. Is it called ball buster? It slows down. It slows down. It does bullet time, and then you get to watch it tear through whatever. Oh, so it's like a, it does an X-ray thing. Yeah, where it shows this is the, that game where if, it shows the, the path of the bullet. Cool enough shot. Yeah, yeah. If you do a cool enough shot, it will, it, it slows it down, and mm-hmm. so like like good headshots, good like organ shots whatever the best one that i've ever done was three people bunched up and i shot through one guy's neck severing his carotid artery through oh, one guy's lung and oh, then geez. blew out another dude's knee damn so that's beautiful. pretty awesome you're a monster oh. and, and do they do they do they all go down or are they all like oh, <laughs> no it's fantastic it's it's gross and wonderful with the bow and arrow in tomb raider which is the it's very it's, satisfying. It's, it's probably the bow and arrow is in my top 10 favorite video game weapons. Yeah. Right? yeah. It's so satisfying to upgrade the bow, bow and arrow, the sound of the creaking of the yep. of the string when you so pull it. How, how if you hold it long enough, you see Lara kind of struggle and you hear yeah. it creaking even yeah. more and you can hear her breathing, breathing in. Just that, that game has so, so much good. great atmosphere. Yeah. I, I, I beat it in three days because I was just so committed to beating That's that game. That's pretty good. Yeah. 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 And that was the first Tomb Raider game I really played too. It's good. It's good times. So this is the other thing I had to talk about. Maybe we won't talk about it too much because we should probably keep that short because everyone's falling asleep. That is a uh, friend of the podcast, Grumpy Turtle, lent me a book called Eighties Toys. It's just about toys from the eighties. Uh, I I pulled it out because I thought Leland would at least. Oh, uh, I'm it. I'm digging it. Yeah, it's a coffee table book with just lots of like full color photos of like eighties. You like I'm, horses? I'm super bummed because it was obviously written by a guy. So all the boy toys get like five page like yeah. this is GI Joe. All the girl stuff is like two yeah, pages from My Little, Little Pony, Pony right here. Fucking but yeah, Joe's got like an entire like catalog. Care Bears get two pages. It's yeah. like I want I could have. I, I forgot how cool, cool Care Bears were back in the day. <laughs> I remember as You're a kid, awesome. my sister had a Care Bear, and I was secretly jealous of the Care Bear because I thought the Care Bear was super cute. Yeah. It had a, a horrible nose. Yep. Mm-hmm. I used to think that shit. was super goddamn cute. Mm-hmm. I mean, she had Rainbow Bright and shit too, but like, there's like man. 
No yeah. one wants to, like, they're always nostalgia for, like, a fucking 80s. Well, it's almost like girls grew up and they don't care so much about their 80s toys, whereas it's almost like guys are consistently still, like, I'm still playing with my G.I. Joes. But, sure. You know. there's, a, there's a big G.I. Joe collecting toy thing out there. Yeah. I don't know if, I don't know if, like, the original, like, Rainbow Bright or My Little Pony or even, well, I was going to say Cabbage Patch. Cabbage Patch people are still freaks about Cabbage Patch. Patch. Really? Oh, Cabbage Patch people. Did are, Cabbage Patch I ever come I back? Know, I don't know if I want to call them Cabbage Patch people. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Is that you? Is that retarded? No, Patches. no. They're, they're, I, oh, gosh. Probably like two years ago, I saw something on, on the Today Show or some news thing. And this 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 husband and wife yeah. owned every single imaginable Cabbage Patch and variant and, and in the boxes. Yeah. And they named them and they dressed them. Nope. And they, yeah, it's getting into that territory. <laughs> it is. And, and they had like little, they would take pictures of them in their like little tiny diorama, like, oh, like scenes and God. stuff. Yeah, they lost me at that. That is as creepy as adults that wear denim clothes that have <laughs> embroidered Mickey Mouse bullshit. Fully and I were talking about this last night. She's like, there is no world in which it is acceptable to wear Disney clothes. Even like, in Disneyland like, with the Disneyland no, gangs, no. I think they would laugh at those people because <laughs> even the, yeah. oh I, yeah. Okay, I'm, I guess I'm not the only one because I can't stand whenever I see see uh, a woman mm-hmm. with like. Uh, I love Minnie Mouse, and she's got a Minnie Mouse hoodie, and then she goes out to her van, and then she's got the little tiny thing around the license plate that's like, I was at Disney World! Guys, all the, all the characters guys, and stuff. <laughs> friends, Bill, you're wearing a Mario hat. Caitlin, <laughs> you're wearing a Back to the Future shirt you just bought a DeLorean. Shut up, baby! I just don't like when people wear Disney stuff, okay? I think it's kind of weird. I don't know saying, what it is. We're chucking a lot of stones in this glass uh, house. I know. No, Disney people, you're No, you can't have Disney shit on, but you can wear Back to the Future shirt on. If you ever wear Disney shit, Minnie Mouse is pretty fucking weak saw shit you walk around The most developed character in the Disney franchise and the Disney lore? Come on, Minnie is like the the linchpin. You don't gotta go for horse horse collar. She's the Guinevere. Oh, yeah. Which is Minnie Mouse or Daisy Duck? I kind of like Daisy Duck. Oh, Minnie man. Mouse has more has more cachet, I'd say. You think so? She's still damsel in distress, though. Well, of time. course. Did yeah. you guys, you, you were, you're too young to have a Cabbage Patch doll or anything, right? No, have I never told you about Cabbage Patch and me? Oh. When I was a little girl, my mom decided that she really wanted to give me a Cabbage Patch. Or I maybe I said something. And so my mom oh, went out no. to try and get one for me, but it was in, at the peak of, of Cabbage Patch fervor. So literally the only doll that was left in the whole Cabbage Patch aisle was one that was removed from its box, had no clothing, and it was a little African-American couch patch doll wow. laying on the floor. This <laughs> so my mom brought that home is... to me, and I loved it. It was my what favorite doll for years. I can't remember. Well, I was reading this uh, book about Asian toys. I didn't realize 
realize you could actually send away for like a birth yeah. certificate. Yeah. You could choose the baby's name. Yeah. Get it signed by the guy who created Cabbage Patch. Like actually yeah. signed. They they yeah. have an example of the the author's sister. It's yeah. the dude's actual signature, Xavier Buttfart or whatever his name yeah, was. Yeah. Saying we're here. Oh, that's a real Buttfart thing signature. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Legitimate Buttfart. Yeah, no, but I can kind of see the appeal of that. But and yeah. I love the fact that you actually adopted a poor I black child. Love... <laughs> An unwanted, disenfranchised. Oh, anyway, let's uh, keep this clip in. They need more people like you and Ferguson. Let's keep this clip in. Bill, okay. tell us about the Bill Watterson book. Uh, Bill Watterson book. Uh, so I guess the Billy Ireland Cartoon Art Museum in Ohio uh, last year had a Bill, uh, big Bill Watterson slash Calvin and Hobbes thing. Interesting. And so they just put out the exhibition catalog for that uh, exhibition. And uh, it's great because it's actually prefaced with a 30-page interview with Bill Watterson, which is the biggest interview he's ever given, mm-hmm. especially uh, as, at least since he went into retirement. Mm-hmm. Did he and about so, not liking Calvin peeing on different parts They kind of broach it. They, really? basically, they talk about, like, unlicensed sure. merchandise. Yeah. And yeah. Which is kind of like, yeah. 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 And, uh, but they really, it's more just about him just, like, talking about, he's really self-effacing, talking about how he's kind of, like, trained himself to be an artist, yeah. and mm-hmm. he's just a schmuck who, like, you know, lived in Ohio, and his voice, just, like, in the interview, is just really, it sounds like a normal human being. Yeah. He's not, like, and he's, he just seems like a night, he talks about how stupid he is, because he never learned about history or art or anything like mm-hmm. that, he's just, like, I was just too dumb, and I just like cartoons, and I just really like cartoons, and it gets interesting, because at the end of the, uh, interview he starts talking about web comics and stuff and he's like oh man i'd hate to be a web cartoonist cartoonist now because like i from what i understand is like the only way they can make a living is off of their merchandise yeah, they can't like yeah. sell stuff yeah. and he's like he's, he says he's appreciative of essentially being like one of the last great yeah a part of the last great wave of like newspaper cartoonists who could actually make yeah. money traditional ways yeah and yeah. so if you guys yeah if any of you guys want to borrow this book it's really, but the rest of the book is just showing pictures of all the like Calvin and Hobbes excerpts yeah, like that he had on display stuff. but they also had some of his pitches when he was first pitching Calvin and Hobbes he was pitching other strips he came up with too and so they have examples excerpts from that in there and stuff and it's just no it's if you like Calvin I like Hobbes, they have it's some a of good. His paintings in here too. That's nice. Yeah, so that's what all he does now. He stopped Calvin and Hobbes twenty years ago. It was exactly twenty years ago, nineteen ninety-five. All he does is paint. And they even ask him, like, "Do you ever want to come back to cartooning?" He's like, "Yeah, I, that would not be bad, but I'd have to come up with a cool idea." Yeah. Did you ever see the documentary? No. Is that, that good? Oh, it was um, a thank you, Mister Watterson. Yeah, they. Song. Yeah, and it really does have some strong moments to it. It doesn't really seem that it's. It it ha- it's pretty good natured. Okay. So so I yeah the I was the guy I was quite sure it, for it'd be a little goony like it has so its, much. It it has its goofball moments. They have talks with other cartoonists, which is really cool because like people who know Bill. Yeah, exactly. And, and yeah. that's the best thing when you when you see all these other people who are just they're still working or they're or they some some of them like criticize like why didn't you market it why didn't you you know why didn't you make all these cool toys and hats and stuff and mm-hmm. and then all these other people where it's like why didn't you make it. Oh, okay, I, I, yeah. I get it. <laughs> uh, well, one of the interesting things in the interview in this book, too, is he, one of his uh, mentors was with the guy who draws zits. Yeah, right. yeah. Which I thought that was a relatively new strip. It's, it, he, this guy, the guy who drew zits, he's from the same school as Bill Watterson yep. was and helped. They both got, uh, they both learned to draw from the same teacher. And that guy's actually older than Bill Watterson. Yeah. Didn't, didn't Watterson do a guest strip for Yeah, Vitz? that's what yeah. happened. Exactly. So he came in, that's the only like thing he's drawn in the last, like, 20 years. Yeah. yeah. Well, he did, and... he did that comic for the French comic convention. Yeah, he's only done a couple, which, which they mentioned in there. Yeah. But, yeah, they even asked him, like, why did you, like, well, they were like, well, he does talk about why he gave it Calvin Hobbes. And it really is just, like, he was like, I did it for 10 years, and I thought there's as much, there's only so much you can say about it, like, a kid and this tiger. Yeah. 
And you're like, well, why did you retire? And he's just like, I just wanted, I just did comics, and I'll maybe I'll come back to it someday. He's just like, I just learning painting because I've never learned how to paint before, and yeah. so that's just something new. It's it's really interesting to see that he doesn't. Have, it's not like he's a recluse because he's like got. You know, it doesn't seem like he's crazy yeah. or he's got like any axe to grind. He just like just said, I did that one thing, and I just want to learn something new now. Now that's it's something painting. That, that's also kind of nice about the documentary too. It's like we're not trying to hunt him down. We're not trying see, to like attack him. I was worried to be kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. You, you feel like it's. it's going to get into those moments sometimes where yeah. it's like uh, you're making him sound like a crazy person and, yeah. then, and then you and then there's a lot of people that they're like he just wants to be him he That's doesn't want to go out yeah. he doesn't want to do interviews he doesn't want to like yeah. you know I hate saying this would sell out, but he doesn't want to like he doesn't want to be in the, the spotlight. Yeah. yeah, he just wants to. Well, that's one of the things he talks about, like why he doesn't get interviews. He's just like I'm just tired. I'm lazy. I don't yeah. like <laughs> like he's like I like I like I'm retired. I'm like I'm doing my own thing. Like I'm yeah. just, what like let the comic speak for itself. I just got the vibe from him. He's kind of or, or like a Harper Lee sort of person. He's just like I don't give a shit. More Harper Lee because I was afraid he might be a little bit crazy. Like who's uh the who's the not to kill a mockingbird? Who's the dude? Holden oh, Caulfield. Uh, yeah, what's oh, his name? Oh, uh, J.D. Salinger. Yeah. Who really did have an axe to grind and was really reclusive yeah. and kind of like bitter about it. And I'm glad to see he's not like that. He really is the Harper League where he just kind of wrote the one thing, published it, and then he's just kind of doing yeah. his own thing. Now. All right, yeah. careless cats are really weird looking. What happened? <laughs> Foley is really riveted by our conversation. Oh my God. That is bizarre. What? Is Foley Sphinx. wrong? Sphinx cats. <laughs> they look like... Warm chicken breast. Fully, fully <laughs> telling you that per- chicken breast that per. I was actually told that hairless cats by a gentleman that hairless cats feel like balls. <laughs> Sentient balls. I was, like, I was like, okay, I was gonna say hairless, like warm, like room temperature <laughs> chicken breasts. Yeah. He's like, no, they feel like that's nuts. actually, but that's spoilers. That's kind of what balls feel like. It's like yeah. room temperature chicken breast. What is, why would you? Love and you have sweaty chicken breasts between your toes and your legs in the summer. Okay. All right. What is this? Is that nipples? No, those are the giblets. Hairless cat giblets? Okay, this is terrible radio. This is terrible. Man, what well, that might have to I'm just, be I'm so just imagining like chicken breasts in my pants now. <laughs> replacing my balls. Because, but they're in my sack, so it's like I've got the most weirdo. Hi, Mom. Is <laughs> your sack getting larger? Are they just really tight and shiny? Hey, guys. Hey. <laughs> Bill, tell me about the Titanic honor and glory game. This is something I can guarantee I'm the only human in the whole Titanic world what? that cares about. What is this? There's uh, someone's trying to make a game called Titanic Honor and Glory. With the, I guess there's one version of the game where there's, ha- there's a plot. It's a first-person game where you're walking around the Titanic okay. doing stuff. And I guess yeah, there's one version that you're actually like solving mysteries or something. Sure. Like that. And, but there's the, the big version is the, like they just wanted to make it so that you can just tw- have a first person tour of the Titanic yeah, and go wherever you want. Tour. That's yeah, awesome. and you can have you can simulate the Titanic sinking so you can walk around the ship and see what it looks That's like as it's sinking. Terrifying. Oh. And what uh, kind of the weirdest thing they're also trying to build like the city of Southampton where the Titanic was built and yeah. launched, which is also because you think building the Titanic itself would be enough. Would enough like, oh, projects. we're gonna build the, like the dockyards where it's no, built the ship from. Rad. And again, the idea you can just walk anywhere you want. You can walk off the ship into the city and stuff into like that. Into the ocean. But yeah, <laughs> I, I, why not? What if? Man, that sounds that sounds really. Cool. What if? What if you play? They need to have this thing in the game where if you since you know what's happening to your player the, when you first start the game, you just walk off the ocean. And you're like, you know, I'm gonna fucking die. Never mind. Fuck it, I'm gonna. Why worry? And like, you should get a special achievement. <laughs> you knew it. <laughs> you read your history book. Yeah. So you yeah. got it. You figured. Or what if you can jump in 
refer to like the iceberg and like you get <laughs> drowned up into an iceberg? Yeah, it's just enough to keep like the, the uh, Titanic get poked enough that like. Or or you start before the Titanic's launch. You get a tugboat and you go out to the iceberg <laughs> and push the iceberg and change time. Oh my god! Yeah, Titanic lives. So you watch you watch that documentary? I recommend. Did you ever watch the documentary? I recommend. Which one? It was explaining like actually like in a very not. Uh, sensationalized sort of way explaining what probably happened oh yeah the, the, the actual physics stuff like the yeah, engineering the actual, stuff like, yeah that it's basically a, re- a cold weather mirage I think I've and pretty much seen every Titanic documentary out there yeah, yeah. and instead of dropping the horizon yeah you're the one that ch- I didn't even know that existed horizon. yeah yeah well I didn't know it existed either but it's basically the difference like hot air can make make the right. horizon look lower yeah but cold air created in a certain way can can raise Visual the tricks, horizon yeah. level oh, so they wow. just never they really just never saw it they were never going to be able to see it it actually also made the ship look like a container ship and not like and not like an actual like cruise liner oh. so there was a ship that was near it but they looked and they're like well i can't tell if it's actually signaling whatever because yeah. there's all those reports well that was one of the big like things because the the, the the people on that other ship got fucking hung up yeah practically because they're like why didn't you say the people on the titanic they were like them? they were signaling yeah. they were signaling and, and they like, were we didn't see them they were only like like a mile away yeah. within yeah. visual distance everyone's like you should have been able to see like the titanic that's a big cruise liner and it's like sinking and their, yeah, their excuse like, was just like we couldn't tell what it was we couldn't stuff. tell yeah. what it was we, we saw a, a different ship there. Yeah. And it's so funny. Yeah, sad. I forgot about that documentary. It's that is so such sad. a bummer. Yeah. yeah but they, they went out and then they, they basically recreated it and they're like, see, like, you're looking at it. You can't see what's there. Yeah. yeah. So wild. who knows if that's actually true, but that, that would explain a lot. But that's, yeah, no. So is the mean, game... It's, just, it's the simplest, it's the simplest explanation. It's the saddest. Yeah. Like, it's a visual trick. You got, yeah. you got so juked out by a mirage, essentially. Is the game yeah. kind of like a just a first-person exploration no, thing, and there really are no is. people in the show? Is it a detective thing? Uh, there is people, like, yeah. For, yeah. I, I think I think there's only, from what I saw from the trailer, it only looks like there's people in, like, the the like the, the story mode. Yeah. But yeah. the other version is you're just walking around the ship So is the story, like, finding stuff, like a collective thought? I think, yeah, like, so, like, there's, like, all the personalities on the ship, like, it's kind of, like, yeah, you might go to the captain. Captain says, "I need you to take this to this this person over here." Right. It's just an excuse to kind of like go meet some of the people so who are on the, the ship. Order. A little bit less, <laughs> yeah. That's right. And then you shoot some werewolves, and then you find cover, and then you reload, and then you find cover again. Mm-hmm. Have you guys beaten the order? We did beat the order. I guess that is one thing we did last week. Man, that fucking. Comparing game. from the the short amount of stream I saw of mm-hmm. the order eighteen eighty six that I saw you playing, mm-hmm. something that Tomb Raider had that game beat was in Tomb Raider when people start attacking you. Lara just takes cover. You get yeah. close to a barrel, and she ducks down. And when you bring your gun up, yeah. you're not pushing a button to toggle. I saw eighteen uh, order 1886, and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I know. Hugging yeah. to the wall, which I don't mind hugging sure. to the wall, yeah. pushing a button. I like that, but it just didn't seem seamless. No, it was not. Which it seemed like, here, we're going to have all these cutscenes, and yeah. we're, you're going to push X to grab a key to make sure you're paying attention. Yeah, yeah. And we're going to have you turn pictures with nothing on the backside except the date. That yeah. was interesting. <laughs> you know, it's just... Just seemed. It's like I, I get. Yeah, it was. I don't object to any of that extra garbage. It's just that there was no. There, the gameplay was just a little kludgy enough, it's and a cover base. Su- it's a supermodel of a game. Yeah, it looks oh, so yeah. good, and there ain't nothing between but the it ears. It, it's it's the one where you hear like they're up okay. and coming and they're brand new supermodel and then they do one movie and then you never see them again. Was <laughs> yeah. the no Zoolander? Video games. It's, it's so. It is, however, one of the prettiest games it's I've so ever played. It's how, gorgeous. How did the story end? What do you think of the actual mm, how it wrapped up? Pretty bad. Because the game is all it's about the story. Bad. 
It's pretty bad. Gunshot fade to black. Well, the thing is, is that it's common, isn't it? They, it's a common story. It's it's the thing is, is that they did this interesting thing where it was uh, they were really subtle and they don't spell things out for a lot yeah. of the game until halfway through and there's an info dump, mm-hmm. and then there's a trial. And it's all these characters saying, I accuse you of this, but they're saying things that you've seen them see. It's not like, and it's treated like, it's like, oh, I can't believe they feel that way. When we've heard them say these things yeah. before. Uh, again, well, I was watching the Red Letter Media stream of that, and that's one of the things they were laughing about. Because this is like, even if the game is trying to be cinematic, it's poor cinema. Because yeah, they're telling you is. what you just already saw. Yeah. And also, then the character doesn't speak up for himself. It is okay. that, that's the one when I, when I, I... I saw a review, yeah, and, and they were like, "Say something!" Yeah, and the game really leans on like, "Oh, he's put a stiff upper lip. He wouldn't. He, what? Yeah, he's not going to defend like, himself." He's hundreds like, of years old, and yeah. he's been in this crew for hundreds Plus, of years. Plus, you're the player. You want your character not be an idiot. Yeah. Also, yeah. why isn't there just a moment where he gets to go, "You're bullshit. This is bullshit." Yeah. Fuck this. I'm out. Yeah. And he just has like a Will Ferrell stepbrothers. Yeah, modern. There should be a modern day time traveler mode that can kick in and like. Well, tell, oh, tell John C. Riley shows up. The, the, the one thing. The <laughs> one, put my balls on this. It's garbage. The one thing about this game is that it did have a casual relationship with male nudity that yeah. was fascinating. Yeah. I saw more dongs in that game than so I've seen in any other game dong. in my life. Yeah. 1080p yeah. dongs. Exactly. How well rendered. 1080p penis. Well, no, they're all. The thing is, is that. Chicken breast modeling. The thing is, is like there's werewolves and shit, and then when the werewolves transform <laughs> when the werewolves transform they don't do like the fucking hulk pants yeah, you imagine this they, they, they get like hairy they get, in the thing well, no, I mean, and then they transform back into people they're just naked dudes yeah. and like they shoot around it and they're not like it's not like the dudes are just sitting there splayed leg like yeah. eh, eh. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, it did make me realize we were playing it and they dropped all these tiny little things that implied that the the one of the main female characters is a werewolf. Mm-hmm. Like she has a clawed throat, and then you see her looking for the protagonist, and it's kind of weird because she at first I thought they were trying to imply that she was wearing a corset and she was having trouble breathing because mm-hmm. she's breathing yeah, so heavily. And then, uh... well, that was my first thought, and then I'm like, oh no, she's sniffing him down. She's a werewolf. She's a werewolf. And the game ends, and she never turns into a werewolf. They never address. Well, again, because the game seems like half a story. Yeah. Right, well, beyond that, we were like, oh man, they totally didn't want to, have to figure out a a transformation of woman and, and there was a moment Lazy. that I was like I'm glad we didn't have to see anybody's titties flying around it was kind of a nice thing it was like that cat that I showed you a picture of <laughs> exactly yeah. just making it... well I, I hear the biggest complaint is that they, they just don't make the tits pop up like stop <laughs> like stop watching like, like, like an eight pack of tits <laughs> yeah, right yeah. there that's yeah. cool. yeah. Yeah, no, don't yeah. show, don't show this. Man, <laughs> I did see there's a there's a fetish online for crotch tits though. That's the oh, thing. Nope, stop. And it's specific stop. to the My Little Pony stop. community. Oh god, no. oh, of course it is. No. Stop. No, Seriously, no. it's stop. To the Man. Two, stop. To the two images when you Google. It's, stop. It's too much for 4chan. Let's put it that way. <laughs> if, you, if you just type an MLP in a, in a Google search, you'll see one regular picture and then just nothing but deviant bullshit. Yeah. Oh, I'm not surprised. But like, I, you know, I'm just saying 4chan had the same reaction. Good day to this. <laughs> 4chan has the same anyway. guys. You know what? We need to knock it off for this because it's freaking the rest of us out. That's where we plug it. Back. Anyway, yeah, the order 1886, it wasn't as bad as everyone thought. It was just joyless and humorless and there's no heart to it. And then it just kind of oh, ends. Yeah. It sets up for the end. Spoilers, the last shot is I'm Batman. 
That's literally the last man. shot. He's there. He's on the on the corner of a building. And his oh, cloak I did too. It's, it's like an after credits thing. Yeah. yeah, that's the last thing in the whole thing. So no like, replay playability. Once it's done, it's done. No, they don't do it anymore. No, no multi. Nope. Wow. Yeah, and they delayed it six months. Yep. How long did it take you guys to play too? Because I know I, I picked How long it up. Did it take us to be interested. In that it? was the thing. It's like it was like a homework. Well, I just couldn't play it more than thirty minutes. Well, here's house. the thing: I did not sit down in a four-hour chunk and play it because it was too tedious. I did that stream because it was the only way I could guarantee that I would at least sit down and play it for at least forty minutes. Yes. To, it's like trying to read Shakespeare. It's kind of like chipping away. I would say that Shakespeare's. Far more interesting. Oh no, but I'm not saying Shakespeare bad, but like if you're not interested in Shakespeare, it's, it's like, homework. Oh, that's a homework. This game that's what I was about homework. to say. Yeah, that's exactly. what it felt yeah. like. So that's woof, bad. Woof, if if woof. if any game when you you when you said it was homework, I'm like mm. if you call any game homework, yeah. it's not a good game. No, it's you a bad game. game. No. Your video games are anti homework. Yeah. that's the whole point of video yeah. games. I want to get away from work. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to waste time, oh, not like so bad. waste it's time so with fun. I had no qualms with the QTEs and everything like that. I'm fine with all that garbage. It was just so... It reminded me of an alternate universe where Uncharted was made by a different team. Because, I mean, it's basically a cover-based shooter. You're shooting at dudes and monsters. Oh, that was the other thing. The dude goes out of his way to say, I don't want to kill innocents. But then, like, a scene before, there's like, we don't know who here is innocent and who's not. So let's kill them all. That was a highlight of his review for Polygon. Yeah, that's exactly that. You can't say I'm, I'm making a moral choice and then literally have... Like before, have the same character say, "Let God sort them out." Especially if your story is supposed to be hinging on it. it's so cinematic. We're telling the story with these rich characters and yeah. like something like that, where like the like the gameplay breaks that. You know? I don't yeah. understand why they even need to. This is just me with the gripe that I have with a lot of cinematics. Mm -hmm. Is you have this fantastic engine and you're walking around in this glorious looking, mm -hmm. beautifully rendered, you know, alternate. 1886. Mm -hmm. Why even have cutscenes? Why? You can have cutscenes while you're walking around and have people talk to you, and then you can have the camera like pull away a little bit further away to tell the player, hey, we're not I... gonna put you in charge. Here's the thing though, I hate that shit. I hate in a game when in when two characters are having a prolonged dialogue and I'm just circling the camera around them aimlessly, waiting for a chance to walk away. I would much rather have something visually engaging, especially when the characters' faces aren't really moving and they're not making any expressions. Right. It's like, why what am they I need even to do, waiting? Have memory it? bubbles. What? So you can walk around no. and it's a big memory bubble that shows the cutscene. <laughs> exactly. So it's not invasive. You're still walking around. It only blocks up half the screen. Well, it, okay. But it's a big cartoon, like, After Effects <laughs> thought bubble. There we go. Well, it just seems that the cutscene should be a lot more they should be, flow. There, there are more... Exactly. It is just like, stop for 15 minutes while a cutscene happens. The game is, is blocked up into chapters, and there is one chapter that is just cutscene. Again, unacceptable. No. There's no interaction other than no. say, yeah. that's my gripe is and the then, no interaction. And the thing about quick time events is that I like quick time events, but there's I, I don't have any objection to them. But you have to have some sort of time to them because if it's j literally just press X to continue, then it's then you can kill all the tension. Like mm -hmm. the last moment of the game, spoiler is you pull the trigger, and the game makes you pull the trigger. Except I just forever, yeah. I was like, all right, I put my controller down. Yeah, and I just I've waited. I walked your, away for. Like, I guess there's a scene where you can like jump up from behind and grab somebody from behind and like can smash their head against a table or something like mm -hmm. that. If you don't hit the button, you're just kind of holding them there and, and like everyone's kind of doing their their, their, their like like the little dance pose where they're uh -huh. like i'm still alive he's but like yeah and so it, it just yeah you don't even fail out he's, you just, yeah. he's, he's just twirling. you're in your idle pose i really but... feel like telltale's kind of figured out they like they really have gotten the quick time event to where it should be which is you can fail maybe a couple of times and that's fine but if you you know it's like it's always
always time based. You have to have some sort of timer attached to it. Well, if it's or just why if it's just sitting there where it's yeah. like push X now mash X a bunch just keep mashing mashing now you got it. Well, it's like but there's no but there's no like time there's no like train coming towards you about to yeah. hit you or anything. Or it just, and like this last moment, I know they wanted me to have to ha- make the decision to pull the trigger, but I wish it would have just been a cutscene. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like at that point because you like, can't make the choice it. anyway. Exactly. Yeah. So there's it's nothing, like you can't like look at him and go all right. Yeah, never mind. You got a nice dong. We'll let you go. Yeah, you, you know? got a sweet dong. You're just laying there naked. This is, this <laughs> I'll let that happen. But Can it's I just touch like, it? Yeah, no. it's All just... All right, this is useless. Why am I just... I can't touch dong in next-gen games? <laughs> Jesus. Why am I bothering? That would be different. That's a gorgeous game. It is a gorgeous game. And it's such a waste, because I feel like with a different writer... With a different right creative crew, yeah. just pushing it a little bit. You could have had something closer to Uncharted, where you can forgive any gameplay issues because it's determining it. Tomb, Tomb Raider reminds me of Uncharted. I've only played mm-hmm. Uncharted one, but yeah. Tomb Raider has those QTE moments where I was just like, "Yes, it's a perfect time," because it had this great moment where I was like about to be punched in the face, and mm-hmm. if I got punched in the face, I was gonna fall off a cliff. So yeah. I was like, "Okay, that's cool. I'm yeah. about to get stabbed." And they came so infrequently that they yeah. that it was like, oh, QTE, oh my gosh. Yeah, Where, and, yeah. and it was like, I gotta do this. And they didn't come up that often. Yeah. One great remedy that they had is I'm walking down and I'm like, oh, cutscene. And it cuts away to Lara and she walks down this this like little stone, stone walkway. Uh-huh. And then psh, this bear trap gets on her foot yeah. And, yeah. She's, and she's down. And instead of having a QTE where I'm pushing X to avoid the wolves that are coming in, yeah. I'm just, I have limited range with my bow and arrow, yeah. and yeah. I get slow-mo moments where I'm yeah. actually aiming yeah. and yeah. pulling the bow back. Yeah. And, and it's I, a skill you've already used in the rest of the game. Yeah. 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 So it's it's t- teaching me how to use the skill, but also I'm not just mashing X exactly. or Y. I'm yeah. moving the sticks. And yeah. 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 It's very stressful. Yeah. <laughs> It's very stressful. I, she got hurt a lot in that game. I yeah. love how much she gets hurt. I know well, it sounds sadistic. Rebar but... through the neck. Well, no, oh, like not, somebody... that, not that stuff. Okay, thank you for clarifying. But no. I would be like, why would they have a, a tree trunk going right through the chin? All those scenes where you screw yeah. up royally are dreadful. You know like what? You get stabbed through yeah. and you're yeah. on a pike. and oh, It's one of the rare games where those are so graphic. It's yeah. incentive not to flip fail not yep. just for failing but you just don't yeah. want to see that you shit, don't want to see that so shit. It's, it's kind of similar to like last of us yeah we were talking with someone recently and they said that they thought all the gore and shit in last of us was excessive and they played it without gore and i'm just sitting here going it's the fucking last of us if, if there the whole point is that this is a terrible brutal world where every act has lasting ramifications yeah. turning off gore feels like Cheating. Did she me. also turn on like the duck and muck mode? So whenever no, time, oh, every these time were Elsie, men. These, are men. these were boys. These were boys. No, but every time like Elsa or not Elsa, Elsa. What's her name? Um, yeah, Elsa. Every time she <laughs> swears. <laughs> Right there, Elsa goes and freezes the zombies. No, every time once her swears, it's just Ellie. like cartoon sound effects. <laughs> like, we're like, rah, 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 rah. Exactly. <laughs> Anna Barbera cantaloupe. Yeah. Yeah. This Nicki Minaj's <laughs> anaconda starts <laughs> for no apparent reason. Oh, oh god. The entire song. Oh. The entire song. It's like stop. Ellie. Again. It is Ellie, right? Yes. Ellie. Okay, yeah. But no, yes. I mean, you care. You care so much. If you build a relationship with the character, like I think yeah. they did a really good job of that in the new in the Tomb Raider reboot. Yeah. And in Last of Us, definitely. But you yeah. have this relationship, and you care about this character, and you don't want anything to happen to them. So seeing them horribly 
horribly injured. There's it's that so scene hard. where Lara is falling down the waterfall, oh, and, and I, I failed it five yes. times in a row, and uh. every time I failed it, I was like, why is it always the neck? Yeah. Why couldn't she get stabbed in the shoulder See, and just be stuck like, there? Okay, show it to me the first fucking time, and then fucking never just again. Just fade, fade to black. Like, I do not need that. What I liked about The Last of Us is that they're brutal deaths in that, but they're pretty, it's like, they don't linger on it no. lovingly. No, they, that's kind of the horror, because you're imagining yeah. more what happens. Exactly. Right when someone bites into his neck or something yeah. like that. Yeah, and you, then it just cut and back. And actually, it was like, you hear a crunch as it, as it takes the bite, and it's just like, I messed up. So much more effective. I just turned into Titus from Kimmy Schmidt. No. Anyway, Bill, tell me what you thought about your fascination. Okay, I'm gonna read this one because it's amazing. My fascination, says Bill, with Disneyland's new magic bands allow guests to swipe in hotels in the park itself without tickets, or reserve rides months in advance, or make food hunt you like a tiger, or let Frozen find you and marry you, and then maybe the voices will stop. So this is—I've heard a little bit about this, but Man, I guess this, this creeped me the fuck. They're trying out. to make this the new standard for how, like how you get around the the Disney parks and just like pretty much everything. Yeah. Uh, so it's idea like they're trying to make the whole Disney uh, experience ticketless and paperless. And this is Disney World first, yeah. right? So if you reserve tickets at Disneyland, what they do, they mail you and whoever else you have in your family, whoever you want to bring, they mail you these uh, uh, electronic bands that are bright and colorful and just kind of made out of rubber. With a Mickey with, symbol on it. With a Mickey symbol, with also your name engraved. So it's kind of like a little treat Aww. for you to give to your kids. Like, this yeah. is a magic band. This is going to be used using for your old trip to Disneyland. And if you grow old and then it gets real tight and then your hand falls apart. <laughs> <laughs> Just and you go to college for free because uh, so he's paying for it. Why are you actually right up about that? And that's actually the the, the 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 fact that like kids and adults can wear them. Like, yeah. So the insides have, like have an extra rubber cuff that you can rip away so parents can wear it. So oh, like okay. so like even the same thing you can like I don't know it's a whole crazy the engineering just that went into the stuff yeah. is crazy. But so the idea is that like. Uh, you can also program the cuffs. I keep on calling them the cuffs, the magic bands, mm. with like data, like your ticket, your reservation, okay. like okay. your like kind of food you like and stuff. Mm-hmm. So like even if like you go to well, first you just show up to the park. There's no lines. You just go up to these Mickey Mouse shaped uh, uh, beacons mm-hmm. all throughout the park. Where I guess in the entrance when you're first oh. getting in, just swipe it and they know it's you and they just you just walk in. There's no mm-hmm. one to talk to. This is great. Also, you hate people. You want to go to Disneyland. <laughs> you don't want to talk to anybody. Right. You're just swiping your thing. Uh-huh. While you're doing it, just your middle fingers out. It's, <laughs> but yeah, it's like again, like yeah, like if you wow. to go on rides and, and they have this thing too in order to keep people from waiting in lines too long. If if if, if the Disney because they have because it's the they can track where her. you are and identify where you are. They could say, okay, this family's been waiting in line too long for this ride. Uh, we're gonna give them a coupon for a ride next door that they can ride and then come back. Wow. Or a coupon for free ice cream or something like that. Yeah. Um, if your kids get lost, you know, they're tracking the kids so you can just like... That's what creeps me out. They it's, know where you are. Yeah. It's Westworld. It's Westworld. It's right on the uh, edge of fascinating and horror. Yeah. It's, it's Rapture. But, but yeah, it is Rapture. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing they can get away with this because it is in this you, enclosed you environment. Yeah. yeah. And so, and they have cameras and fucking trackers. Well, like, like what's your there. favorite character? Your character will come and say hi to you. That's what they specifically said. So instead of having to hunt the characters down, you know in months because you made advance. As long as you show up here or like you make a thing where like like at this date and time you know the character will wherever you happen to be in the park those characters will come and find you and surprise your kids oh, if you God. want I love the oh, restaurant the, yeah. res- the restaurant example they give if you go into any restaurant yeah. when you go through the front door they know that oh all the family's here yeah. and then the waitress knows from the computer oh hey Mr. and Mrs. Robinson and your, they your, know two, your, your two children even we're like, gonna yeah. sit over here oh and you like this food here's the food that you like I don't yeah. want that food now <laughs> how dare you I lie I assume. <laughs> my man says best bridesmaid. <laughs> Why am I thinking 
this is tech. It's like, this is one of the few pieces of technology I've ever heard that actually sounds like something from the Back to the Future version of 2015, yeah. where it's just like your identity and everything is ultra wrapped in this magic band that you swipe. And, yep. and it's even the fact that they send it to you in advance so you give it to your kids. It's like a little preview. They do, like, they do thumb swipe in, in 2015, don't they? Or do they do eyeball? Oh, I can't they know they, uh, thumb a couple bucks. Thumb oh, a couple bucks and, and, bucks, and, yeah. the, and bet on the Cubbies. Yeah, the Cubbies. Yeah, the Cubbies. Yeah. Cubbies, yeah. The Cubbies. Against Miami? <laughs> Um, oh but God. yeah, so I just, yeah, so Wired just had a big thing about this this week. It, like, technology's been going for a while, but they're trying to make it more of a thing. And just, like, reading about it from an engineering perspective, it's, it's interesting, but I know Walt Disney would love this, because oh, anything that kind of made the, the park-going experience easier, and, like, you have to deal with less bullshit, he, he always was a huge fan of that stuff. But, oh, yeah, it's, it's kind of creepy, That's, that's the great thing about Disneyland, is that, is that I never feel like there's any bullshit. Have you ever... been? Because I've never I've, I've been. I've only been to land. Okay, I've never yeah. been to world. And Disneyland is the, you know, first, smaller than World. World, world is very similar. They just have some extra things, and they're just bigger. They're, yeah. they're just going forever. It's just it's monitoring well, your, your, you change, everything about you. You can change your hotel. You've been bad or good, so do not masturbate. <laughs> <laughs> You just, I just imagine. I just imagine. It's like it's like what hand do you want it on? Not not that one. So they have it set up so your luggage. You don't even have to pick it up from the airport. Your luggage just follow you. Kind no. of they'll have people to your room. You don't have to talk to anyone. All you do is walk and go like, to your well, room, we, and your luggage just follows you eventually. We went ahead and unpacked all your vibrators. Does yeah. the Starlight is it the Starlight Parade? Is that what oh, they call God, it? That goes down the, the the main avenue. Is that what they call that? Yeah, parade? exactly. Do they come to the to, to, to the baggage claim? <laughs> and just grab your stuff and then walk back to the Disney hotel. I, I, I can never, I can't go. I know. Yeah. See, I really want to you guys take, are always talking about going. Well, no. I want I want to take Foley to Disney because I think she would like the, the I, I think craft the, of it. I think the future has occurred and now it's too much for me. Well, no, no. Okay, counterpoint. With this, you don't have to wait lines or talk to people. Well, that's part of the thing. But yeah, it's trying to The people are, it's not like, it's not like they have, like, everybody else has an invisibility cloak and I can't see them. You what will if, go to Disneyland and you will feel that you particular, just you and your family members and your friends are having an, a wonderful time. I went down with my high school down, oh, in 01, so it's been a while since I've been down there, and they had Fast Pass tickets, which were which were fairly new, where okay. you could, like, you could get a Fast Pass ticket, and then next time you go on, you're guaranteed to be put on the ride first. Oh, that's nice. So yeah. that was something that they had, which was really cool, but I never felt like there was any type of bullshit going on. I remember at one point... I saw like a girl drop her ice cream cone and a antenna went right away and picked it up and gave her a ticket for a new one. Really? I mean, they're okay. they're on it. They're, they're you know, if spot, anyone yeah. if anyone's like you're not having a good time or something like that, well, here's you know a dressed up person. And it makes you sense they want to want to keep people happy and moving around as much as possible because it maximizes their profits if people are happy and yep. spending money and just kind of be, mm-hmm. make everything well, frictionless every, and easier. Every yeah. corner, there's something cool happening. You'll just go. You'll just oh, there's people singing and over music there. piped in through the bushes and at least. Oh. Disney yeah. World it was. Oh, it is in Disneyland. There was a certain point where I, when I went to Disney World, it was like 1991 I went down there, really even longer than anyone So else. it was before Toontown was even in the I think Toontown yeah. may have been a brand new thing. Because I remember there's like may have been under construction. Because I remember like ads but before, for it stuff. But before California Adventure. Yeah, all that stuff, yeah. yeah. And it, well, I was also at Disney World too. Oh, you're So it was slightly different. But they also were having the Toontown stuff. And to, I think but, Toontown popped up at World first. Oh, I don't know exactly, but I think it popped up there. But I remember there's one part where like I walked through like the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids forest where it's all like life-size thing and like walk through like this the Pirates of the Caribbean and all that shit I remember sitting down thinking 
this is really surreal. And then I realized, like, the bush next to me was piping out Disney music. Yep. And it was just kind of, it wasn't horrifying. It was one of those things where, like, I really feel like I'm in an alternate universe. Like, this is not reality. But it's real because I'm really kind of tired and maybe I got to go take a shit or something like that. Yeah. But it's this weird kind of, like, I don't know. Yeah, it really, like, depending on your personality and stuff, it's like, it's like Empire Strikes Back. When you go into the cave, you take only what with you, what you bring with you. <laughs> you can make a horrible experience yeah. if you're not like in that zone. But yeah, yeah. that's I could be yeah. You're normally not in the zone. <laughs> yeah. so when, I, when I was walking up to the front gate last time, and you're starting to hear the music, and you're seeing all the outside Disneyland stores, which are all Disneyland themed, yeah. and mm-hmm. Disneyland food, and like dress up, be a princess store over here, mm-hmm. and you go through the front gate. What's on the PA? Smile, darn ya, smile. <laughs> from, you know, from, yeah. from Roger Rabbit. I'm yeah, like, oh, yeah. I'm sold. <laughs> Take my money. Yeah. All, all my money. Foley is not smiling. <laughs> well, it's a small world after all. Can be now programmed to say Foley at the small world after all. And like turn to look at you. <laughs> One of, the, one of the little, 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 little Eskimos can come up and just, you know, give you Especially a Especially when they see okay. that you're not smiling. I, Foley, what if we went on gay day? Oh, they do have gay days. Just, yeah. just the entire park filled with. I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no. <It's> Archie Bunker. <laughs> have you ever no, heard Disneyland gangs and stuff like I that? Think, though I just don't know. There are there yeah. are gangs of bears that walk around who like trade pins and gay stuff bears? like that. Like yeah, yeah gay bears. There's yeah. like I've seen pictures like beards and like Polly Hollywood looking motherfuckers. Yeah. That's not to say that they're going to be... Actually, that'd be great if they, you can use your magic band to summon the gay bear. <laughs> gang. I want to hang out with these guys. I feel like overwhelmed. And then you just lift up your I band and then a group of bears just circles it, you. Disneyland never feels obnoxious. I know that sounds weird, but you go in there and you're just like, oh, my favorite Disney moments are here. And even the ones I hate, like, See, I don't know what character that is. I don't care, though. I don't think but... Foley has the emotional relationship with Disney. To I mean, really... I like, I like um, Titus holding up an orange cat. Actually, you would be enough. an interesting if 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 Disney knew you as a person because I know yeah. they're always trying to cater people like you because they want as many people as possible Everybody. to come to the park. Yeah. yeah, and so they have to cater not only the kids and the people who love Disney shit, but they have to cater the people who fucking hate Disney, hate cartoons. Yeah. And they just wanted to make another resort resort for an adults. Yeah, I don't hate. Cartoons. No, but you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah. But I just hate fun. <laughs> well, but, you know, but like it's what Gary was saying, you don't have that emotional connection that you're bringing with you, which smooths over a lot of the rough edges in a yeah. situation yeah, no, like it's that. An yeah, it's entire like oasis of people wearing embroidered Disney bullshit. Yeah. So you could pretty much get a job if you went down to Anaheim and said, "Hey guys, I'm your protest subject. You need to I, make uh, happy in this situation. Uh, I love you. I yeah. hate everything. <laughs> not even hate, Make but, me like, laugh, you motherfuckers. Everything makes me anxious. <laughs> yeah. Princess Jasmine just showing up. Is what not a make you go. Oh. <laughs> you got weird. No. <laughs> Put on pants. Hide your belly button. With that, friends, we're going to take a little break, and then we'll be back for the Geek Week interview. Pair of Asani's panties. <laughs> this kid's like, I know what these are. I know these are special Friday nights. <laughs> but no, I mean like the idea that, oh. that after God, that's such a well-aged Asami too. Yeah, yeah. Gorgeous. 
Yeah, yeah let me see what. Yeah, because I don't actually oh, see that. Oh man. Yeah, it kills That's, you. And there's no dialogue no, either. Yeah, I know. Oh. No, she's a she's a fantastic. Oh, that is a great old Asami. Mm-hmm. That, and that that artwork is oh, perfect. Oh, she's it's... her shit's beautiful. She she draws the best. She has a uh, musician uh, AU where Cora is a rock star and Asami is a concert like violinist. Ah! Uh, and then which actually kind of makes I can see she, that I happening. Know, totally yeah. And then she has one that's um, she does a bunch of other stuff and then she has uh, one that's oh Cora is a firefighter. Oh and, man! And Asami's company provides the fire department with. Uh, actually, this would be that's if, cool. If, oh, it's hot. If oh, you're yeah. gonna start a. If you were going to start a an 80s uh, Earthbender post-Cora thing, this would actually be a great way to start it off with. Would be. Um, assuming no maybe, dialogue. Assuming yeah. this is part of the podcast, uh, what Foley just brought up was a fan comic of... Yeah, it's a lady who does... Uh, what's her name? Denim Catfish is her Tumblr name? Yeah. It's a uh, just comic of uh, the White Lotus... Spoilers for Legend of Korra. Uh, the White Lotus showing up with... Uh, a box of uh, stuff for a, a new Earthbender kid who the I guess the White Lotus uh, sus- is suspecting of being the next Avatar, and the kid uh, roots through the box and pulls out a Korra's was it Patrocle necklace, mm-hmm. and of course the person administering the test is Old Asami, and the kid smiles just like Korra. <laughs> and then everybody dies of food. And Asami, Asami, the only and the only dialogue in the comic is her saying, "Only twelve more years until you're legal." <laughs> Oh, oh, shut your face. Way to yeah. ruin everything. <laughs> Thank you, Leland. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, God, Allie, Thank you, because usually I'm so worn oh, yeah, down by years again, of yeah. friendship with Bill that I can't I, tell no, him off. I will call Bill on his bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to our new co-host. <laughs> <laughs> He's Bill shit. Oh, God. So, yeah, what have you been up to, Leland? Look, what have you been checking out? Uh, oh, sorry, we, the Geek Week, I, or pre-Geek Week, I forgot to check in on what Leland's been doing. Oh, uh, well, uh, like, well, we were talking about Cora, because you guys were talking about Cora on a a bunch of other podcasts ago and I was like screw it I'm gonna tear through it and I watched pretty much two to four nonstop, binged on it loved it I love how that show took a character that I was not digging and then by the end of it I would for herself you were, she's one of them oh yeah but the character that was like I don't know about this guy mm-hmm. Varric Holy I know. Very turned out to be your favorite. Very <laughs> turned out to be like I love all the other main casts and the yeah. side characters, but Varric. Yeah. Anytime Varric shows up, I'm just I like, know. "Where's the Varric show? Well, Where's Varric <laughs> spinoff?" Especially for a while, he actually is a flat-out villain. He yeah. shows the good guys yeah. over, but he does like slowly kind of come back around. Oh, yeah. and it's like, "Oh, waka waka." What is this? What am I feeling? Oh, that's your conscience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> such a good. He's such a good oh. guy. I feel like he's the Job. Yeah, I just realized because one of the inspirations for him is Walt Disney. I wouldn't because like, we were also talking during the break was we were talking about what would happen if they do it a future uh, Avatar series that's about the Earthbender mm-hmm. who would follow Korra and it would take place in like the eighties or nineties yeah, or something like that. Something. And you know, like uh, uh, fucking uh, who are you talking about, George Larry? The inventor dude. Nikola Tesla. No, the guy that we're talking the, 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 the dude that you just said. Like, Varric. Yeah, Varric. Oh, yeah. yeah. Varric. Two the blood ago. sugar. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. He would have invented like a Disneyland that you go to that probably has like core rides and stuff like that. I would have loved to see like the relationship between like if you got the future going on like Varric, like just this this statue of Varric in front of Varric land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying, yeah. With, with Julie like, like you know, polishing his shoes. <laughs> but not by that point because they're, they're married and yeah. shit. But I just yeah. love but the I think the it's probably him the, polishing her shoes. Yeah. Yeah. thing. I feel yeah. like Julie actually got like be her own little thing too. Yeah, now. she had her own fucking arc. <laughs> like half Bolin didn't get an arc, but Julie. Did. Oh, did you guys get the Blu-ray for the 
fourth season that just came out? Oh, it came I, out. I, yeah, it just came out this week. Now. I want to. I want to sit down and listen to the commentary. Get it off but... the shelf. Where is it? It's somewhere. Oh, you have UHF over here. It's my favorite movie of all time. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. It's amazing. UHF. <laughs> Something blue. No, no, you got it. <laughs> oh, it's right there. I'm like looking at it. I haven't seen the packaging. I just so see your that's really nice. Mm. He is. He I'm puts a hot dog in a Twinkie. <laughs> a Twinkie wiener sandwich. <laughs> Come on, Bob. Y'all, cheer up. Uh, you know, after, after this podcast, we record a UHF slash Cora finale uh, <laughs> spoiler commentary cast. spoiler cast. Where's <laughs> uh, your poster? Oh, here's the I poster. really wish that, because well, well, I'm watching it again, I really wish Kuvira would have gotten a little bit more screen time in season three. Because because yeah. she has this moment in like the next to the last episode, and who are you, Earthbender? Like, I'm Kuvira. Slow zoom to my face. <laughs> I'm gonna be somebody in season four. <laughs> so by the weird. way, See you next year. Well, it's, it's, it's Zelda Williams. It's Robin Williams. Hot daughter. Yeah. Is she doing the voice? Yeah. Of, oh, I didn't know that. We need to recommend oh. her to Carla, actually. Oh, shit. So, yeah. The, oh, Mindamondo. Oh, I see. The Cora show completely, uh, as a whole, uh, has its rough moments, but complete, it's great. I, I, I really thought it was solid. Like yeah. I was saying, it's, it's spinning even so many more Even aside from plates. the Korosami stuff, which that show is kind of boiled down to, it's the Korosami show. <laughs> yeah. But even, even aside from that stuff, it's still... I, I really can't pick out like, oh, that's my favorite episode, or that's my yeah. favorite episode. I can pick out like, I like just this universe. I love yeah. how you kept going with this universe, and it's yeah. still... You didn't really cheat me or lie to me or go back on it or change it there were some moments where yeah. I was like eh you could have handled that better sure or, or it's like uh, that's kind of breaking the rules like with I didn't like season one that much I'm like why couldn't this happen why what's with the bend, the blocking of the bending and the cheat I still think Ugh. I, I, didn't, I know they couldn't have done this because they, they just didn't write the show this way but it still feels like if they had done the events of the second season as the start of the show yeah because yeah. that's part of the second season also it has some problems too because in order for the second season to work uh, Cora has to regress emotionally a little bit where she's like so just freaked out and just so aggressive and stuff. It and seems like she reboots after the first like three episodes in season two. Yeah. It's like you're yeah. back to where you were. Yeah, yeah, so if they had actually, and then it makes sense that if it like, if, if the show had started off with her within her own like, you know, nation and the Civil War and dealing with her family and then going out into the world, uh, it would have made a lot more sense and you wouldn't have weird excuses as to why all these people from Republic City are coming down to hang out with Cora indefinitely, like in the South Pole. I mean, look at her, she's hot. Yeah, but like <laughs> even like, who's the dude in The Legend of Cora that's not uh, fake Sokka, the other guy, the fire guy? Even he's Mako. like, I'm now a cop, except now I'm also on extended leave to hang out and watch you make snowballs. Yeah. It's a little like, what? <laughs> That's what boyfriends do. Or how the chief of police, uh, Lynn Bayfong, yeah. is like, on season three, I'm just going to tool around with you guys. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, aren't you chief of police? He's the avatar. Shush. Everybody shush. It's perfect and beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Did you see a bad word. <laughs> I saw something today where somebody had, actually had a great thing about how Asami was the secret villain of the whole series. Oh, yeah. Because the way Whoa. she like funds both sides of like the two major military conflicts mm -hmm. in the series, and that she tricks the Avatar into falling in love with her, and like you know like no, it's pretty it's it's pretty funny because if you if you look at it with like any idea that she's a duplicitous person, yeah, it makes it like, even more like uh, there needs to be a sequel series tomorrow. But still, yeah, she's really cute. <laughs> they still have That's hot sex. That's right. Yeah, That's they right. Just punch she's... each other while they're. I'm just, just saying, she can ride my pony. I'm just, <laughs> just saying, wow. You went to a genuine place. <laughs> That's right, I did. Oh man! Oh, anyway, please. so what else, Lee? Uh, well, I I've been listening to a lot of talk about the new Star Wars comics, and I'm yeah. I'm kind of feeling like that's a way to get back into comics because I've been not reading them. So I read uh, Princess Leia number one, and yeah, I enjoyed it. Like... Art's really cool. 
it takes place right after the circle swipe at the end of New Hope. Okay. So it's like Chewie has the and then boom, cuts into the new comic. Leia gives a speech, really short and sweet. Um, we got to get the fuck off Yavin. I was wondering about that. Because... Everybody knows that we're here, so everyone's like packing their shit to go. Also, we need to start looking for new places. And mm-hmm. then Leia's just like, I don't know what the hell to do. I need to find myself. I need to find every single person of, well, not every single person, but I need to find my Alderaan brothers and sisters. Yeah. Like, yeah. we're all separated and... Words, uh, the last survivors of this planet. Yeah, so, yeah. so she teams up with uh, a lady uh, X-Wing pilot, mm-hmm. and she's like, "I Alderaan was my home, too. Mm-hmm. I'll go along with you. And, you know, you know, they're saying, no, Leia, stay behind, mourn. That's all you can do. That's all you're good for. And she's like, fuck that shit. Mm-hmm. She gets on the ship, goes with the lady pilot. Luke and, like, some, one other pilot, like, goes after her. Um, they give the slip. You know, they, they... They do some cocaine. They do some cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they coke their asses up. And they're all like, well, no, they, they, they give them the slip in there, and then boom, they're gone. And then that's where it ends, where it's like, we're off to find, well, that's you know, cool. people that's of, great. of Alder- Alderaan. And it makes, and, it makes logistical sense in terms of, like, yeah. that universe. Like, it makes sense that she would go off and do that, and also just everyone gets the hell out of Yavin. Yeah, um, I saw... Yeah, Star Wars Craigslist. This, the, <laughs> the comic, it was drawn by a couple people down at Periscope, like Terry Bloss or something like that. Oh, really? Where the artwork is really nice. There is an actual Marvel story. Star Wars comic right now, yep. which the artwork is okay, but like they spend way too time, too the, much time trying to get the, the... the art in the Leia one is you can tell that the oh I like the likeness of this character. It's part realistic, part cartoony. you can tell who it's supposed to be, but they oh, don't yeah. labor the faces too right. much. Yeah, and that's nice. whoever draws that comic, they really like ladies because it's all kind of like almost kind of faux pinup stuff in a good way though. Like it's like nice volume, yep. shapes of bodies, and it's, it makes not sense. That it seems like the two leads are Princess Leia and this other Alderanian character right and she, like, and she yeah, her, her design's awesome she looks she's got the orange suit with all she's blonde and stuff and she's and a badass and the, yeah. yeah um you know she's a really good so pilot. it's nice to see a star wars comic out there where it's two ladies yeah. running around the universe yeah. Yeah. Really, I guess. yeah so that was exciting and then the impulse buying was bill and ted's most triumphant return <laughs> isn't that written by ryan north i want to say um, it is are that? there little footnotes no, at the, the bottom of every page though? no i think he did the backup for it actually oh okay i feel bad because i never remember artists and that's okay. That's um, okay. But it takes place right after the Battle of the Bands, and they've written their first song, and immediately the first question is like, where's your second song? And they're like, oh, dude, we've got to write our second song. I have to make song. a confession. I haven't seen Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey since I saw it in the theater. So oh, I, wow. they, I remember their station. I remember they go to Heaven station. and Hell and the Easter Bunny. Yep. But like, yeah, I forgot there was even a Battle of the Bands well, at the end of that. And then uh, with the robot, with yeah, the robot us's. duplicates, yeah. yeah the robot I remember you did the little head tilt yeah, when you said yeah. that, yeah. Um, and, and they're still hanging out. And uh-huh. in, in fact, they've got kids with the princesses from the medieval era. The robots or the no, Bill no, and Ted? No, no, the real Bill and okay, Ted. Yeah. <laughs> but at one, at one point, they're, uh, the, the robots are like caring for the for the, for the the children in one panel. Oh, that kind of makes sense. Like, yeah, somebody would take care of the kids while they're going off yeah. and having adventures. And then, and then like, someone someone says something really awesome, and the robots are like, excellent! And they start air guitaring <laughs> with the babies, and they're like, no, don't! <laughs> so did you ever read the original Bill and Ted comics? I read probably two. Okay, because mo- one of my favorite comic guys, he used to do those, Bill, uh, Evan Dorkin. Oh, yeah, it was Evan Dorkin who used to do the Yeah, old. and I wonder if yeah. they tied in, like, anything. Like, there, was there, like, it's... a dude with, like, a thumb guy who has, like, a meter on his head? There were some weird characters he made the, up for the, that. The, that comic universe takes place, that's its own thing. Okay. This one feels like, I'm not entirely sure, but it feels like right after the second movie. Yeah, because I can't, I can't even remember. I think... The original Evan Dorkin comic just take, took place like maybe a year later, and it was kind of more vague, just like oh, no, don't take it going on more adventures. Yeah, yeah, and that and that's I've because I've they hung out with those. death and stuff, so obviously at least well, took after... death death is now um, 
Death is now like one of their roommates at the at the apartment. <laughs> and Death, Death I actually, think, this, I think that was the same gag from the from the original comics. So yeah. I don't know if maybe there's some kind of weird tie-in. There's yeah. a there's a great bit where where like they've got the beard and the hair all long because that was at the end of the second movie where they went off and like you know to they went off for a long time an indefinite amount of time and yeah. they come back and play the song. Um, and Death is uh, Death gives them a haircut, and, he, yeah. and he's and he's just like, yes, I'm the taker of souls, and great with hair, like a lot <laughs> like that. It's just it's great. And Death is funny, and like he is That's in the movie. Cool. I have yeah. to go check that. It was out. Fu- it was fun. It, it wasn't as good as Leia, but you know, yeah. I, love, I love Star Wars more than I, love I don't know. Villain's head. Yeah. Um, Someone stuck a head gun to my head and said, okay, Bill, we have to delete all Star Wars stuff in the universe, or all or just even the first Bill and Ted movie. I'd have to think about real <laughs> So, I don't wow, know. that's saying Bill, something, dude. Bill and Ted Bill is one of the, my favorite movies ever. It's really it fun. Is. Well, again, my mom really loves Bill and Ted. It's a, again, we were talking a little bit about this about Back to the Future, but Bill and Ted's, again, such a gentle, kind of doofy comedy yeah. that, yep. like, I don't know, there's something special about that. Oh, and Rufus shows up, too. Like, yeah. all, all, all the key characters that you want to show up, show up. Which is kind of nice, because you can never get your George Carlin back. As right. Rufus for them for a movie, and, and they, they and they model one, them all yeah. after their their uh their, their it's it's God a lot damn. more it's a very cartoony take too it's it's much more cartoony than than I'm kind of used to for yeah. a comic, but it looks really good though. I'll write this in the show notes. What I, else? I already did. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm on, I'm on it. Speaking of of Avatar stuff, I read the uh, I read the the search, which is so the, good. Which is a story of that takes place. I think it's like the second story that the of the aftermath yeah. and stuff because yeah. there's. There's the promise, the search, yeah. the rift, and then there's another. one. It is one. getting a little vague because it's hard because it's just the the, the noun. The, noun. The, yeah. the, the something, yeah. the something. This one's the search, and this one is search is good. I think yeah. the sur- I, all I read is the promise and the search. I want to read the promise, and then there, I want to read the rift because that one has like Toph as a main focus too. Yeah, which one? So the promise. Oh, promise is the one where he, he like Aang has to keep his promise to kill Zuko if he thinks yeah. Zuko's going yeah. over the edge. So good. The search is Zuko going off to look for his mom. Oh, yeah, and that was yeah. Those are the only and, two I've read. So and Zula teams up with them yeah, too, yeah, and, that, yeah. and that's crazy pants. Which is um, funny because I saw their voice actors with like red excerpts on YouTube and like yeah, on Vine and stuff where so they good. were like, so it was kind of like, rah, rah, rah. Oh, that's yeah. cool. I uh, I really enjoyed that one, and the whole all the flashbacks to Zuko's mother are really cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. and how God they just show how much the Fire Lord is such a complete. Did no, he's like that guy. It's like just in case you didn't think this guy could be even more of an asshole. Here's some flashbacks yeah. to show how much of an asshole this guy was. Here he is drowning puppies. Um, you know, and then setting kittens. the water on fire. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> where he's like, make sure that they're boiled a lot. Uh-huh. You know, where uh, uh-huh. where he finds the uh, he finds the letter to say that Zuko is your son, but not uh, the the. Oh gosh, Morgan's it's someone terribly. else's kid. Yeah, it's, someone it's... else's kid, and then and then he's like, I know Zuko's my son, but seeing that you think he's not, I'm gonna treat him like he's not. I'm gonna treat him like garbage. <laughs> there you go, uh, wife. I really didn't want, but got anyway. <laughs> I'm gonna treat my actual son like a piece of shit. And That's just like you asshole. The, the the promise and the search do a good job of at least tying themselves into like explaining some of the emotional sh- stuff that yeah. was. Going. It's not yeah. just like oh what happened what what happened afterwards. Yeah, but there's some nice plugging holes in yeah. terms of like why people did stuff and things like that too. Yeah. Even yeah. though it takes place events after the, after the show, it retroactively kind of does some nice just like filling out that universe. You know, from a it, character's w- it was really cool to see um, them to tie some spirit stuff together too. Where oh, uh, 
Ko the face dealer has a mother and she's the mother of faces that and she, that's yeah. I forgot and about she that. can yeah. give faces and I'm like that's yeah. a really cool oh because that, that's integral to the whole plot oh that's right totally yeah the whole yeah. face swap thing so anyway anything else uh gosh um collecting old retro games like always yeah. and yeah I uh, got a copy of Sparkster for Genesis and, oh man uh, I tell, all I know is Nintendo stuff so all you know is, all is you in terms well, of retro I'm, stuff I'm, I'm yeah. just getting into Genesis because I've only got about 20 Genesis games but I, I have over 300 NES Jeez, cartridges yeah. yeah yeah i'm 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 a big old collector like i saw that and i i, uh, I saw your final fantasy box oh yeah copy well, but like there. i have box copies of like final oh, fantasy wow, and super mario but, like, i bought all these at the portland retro thing the last time i saw you while you were waiting in line <laughs> to get into this like retro gaming <laughs> nice. convention yeah. and you that's why i bought those oh that's great yeah well that's why i, I had to leave super early because i was only there for an hour and a half and i'd spent like four hundred dollars because it was one of those things yeah. where if i'd stayed there for yep. a while imagine if it's filled with children how much money you would have saved Exactly. I can understand. And there's not as many little chill, little little kids <laughs> at the expo. There wasn't. Oh, uh, so do you guys just want to do the geek week interview then? Just jump yeah, in. Yeah, I, I kind of stole the show. Oh, you're allowed. No, 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 you're no. Allowed. I just, I can see Annie kind of fading a little bit. I apologize, y'all. I'm, just, I'm so I drained by that Lego down. show. Yeah. yeah, Foley's just like checking out Twitter. Yeah, yeah. yeah geek well, great. Review. Now that I'm really all worn out and emotionally drained, well, we're gonna have you hit. on next time. It's gonna be more proper boy howdy. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. Next time, yeah, I mean, I'll just yeah. We'll, but yeah, no, we'll glad to hear your stuff. I feel bad that we didn't think to have you talk about your stuff in the actual. Yeah, I was gonna do this anyway, but I was, I was like, I don't know where to fit this in. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna. It's pretty bad when you're the ringleader on, on someone else's podcast. <laughs> because the, po- the hosts are just so like, yeah, that's our fault. Now we're going to do that good old-fashioned Geek Week in review. The first Woo. note is something that I can't swallow in too much because it will make me try. Uh, Terry Pratchett passed away this week. Terry Pratchett, the author uh. of all the Discworld books, really important to me when I was a young person and very lonely. His books were a friendly voice and good friends when I desperately needed them. Yep. So I owe Terry Pratchett a lot. How did you get into Terry Pratchett? Uh, I just really liked the Discworld books. Like, did you I... read Terry Pratchett too? Oh yeah, I've I've probably uh, to be honest, I've read one Terry Pratchett. Mm-hmm. I read, and I don't know if I got the title right. Is it Mort? Yeah. That, that's that's the one, one about the death guy, right? Yeah. That's I've the, never read well, it. It's, about, it's one where a kid's going to a apprentice. job fair. The kid's going yeah. to a job fair, like they're handing out all the jobs, and he's late. And the town square is deserted, mm-hmm. and then you know it gets really cold, and the sound cuts out. Yeah. And, and then this horse, you know, clomps down the the cobblestone, you know, walkway, and and Mort just sees Mort's this kids that it's described as just nothing but knees and elbows. That's yeah, his yeah. description. Yeah. Red, like red hair, knees mm-hmm. and elbows, yeah. super skinny. And he's there for a job, and the place is deserted. Death comes off of his horse yeah. and slips and falls on his ass. And yeah. he's like, ah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> the way Terry Pratchett wrote Death was fantastic. Because he did this thing where Death spoke in all caps. But other than that, he's just kind of a weird goofball who likes kittens. And yeah. <laughs> he's just like... I'm and, Death. And, yeah, and, and Mort, Mort works for Death. Mort yeah. is, is Death's not. Yeah. Yeah, it's really so, so I know it ties into Discworld, but that's a relatively standalone novel. It's got, yeah. it's got its own he, plot. It's he not had like... some books about Death, and Death slipped in other books Mort I think appeared in some other books yep. but Death's daughter Susan showed up more often and, she, and she's okay. featured in, in Mort yeah, yeah. cause uh, he had a bunch of it, within the the Discworld pantheon I don't know anyone who's read all the Discworld books cause most people like, like I like the witches or I like uh, Rincewind well that's what 
I'm sorry. Go ahead. Although yeah. I was, I loved the City Watch books. Yep. I love the City Watch. The so that's a separate series outside of, of this. This well, no, it's all Discworld. Oh, really? Okay. It's, it's all like Discworld. it's just like a Jesus. bunch of different storylines and characters appear in each other's, and there will be one-off series. Like, is books it Grim? And... Who's the cop? Who's the, the? There's oh fuck. Okay, hold on. There's Angua the werewolf. There's Carrot. There's Aww. there's the short guy with the knobby nose. Why are you suddenly getting happy guy. and coming to life thinking about this stuff? Were, me... These were some of my favorite books. They're I mean, great. Well, the guy he looked who was the chief pictures. and he looks like Clint Eastwood. He's my favorite character. He wore his boots had cardboard on the soles so <laughs> he could feel the cobblestones. And he could feel he just by feel he knew wherever he was. Did he have <laughs> no, he did not. Plants are for uh, uh, Yeah, who was the chief? So what happened was, so he died. I've never read any of his books. And right. so I went on the Twitter to say, hey, if I wanted to start reading some Terry Pratchett, like, where should I start? And I assumed, like, uh, uh, The Color of Money, which was his first book, could start there. But everyone's like, no, you got to start here or there. Uh, the what, What's the city books that you guys mentioned? I like the City Watch. Some people were saying I should start with the City Watch books. Mm-hmm. A lot of people suggested more. And a lot of people actually, uh, Small Gods? Small Gods... Small gods. That's what was recommended that was more, to me by that was a, a bunch of people. That was, uh, see, I, I stopped reading his stuff in the late nineties. So it, really, the top three choices everyone kept on throwing at me was Color of Money, just because it was right. the first book. Small gods Color and Good Omens. Color of Money. <laughs> it's a different. Color of Money was a bartending. <laughs> that was Paul the, Newman. <laughs> and, and Vimes. Vimes. Play. Vimes is the name cool. of the. Oh, and uh, Buttface McKinney. She was drawing Vimes on t- on Tumblr because I just saw it was a sexy guy named Vimes. Who was Vimes is guy. my favorite. I've yeah. heard one of the one of the really good books, and I actually own it. I I, I haven't read all of it. Is um is it Thief of Time or Thieves of Time? Man, fuck. see, there are so, so, so many goddamn Discworld books. Wrote wrote one so year. many books. And this is the thing, so many books. Of course, the first thing I did when I found out he was dead, I went to uh, Wikipedia and I saw it actually switch over from Terry Pratchett. Terry Pratchett is to Terry Aww. Pratchett was, Aww. which is a weird thing I do with a lot of people who I like or I'll just see. But then I was reading his bio as a result of that. And then, yeah, he only published his first book in, like, 1983? Yeah. Which, to me, doesn't seem that long ago, because I'm old and time is stupid to me. But he wrote 41 fucking books. In 35 years? That is That's insane. fucking his, crazy. His last book hasn't been published yet. It comes out in 2015. Is that 40 years? His last book that was published was in 2013. Yeah, no, What's the, 30 years. But yeah, his books, they were usually about a character or a group of people in the in the disc world. So yeah, you had Rinse Wind and the Wizards. And the Wizards were at the college, what is it, the University of Magic? I don't remember. Did you get The Color of Magic? Because The Color of Magic is weird. Yeah, that's the first one it's, I got. Because disc, disc World isn't really necessarily firmed up. Cause I think Which makes it, sense, because if he was just right, because I, I heard people also say that like his first bunch of books were very specifically parodies of other books. Yeah. Yep. And it wasn't until Disc World, it took a while for Disc World to take its own yeah. shape where he was just writing for Disc World. And not just like, oh, I'm going to parody this guy you've never heard of. Yep. So it looks like Guards, Guards, which is the first City Watch book, was written in 89. That was the first one that I read. Okay. And I fucking loved the Guards. Because, yeah, you've got the Witches. Guards, you would guards? probably, yeah, like, Guards, Guards. You would probably like the Witches. I can't remember the name. Granny, Granny Weatherwax? You would fucking love Granny Weatherwax. Granny Weatherwax is like, goddamn. Does uh, they just show up and more? I want to read more again because I've really enjoyed more. And people. Uh, and I want to make people... a second. You know what? The funny thing is, Amazon got so so, so slammed. So when I first placed my order, I was supposed yeah. to get the books yesterday. Yeah. And of course, because everyone suddenly in the world yeah. suddenly decided they needed Terry Pratchett books, I'm not going to get them until sometime next week. But right. whenever they clear up again, I'll probably grab at least Guards, Guards, and Mort. You yeah. would fucking love. You, you 
you need to read the witch's books. Sure. You would okay. love Granny Weatherwax. She is right Aww. up your alley. So he, yeah, people kept telling me like, well, Mort's one of the earlier ones, and and I, I've read like, unfortunately, yeah, Mort was his I've, fourth book. Mort was yeah. Um, oh, okay, I, I've read. Um, I've started to read so many other Pratchett ones, like the Moving Pictures and. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thieves of Time? I keep calling it that. I don't know if that's the yeah, title like of it. And, and they all Somebody's start listening going, of Time. Yeah, okay, Thief yeah. of Time, yeah. See, that's when I stopped Oh, reading. and then there's Going Postal. That's another good going one. Going Postal, they actually <laughs> made... The only Terry Pratchett thing that Foley has seen is they made an adaptation, yep. BBC... Or no, excuse me, Sky One or whatever, did a short series of... A couple of, like, Discworld miniseries. And they did one of uh, uh, Going Postal with... And it had Tamsin Grigg in it. Who is one of our favorites? Who's so Tamsin Grigg? Fully. You know who she is. She was in, uh, she was in uh, Black Books. She's one of our favorites. Oh, we Black talked about this yeah. just like last week. Yeah, exactly. She's long faced, super cool. Yeah. Um, so that's that's Terry yeah, Pratchett. Yeah, but man, when I stopped reading Terry Pratchett books, he still wrote 13 after I stopped reading. He cray cray. That dude, well, at least he wrote one a year. If you ever want to go back one to him, year? that means there's a lot for the rest of your life. You can oh, still yeah. just keep on checking on Terry Pratchett for God knows how long. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, but no, the thing about the reason why I stopped reading Terry Pratchett books is that the reason why he had so many series is the end. It's it's that thing where at the end of every book the characters have gone up a notch in the world. Yeah. So like the Grime, like Grimes, who's the protagonist of the city, the really the lead of the City Watch <coughs> books and the heart of them. You first he he's on the he's the head of the Night Watch. So like the shitty B squad. They're not even like the cool Day Watch. They're the shitty Night Watch. Yeah. And then by like by the last one that I read. He was like the fucking international ambassador for this. Like, I can see why it has to kind of st- start over sometimes. Like, okay, here's another character I'm gonna watch. Yeah, because it's like, like at the like they just keep getting oh, higher God. and higher well, in the world. Uh, again, according to the internet, just reading about his stuff, like they talk about how like you you could actually see the gradual evolution of the disc world as a result yeah. of that. Yeah. And so like the like introduction of paper money was a thing. Yeah. And like just like little things like yeah, he wrote so much he could actually really. Terry Pratchett had a really fucking funny voice. He wrote characters in a really engaging way. But the thing is, is that I can't think of many other uh, writers who genuinely, like, there was just this sense of anger is too loaded a word. But he's a dude who be- who really believed that everyone should have a fucking chance. Mm-hmm. And you could, there was just this feeling of anger at that things were, things are, the world is not kind. And there's just, like, this strange kind of, like... Yeah, just like this, this un- under the surface, discontent. there's this, this discontent that yeah. people, that innocent people wouldn't have a fair, wouldn't have a fair. Okay, see, that world. sounds great because I know a lot of people like. There's a melancholy. Well, there is a fucking streak oh, of melancholy. Yeah, Some people like will do, like not discredit, but kind of like shrug off Terry practicing. Oh, he's just he's, he's goofy. Just, he's just nerd. It's just the Monty just Python right shit for the yeah, Indians. exactly. So it's interesting yeah. to see he's actually got some heft. Oh, dude, he's got a way. beating heart to those books. That's the reason why you read them. Is that uh-huh. you go in and because I'm not really a fantasy. I, Terry Pratchett is like the only fantasy author that I've yeah, really if, read. If you ever want to get into fantasy, he's a great. Great. Because it's the really dis- not the descriptions fantasy, of like people. how they explain magic and like new technology, like uh, like movies start popping up, like in moving pictures. Yeah, like they, yeah. They, he lampoons like brand new technologies, but imagines them in a fantasy world and how they would operate. It's uh, just yeah. crazy. Aww. So it's it's really like yeah. The thing about Terry Pratchett books is like this is my book where I'm making fun of this. It's like, Money. this is my book where I'm making fun of the Postal Aww. Service. Yep. And going, this is going, hence the title. When, yeah. when, uh, yeah, yeah. when the main character goes into the Postal Office, it's abandoned. And it used to be, you look at it from the outside and it's huge. Yeah. But when he's walking through the like the archways and stuff, he's really close to them because the floor is caked in mail that has not <laughs> been <laughs> <made> <laughs> <it> <laughs> <fell> <laughs> apart. 
piles of it just everywhere oh, and there's so one like there's uh, one guy in there there's pigeons yeah. everywhere there's one guy yeah. in there who's like ah oh, you're the new helper and then you're like ah oh, shit no <laughs> fuck that's great it's almost like a Terry Gilliam well it's going back to Python but in a yeah. Yeah. Where it's kind of like I'm gonna like yeah, Python I'm not it's, the Python's it's bad either, or anything, but, yeah. it's easy to dismiss both fantasy and comedy and that's what Terry yep. Pratchett is no, but okay. he just got such heart and such warmth and such anger and that and such melancholy that I think I think you if you open your heart to it, dude. I it think sounds like really if I like, read him as a kid, especially, I'd be, yeah. I'd be as busted up I, as I, anyone. I, I yeah. was more like probably right after right after high school, right yeah. right about that, and I really enjoyed it. It's it's Man, really cool. He, yeah, I, I read a lot of him in high school and college. What do you guys think of Neil the Good Good Omens? Because I know so I many people going Good oh. Omens, okay. but it's usually Neil Gaiman fans who are like, yeah, you see, have to put up with this it, like I'm this a, Terry Pratchett. That's, see, and I'm the opposite. Yeah, the things in it that are Pratchett, I love. <laughs> Cause like Pratchett cares so more about people yeah. than than game. Not to say that Gaiman doesn't Gaiman, care he... about his characters, but Pratchett loves his characters. Yeah, I can see that. Even his he, like he, the thing about a Pratchett book is that even his villains, he really flushes them out and cares about them. Yeah. So there is no one who's just like a fucking one note character. And Neil Gaiman has book. a really weak handle on people because yeah. that's what like Salmon was great because he he likes I, he likes abstract ideas pretending to be people. Exactly. But he's not very good at reading like like flesh and blood actual how humans. Yeah. Think and interact with each other. So it's like yeah. there are moments. So that's and... I could see why that would they would work well oh, with each other. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I enjoy it. Like that, but, but yeah, it's it's I very enjoyable. It. And so I guess Rihanna Pratchett is like when they first announced that uh, that Terry Pratchett had uh, was it Alzheimer's. Yeah, she actually came out and said like he said like oh she, my daughter's going to be the official caretaker of the Discworld universe, and then she had to come out and be like. You know, I love Discworld, but I don't know if I can ever write all this book, so I'm probably not going to write Discworld when it's, if it's probably going to pass with my dad, but I'll at least be the caretaker and make sure no one mm-hmm. comes in and fucks it up or tries to take it away or makes shitty movies or anything like that. No. And then she now she's writing Tomb Raider movies. Yeah. Now, her job right now is sitting in class is, how do we kill Laura Croft now? <laughs> yeah. And then bring um, her back in the yeah. next game somehow. Uh, no, I, I'm curious because they were going to make a City Watch TV show, mm-hmm. and I wonder... You know what, now? I wonder just because the interest of... It seems like when someone dies like this, the interest goes up yeah, enough that like, unfortunately, this will kickstart somebody saying, let's, let's, uh, sometimes it's also someone dies and suddenly there's no one there to like stop people from like essentially right. their yeah. local property. But yeah, it would be interesting to see, see people try to adapt that stuff. Mm. I don't know if it would adapt to them very well, but great. Yeah. Just great writer. Fun. Yeah. Yeah, so I should narrate whatever the hell they Absolutely, make. Absolutely, yeah. that's that's you know that that's, kind that's of like kind sensibility. Of yeah, because yeah, like when you guys describing death to me, it sounds like death should oh, probably death, be death Stephen is, Fry. Death is, it, it is the going back to Bill and Ted. <laughs> it is the it oh. is the number one uh, depiction of death. He's my favorite depiction of death. What ever. if they got William Sandler to play death in the in the Mort movie? <laughs> And no. so it'd be like Bill and Ted, and he was like, oh, I'm tired of hanging out with Bill and Ted. I'm going to hang out. They never been to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah. Terry Pratchett was... is gone, and the world is lesser for it. But yep. dude dude left behind some really fucking phenomenal books. Yep. We should all be so lucky. And again, it's great. Like, it's, it's, uh, you're probably better off not having read all the stuff, so if you want to go mm-hmm. go meet him again. He's always yeah. on paper. And the, thing, like, and, uh, and the thing about the Discworld books is you can just pluck one out of the middle mm-hmm. and have a good time with it, arguably better. Better than if you try to go dig back, but yeah, look into the witches, the uh, rinse wind, the city watch, and death. Those are the, the beating heart of that. that I'm shit. gonna ask you for your own list, like yeah, like it's been a long going. time. I, I can't remember any of this, but yeah, yeah. I, I need to go back and and read some. 
Because yeah. I've only officially read one, and yeah. I've started four. Yeah, and I fucking love, love the City Watch. But yeah, it, it's funny, because he passed, and I was like, oh, that really sucks. But the more I thought about it over the course of the day, it really was like I lost a friend, more yeah. than any other author. It sucks when a voice like that passes. Yeah, Not that's even a friend, thing. but like somebody who's like... Knowing an author just from the writing voice and like yeah. their, their work, it's it's not it's uh, you it's... really feel like you know him when you read it exactly. Yeah, especially and then that Terry person's Pratchett. gone and that sensibility is gone and like yeah. that. Terry Pratchett put a lot of himself into those books. I mean, for being fucking books about a a, a planet on the back of turtles, <laughs> yeah. on the back on a back on, of, on of elephants, elephants. Yeah, yeah, going through space. It's, there's a really <laughs> lot of him that, in that. If you ever see an illustration of the Discworld, it's gorgeous. There's some phenomenal like this looks week, of the Discworld. I realized I'd seen pictures of that, and didn't realize yeah. what that yep. was. Yeah. Like, I was like, well, because yeah. I know they're riffing off of like Hindu mythology and all yep. what other stuff. What I'm that saying, that Bill, is when that. two years you make hundreds of thousand dollars on your copyright yeah. infringing Discworld map, you're welcome. Supposedly, <laughs> he actually, someone actually did that. Yeah, they and, did. They had a couple. Yeah, and he said he only let the people do that towards the end of his writing career because he didn't want to get hemmed in by like yeah. having an official map. Because yeah, sure. Like that, but, um, Anyway, anyway, in other news, continuing on our, our mortality uh, didn't hear, uh, Sam Simon, oh. the guy generally credited with adapting The Simpsons as a TV series, guiding the show during its first four years, and designing a bunch of its characters from Mr. Burns to Bleeding Gums Murphy. He died. He has passed. I forgot to write the rest of the thing. Yeah. I got to wrap up and researching. Yeah, so Sam Simon, he was the guy who generally credited with co-developing The Simpsons as a TV series. Really, from what I've heard, like, the number one kind of creator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, so... That's what people say anyway. I'm he not gonna... was Pretty much the guy who took The Simpsons from... I think he was also involved with the Tracy Ullman shorts that The Simpsons started off as. I think he did the character Mm -hmm. design for that. But yeah, and so when it it came down to being a TV series, it sounds like he was essentially the guy who wrote the show Bible... Who sat down and said like, okay, well, how long? Well, like, how do we turn this into a long form show? Yeah. And he was the guy saying like, okay, we need a quickie mart, we need this kind of thing, we have the kind, of, you know, and it was like City really, characters. yeah. And he was the he was the head guy in the writers' room at the beginning, where a whole bunch of episodes, yeah, everything from like writing to character design, with just just generally just like he hired all the writers for the first four years of the show, and so he, I mean, while Matt. Graining was just kind of sitting back. He had nothing to do really with crazy. Right. He never Matt Matt Graining's never really written for the show or anything like that. It was really the Sam Simon guy who really kind of pulled everything together. Yep. And he he left only about four years into the show. God, in the first four years are. Pretty, but the four years, but for, like season one's a little rough. But but yeah. two is a leap. Well, mm. according to everyone who's been involved in the Simpsons, uh, Sam Simon was the guy I was really pushing for. I want there to be, like, this has to be a family that's broke, that doesn't have money. Yeah. This has to figure into the plots. It can't just be like, it can't, can't, family can't just be like, oh, we're compl- like, we don't have enough money to fix the yeah. furnace, but the next week they're in space. It has to right. be grounded. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's how you can have, you can have an episode where uh, Homer is, is falling down a cliff two times in a row and a really slap, yeah. you know, slap, slapstick stuff. And then in another episode, he gets bonked on the head by Maggie when she sees something violent on TV, and he's got a bandage and he's in the hospital. Yeah. yeah. So like he's like, there's this like kind of difference between like, oh, he's a cartoon bumbling oaf and he could take a lot of damage. And then another episode, he needs a heart transplant, or he's yeah. you know, there's a flashback episode where he's in the hospital. Yeah. And you know, it yeah that that it's real like- feeling of like cartoon but grounded in reality. Yeah. yeah. Which is the show lost after a while. Yeah. Like, yeah. But um. Uh, but like yeah, I saw one of the writers were talking about like like he said Sam Simon's sensibility when it came to developing the sensibility of the Simpsons boiled down to in an early script I guess there was a, something where like uh, Bart was like super sad and, like trying to do something and kept on failing and like uh, Homer like grabs him and says oh Bart there's no reason try- like 
it's supposed to be a thing where like he's trying to like like build up Bart's spirits, but like Bart, like Homer just says something like, "Oh, it's not even worth trying, son," and pats him on the back. But what he's saying is horrible. It's it's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's defeating. <laughs> but the way it's supposed to be positioned, it's supposed to be a moment where, like he's gonna give him like trying to pump it up. Yeah. But like what he's saying is just like reinforcing Bart's like <laughs> exactly. shitty. Like oh my god, why am I even trying? It's, it's the it's be- like that that was his point. Like yeah. yeah, it's the beautiful thing when The Simpsons really hits where you have like the world sucks. You know, teachers hate you. Politicians don't fucking care. Cops are completely useless. Uh, you know, pop culture is terrible. You know, everything stinks. But hey, be a good person. You know, yeah. that's the thing, like, <laughs> yeah. even me that anecdote sounds like it's just pure cynicism. But there is something like there's cynicism, but there's also like you got to be a good person. Which is why so many shows that tried to imitate The Simpsons were yeah. just well, that's cynical. Like Family yeah. Guy doesn't work. Ugh. Or at least I mean, it works. It's hugely popular. But that's why yeah. like when people wonder why their it's shows. Just yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's all it is. Yeah. Like, oh, what mean spirited um, joke are you gonna make this week? So, but yeah. yeah. So Sam Simon had been sick for a while. He died, yeah. and I guess supposedly he'd spent the last. Couple, he, he was more earning ten million dollars a year every year the show's been on Seriously? since he left the show. Wow. So he was like, he was fucking rich. Okay. He was giving all of his money to charity. By the way. That's awesome. Because he had been diagnosed with like some kind of cancer two years ago, mm. and so like he was just like, here's a million here, here's ten million here. And yeah. He was just going fucking well, he was crazy. Also, what, what other shows were was he behind? He, he had behind. worked on other stuff. I forget. There's a whole list of stuff. Yeah, it wasn't just this, but and they were all good. Uh, wait, is it the um? Was it Larry Sanders show? Yeah, they he wrote for that, that stuff. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Did he, uh, Cheers. I think so. Yeah. He, he was a. Oh yeah. Just... The one thing I saw people he wrote episodes and he came up with a lot of bits for the show. The one thing I kept on seeing pop up more often than not is that he came up with the land of chocolate gag from the episode where the Germans oh buy the factory God. and then like they're like, oh, Mister <laughs> Mister Simpson, we're very good with chocolate. We come from the land Such of chocolate. As. Such as. Yeah. <laughs> and so then yeah, the, it's not even. There's no jokes. It's just the whole yeah. land of chocolate. That was 15 chocolate. minutes ago. Yeah. He's eating chocolate dogs. And there's not even dialogue. Oh, it's my, just... my, fav- my favorite it's... part in, 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 I don't think it even gets the big laugh where he's just like running through the land of chocolate and he's like eating everything chocolate. He eats the dog and he and he goes up to the chocolate store and he sees this like, wow, half price. And he's just like, like everything's chocolate, Homer. He's like, chocolate. He's like, this is, yeah. <laughs> so again, that's kind of like the same side of the sensibility of like, just kind of, just slightly skewed, but kind of funny, Yeah. So. Oh, God. But he died too. Can we, oh. can we have like a non-death for number three? Say, well, here's Bill's, uh, not as dead as Jenny Tartakovsky's CGI Popeye movie. Yeah, so they can't. That award came out this week. Then, yeah. yeah, which is a shame. However, having said that, when I, we they, they released like what was that a year ago? They, they it was only last before. September. Yeah, yeah, so right before we started uh, broadcasting. Wait, so you show me this clip of CG. Sorry to interrupt. You show me the clip of CG stuff, and it's been canceled. Yeah, yeah. Since what? Then. That yeah. was the point because we were like, yeah. I was looking through my YouTube favorites, and 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 uh, Leland saw this and. The reason why it was in my favorites right. is because I wanted to go research this for uh, the, the the show today was back in September, I think it was yeah. September, Gendy Tartakovsky came out with this thing saying, hey, we're working on the CGI Popeye movie. I want to show everyone kind of like what we're kind of shooting for. It's not an actual clip from the movie, mm-hmm. but this is kind of like from what we're tar- targeting visually. Right. And so it was very cute, like a little like, minute long thing of yeah. like, you know, Popeye fighting a bunch of like bandits on a boat and the yeah. olive oil freaking and out. And olive oil just being this rubber band <laughs> yeah. around. She just takes so many and... like shapes to run away from this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for, so good. for a CGI Popeye cartoon, that's probably pretty, looked like was pretty much going to be the best. Yeah, from seeing Gendy Tartakovsky, they had yeah, Samurai who, Jack and all this other shit. That's perfect director yeah, for that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah as, as much as I'm kind of, 
I like Hotel uh, Transylvania. Hotel Transylvania was beautiful. It, it's it's beautiful. Animation just pops and yeah, that stop. It's it seems gorgeous. like this news came out just because he was working. Well, I guess that uh, uh, the the sequel to that is coming out right now. Mm-hmm. And while thumping for Hotel Transylvania too, I think someone's like, "So how's that Popeye movie coming out? Must like, be really hard to be making Popeye making this at the same time." And he's like. Yeah, about that Popeye movie. Oh, poor guy. Poor guy. Well, here's the thing. It's like, how the fuck were they going to make up? Like, who? It's not like Popeye is a brand. I can't believe I actually kind of got that. Well, my thing was like, we may have even talked about this because I think we talked about this short on the podcast like months ago when it was first announced. And I think you may have on that podcast, I was talking about the person you get. If you need a big voice to say, we got hired this big star to voice Popeye, you get Robin Williams. He's done it before. Why not get it again now he did? Well, now you just have so to write... This is terrible. You just have to write the movie all around the Robert <laughs> Popeye's... All his yeah. di- dialogue. Yeah. What's he does exactly. a lot of fun You could just... You know what you could do? You could just lip all... You could just, just double over and just have just... Oh, exactly. And just no, have all those moments and that could be like, all the Popeye dialogue. It's not like yeah. Popeye gives long speeches. <laughs> <laughs> well, and ideally, I mean, there's there's a thousand voice, uh, cartoon voice actors who could do it, but like yeah. with CGI kids, you always need like a big star. When, when, in that, yeah, in that exactly. CG show, yeah. it really did sound. And, like... But you, I'm sure for the movie that you'd have to need like you know Guillermo del Toro. Why not slap on Billy West because he can do a Popeye? Why not yeah. slap his well, name on the post? I guess he's just he's not he's not a celebrity name. Who's who voiced Kabir on Cora? Get her. Zelda Williams. It's, it's just put 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 Popeye in a dress that and that's just gender swap. That blew my mind when you told me that it was Kavira. Yeah, which. Really sucks because the, right when Kavir was becoming a thing on the show was right, right when Ron Williams died and they oh. assholes chased her off of Twitter and stuff. Man, the internet sucks. Hey, no, it doesn't. In other news, in other news, Lucasfilm confirmed that the title of the first Star Wars spinoff movie will be Rogue One, starring Felicity Jones. And confirmed that Ryan Johnson will be writing and directing episode 5, 6, I 7. Want, I don't want to lose my spaceships. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't want to lose no, my that, spaceships. Technically episode 8. I didn't think about that too. 5, yeah. 6, 7, 8. Thank you. Yeah. Which will hit May 26, 2015, <laughs> one day after the 40th anniversary of the release of the original Star Wars. Wow. So, yeah, that's official. Yeah. So, so it's a, I take it, it's Rogue, Rogue One, so it's a it's an X-Wing have, movie? It's the weirdest thing. They just came out and said, we got this movie called Rogue One. It's coming out on whatever day. Mm-hmm. We're not going to tell you anything it's about, except yeah. that it's starring this lady, Felicity Jones, which there's been a lot of talk about how, who, so this is the movie being directed by the dude who Gareth made the Edwards. Godzilla movie, mm-hmm. and um, written, it was being written by Gary Witta, the game journalist guy mm-hmm. who also wrote the Book of Eli, which he's written some terrible stuff, but um, it's an interesting thing when they were talking about, they've been looking for a, a lead actress to be in this movie, mm-hmm. and every time they ever talked about it was like, she's going to be the female lead in this first Star Wars spinoff movie. It sounds like she is not just the female lead. She is the lead, but everyone just keeps on referring to her as the female lead, which makes yeah. it sound like she's only going to be... female. So, this sounds like maybe it might be... Because in the Star Wars universe, like Rogue stuff, that's that's the name Rogue. The Rogue Squadron is named the X-Wing. I just yeah. swear it's like... Screw, I, I, but... I swear it's like all Ferengis making the, 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 the title and, really... and the announcement. It's like, it's like, yes, and we have... The female Ghostbusters. <laughs> oh, yeah, you clone your females? <laughs> I'm, thinking, I'm, I'm thinking season one, next generation Ferengi, where they're all and they're yeah, all they got laser around. whips and shit like that. Like and they're supposed to be the big bad. And, yeah, uh, it's so... just the naming of the all female or all guy. Oh, well, it stop, sounds just like stop. maybe it's a Star Wars movie starring a lady who flies a spaceship. That's awesome. pretty good. What's the thing on Twitter? Then I was like, oh my god, that means that they're gonna have to sell X-wing toys to little girls, and how are they gonna keep? from just it's the pink x 
swing. Like I, there's so much room for toy marketing people to fuck that well, up. Well, they do a transformer know. thing where it's an X-wing oh, no. that turns into a hairdryer. Jesus Christ! You flip the X-wing under, and it's just a mirror Man. that like there's a makeup kit underneath. I wish. I Don't could... ask me. I'm just a girl. <laughs> exactly. Man, I wish that I could have had a Star Wars movie with a girl protagonist when I was a little girl. Maybe hopefully. Gosh, there's well, all save my ass. We'll say this now on a Monday. They'll come out and say, "Oh, here's our male lead, yeah. who is actually the lead of this role." Actually, one, Jason like... Statham. This is the Jason Statham movie, and then I would have teenage me would have liked. Well, this but I wanted to get power converters. But this is yeah. They were they were looking at the lady from Orphan Black for this role. Oh, okay. It's interesting that uh, Ryan Johnson is writing episode. Well, and the rumors are that he is also going to be taking the first crack at the episode nine, the last Star Wars movie, the last Skywalker. That's interesting. And that's I. They're they're. I predict that if Tomorrowland is a huge hit this summer. They'll probably say, "Hey, Brad Bird, would you like to come and do this last?" Time? And it'll be oh, Ryan Johnson writing, Brad Bird directing. You're making this. Brad Bird came out and said they were the first person he talked to in order to do the one that's coming out this year. So, please direct it. That would be like the best of all. Well, here's the thing. What if it happens? It sucks. And they're like, "Well, we got the brightest minds of our generation." Too bad. They just pooped it out. You know what? Everybody poops. It's Star Wars episode eight. Everybody poops. <laughs> no, it'd be nine. So it'd be everybody poops. It's because Ryan Johnson's on Twitter. He's still super self-effacing. Yeah. He's like, "Yeah, but I can't wait to fuck this up." Yeah. And it's like, so I don't yeah, know. Ryan Johnson okay, writing and directing kind, a Star Wars. I'm kind of torn. On the one hand, I real he he likes doing like little intimate por- portraits that are beautiful, but are really focused on the people in the scenario, which theoretically is perfect for a Star Wars. On the other hand, I want him to be making his own fucking movies. Well, hopefully this just means everyone's, like, his next movie that he comes out this is his own personal thing. Yeah. A billion people go check out, and they're yeah. like, oh, it's not Star Wars. What the fuck? <laughs> well, I'm hoping that he gets a blank check after this and he can make whatever fucking movie he wants. Yeah, okay. he can make Brick 2. The Brick and The Brick and Good job, Leland. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being used for a... <laughs> So so he's, he's pushed off slowly him. awake. Okay, all right. Oh. Uh, Ermagerd notes Bill on furs and tur. I do not yeah. speak Billy's. Well, can, <laughs> means, can I see? Oh my God, Frozen Two. Oh, so that means Frozen Two. It was, like, it was pretty cute. It was announced by Kristen Bell posting a picture to Twitter of her taking a nap on a a bag of ice. <laughs> And it says on the bag of ice, it says a note that says chopped up Olaf. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I have a confession. Too. Yeah. I've never seen Frozen. It's not as bad as you might be concerned Which is it is. funny because everyone, like, you think the first thing people would say, like, it's not as good as you've heard because everyone loves it so much. It's funny <laughs> it's we're coming from the perspective. Not as bad it's as not as bad as Portland well, people be, say well, it is. Well, because yeah. now it's yeah. gotten to this point now where people have come up to me and, and they're like, oh, Frozen, oh, God, bleh. And I'm yeah. like, and I'm like, Well, there are yeah, people I'm, like that even gonna... before it became a big thing. Oh, so yeah. yeah. I, I saw people like, oh, these music, the, the songs are terrible. No one's going to listen to yeah. this. And I'm like, it's not like Disney movie. It's been on my list. I think it's... It's pretty charming. It's worth watching. Okay. Yeah, I think it's a. There are some. There are ni- and some nice things about it. Is that at the end of the day, it's not about romance. It's about sisters. Okay. So it's about like siblings. Well, does that's one of the things. It feels an. It fills a niche in the Disney yeah. canon. Yeah. That's a big part of the reason why it's popular. So I mean, even if it doesn't necessarily do it that well in terms yeah. of quality, and, that, and, and that's like what that. I've heard is that is like, well, they try and fit this like it's about sisters and. 
and, and guys, and ladies number one. And I actually think Frozen's pretty great. You I like think Frozen's pretty. The songs are great. The yeah. characters are great. See, that's I okay. like it. And, okay. and Larry are super fucking <laughs> hot. And Bill, do you actually, hot. Bill, do you actually really like Frozen? Or are you I, making I, a joke? I think Frozen thumbs up. I, yeah, I, I, I want to see it. Fucking hilarious! I hate Josh Gad, the guy voices, the guy who voices Olaf. I, think fucking <laughs> I, I watch Frozen. I have I a good time watching believe, Frozen. I can't believe Olaf is in that fucking movie. The the least appealing character design <laughs> is in all of movies. He looks like he, a crazy is he person. Is he the snowman? Yeah. Yeah. When I, well, because when I first when I first saw something about Frozen, <laughs> yeah. the the first time yeah. was the little short mm-hmm. with the moose and mm-hmm. the little snowman. And that, so was, that, seen that. and that was that playing Moose in the theater. is one of my favorite animated characters in a long time. Moose doesn't talk though, which is kind of cute. Playing yeah. in the theater, the like a bunch. I saw it like two times, and I'm like, "What the hell is this?" <laughs> it's like, "Oh, it's Frozen." I don't really want to see a movie about a snowman and a, and a moose. Like, because that, that's, that's all that movie was telling me. Yeah. It didn't show any human characters. It was yeah. like, here's a goof adventure with a snowman and a moose. And I was like, I could pass well, it's like, like if they had a trailer for Aladdin if it was just the goddamn monkey and, and, exactly. and the fucking... Uh, and Yago, and Yago. Yeah, and you're like, what the fuck? Am I going to listen to this guy yell at a monkey for two hours? Frank yeah. Welker and... and and oh, what's we his face? Gilbert Gottfried just screaming at each other. I get to see. I like Frozen because I don't hang out with children. I don't really go out in the world that sure, much, yeah. so I've not been soaked in the yeah. blood of Frozen for the last year and a half. Right. So at least it's still to me. I'm like, hey, Frozen is cute. As yeah, I've cute. not been blunt damaged by it. Like, see, I've been blunt happen. damaged by it because yeah. I've heard, I've, I've seen viral videos where I'm like, I have no context sure, for this. Yeah. I, I've heard people slagging it. I've people heard people praising it. I heard huh. all the, you know. Bullshit that happened at the Academy Awards, where yeah. it's shouldn't have gotten awards and shit. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so sure. now I'm like, I just need to freaking see it without <laughs> yeah, so all and shut up, everybody. <laughs> yeah. I just need to <laughs> see watch it. Oh, I'll watch it. Yeah, sure, yeah. It's, it's definitely on the list. It's up there. It's no yeah. brother bear. Yeah. Oh, so what is Frozen 2 going to be about? Just the There's nothing. It's, it's just like... been announced. Oh, okay. It's like, there will be a Frozen 2, which I could have guessed just which from the box office. I don't know what it would be about because it's like... boobs. <laughs> she's got hips. Which is, she's singing, which Poland. is coming out, and she's got hips, and it's like, Bill gets a boner and doesn't know what to do. Okay. Is it going to be 3D, so we're just going to see big Disney CG boobs? I mean, they are the best animators, so we're just going to see these True. spectacular CG boobs. They've been talking to the Dead or Alive uh, party game guys. Uh, the, the, the rise boobs. Yeah. From... Yeah, oh that's my it. God. Hey, guys, did you know that the Russo brothers will direct Channing Tatum in a dude-centric spinoff of the Lady Ghostbusters reboot? Female. No, they came out and they said... A female! <laughs> It came out. They said that the female Ghostbusters reboot will be immediately chased by an all male Ghostbusters. No, no. Which... What's what's the what's the actual line? It's guy themed. Yeah. Guy, guy yeah, yeah, yeah. Which just fucking kill Fuck me. me with a spoon sideways. Excuse me. Wins Men's History Month. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then and then this forced uh, Sony to come out and be like, you know, actually, don't worry, we're not trying to like usurp the the lady centric yeah, Ghostbusters. Not. We're trying to start our own Ghostbuster cinematic universe. So God. supposedly, Ghost it sounds Co- like there's going to be a third movie. Yep. That's, that's going to unite the two teams. Is it kids? Is it Ghostbuster Kids and then Cat Ghostbusters? My joke is like, if they're going to make a lady ghost, if they have to make Ghostbusters for men and for women, there should be like Asian Ghostbusters. Like, yeah. just like, it's like, here's for the Asian people. Here's Mexican Ghostbusters. It's just like. Dios mio! <laughs> it's poorly it's done. I'm going to stop that fan It was badly timed, and it, yeah. it, just, it just feels like, why not? 
Why can't let the public be grateful that there's a new Ghostbusters with a new spin coming out? Yeah. Just, why do you have to just announce this like, and we're gonna have Ghostbusters condoms and Ghostbusters <laughs> yeah. the toys and all this? Yeah, it's dark. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it was just this this gross branding of just yeah. like, like oh look at all this crazy Ghostbusters stuff. Yeah, and I don't think they the understood how gross too. this was just gonna yeah. sound, regardless of who's what the other movie is gonna be yeah. about. But just to be like his and hers Ghostbusters movies yeah. is just so. Brand. That's oh, cynical gross. and just kind of oh, oh, just gross. gross. It would have been somehow less gross had they ti- they posed it more like their take at the Marvel universe or sort of thing. Like had they that. been like that explicit as opposed to saying yeah yeah, but we're making one for guys too. Don't worry about it. Like that's how that's kind of what that's, that's what, what it the feels like. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly what it feels. It feels mm. like the oh we 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 read all these negative comments about like oh don't have ladies in there. I I want only guys in my Ghostbusters movie. Don't don't, don't worry. We are coming out with another Ghostbusters movie mm. for the dudes. Mm. Mm-hmm. I also understand when they say, like, why do there have to be women? Why do there have to be... I only want dudes. How gay that sounds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really I just want to see beautiful, glistening pectorals. I want to see Channing Tatum's just ripped, rippling uh, <laughs> And Channing Tatum a little... I'm, you know what? Here's the thing. I used to be anti-Channing Tatum. I'm on board with Channing Tatum right, now. I, you know what it was? Job. It was the one-two punch of... Uh, uh, no, it was really fucking Jupiter Ascending. Jupiter Ascending. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like such a dumb, fun time. This oh is God. the part where it gets dangerously close to George Lucas from my childhood, where I'm, I'm a little bit like, uh, th- you know what? Actually, Channing Tatum would actually be great because if they really are taking a brand new, just it's a brand new look at Ghostbusters. They're sure. not trying to replicate. Sure. It's not, it's not Bill Murray's character now being played by Channing Tatum. It's modern day. Yeah. Yeah. Hilarious. Channing Tatum is a thumb. Yeah. What's he gonna say? It's funny. But here's the thing: Channing Tatum is most interesting when he's being a goofball. Yeah. Yeah. Because the whole thing is that Twenty One Jump he's... Street. He's pretty funny. Yeah. And he's a straight guy in it too. Yeah. But he, he can have his goofball moments. But yeah. I realize my my I am more upset about this than any kind of Star Wars news that's ever happened. Yep. Because it really is like I'm I'm like a damaged nerd, and then Channing Tatum showing up kind of feels too much like the jock is getting in. And I'm like, <laughs> he's so pretty. He looks like a thumb. He can't be a Ghostbusters. He's Ghostbusters. He's supposed to be nerd. He's a, he's a, he looks like he, you look at him. You look at that guy, and you can hear the winds through his ears. Well, then again, I was thinking, well, if they, they have a if they need a guy, Ghostbusters who's stupid, but I don't. It's just. I, you know the thing that kills me? Because I know if they got him, it's probably going to be one of his buddies is going to be... Uh, who's the fat guy? <laughs> oh, Jonah Hill. Jonah it's going to be him and Jonah Hill. Yep. Adam yeah, Sandler's probably going to show up. I don't know. It's gonna Wait, be... has Adam Sandler been in a movie with Channing Tatum before? No. Are you just saying just, names? Just... Have you seen Little Nicky? Little Nicky's actually pretty fucking funny. <laughs> Little Nicky's stupid. That's my Frozen. It's... <laughs> no, um... Little Nicky is just... It's a... it, that is a guilty pleasure. That is a bit of a guilty... Because I, 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 I watched it and I was like, this movie's so dumb. Popeye's chicken it. is so... I'm, I'm enjoying this really I had a movie. housemate who got really into Little Nicky. He was into heavy metal and stuff like that. And that's all he had on the TV for about six months. Oh, we walked walk in the living room. Rough. It was Little Nicky in a room. It was one of those things where I, like, I got browbeat into thinking, okay, we're gonna watch Little Nicky for the 850th time. If like, he's into yeah. heavy metal, he should just put on heavy metal. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah. <laughs> no. I love hey guys, metal. did you know that Tim Burton is, is going to direct the live action Dumbo movie? Which again sounds like an Onion article of like. No, you know what it sounds like? It sounds like a fucking Cards Against Humanity movie yeah. pitch. Or, or just like, like, a, like a, a name generator. Seriously? Like Tim Burton. I'm an insert what joke movie? about oh. Helena Bonham Carter playing the elephant. Yep. She's got a 
they've put upon a big costume. Mm-hmm. Well, you thought that uh, Johnny Depp being the, the Tonto in Lone Ranger was offensive <laughs> when he's got these crows. black racist crows. Oh, yeah, yeah no. exactly. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, I just... You know, I, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest. Out of all the classic Disney movies to remake, Dumbo doesn't have a plot. So, it just it's just it's just a, an elephant in a circus, so and then bad the things happen. So doesn't isn't it Dumbo? And then he flies. Dumbo doesn't he get separated from his mom in the circus, right? Yeah. What, what, happens is that, what happens is that uh, Dumbo is is there with his mother in this bit, uh, like pen. And they put up a sign, look at the baby elephant with the big ears, and then all the kids start uh, teasing him and throwing stuff at him. Yeah. And then the mom gets angry and starts, like, beating up one of the kids, and then they put Dumbo's mom away in, like, a little... Okay, l- that's what I remember. Edison. No, no. no. shut <laughs> Too dark, fully. That's too that, dark. Is Dumbo's mom in that footage? Gene <laughs> Belcher shows up dressed like Edison to take her away. <laughs> uh, too dark. No, but I remember, Annie, remember when we first started this podcast, each episode was themed. And yeah. like the first couple episodes, we were like, let's talk about Snow White. We're going to go through all Disney canon. We're going to watch. You got the Dumbo, and that killed <laughs> us everything. Because <laughs> we were like, we can't. Life is too short to watch Dumbo for the it's, podcast. It's, it's not. It's not a bad movie, but it's no. just. It's. It. It doesn't go anywhere. Yeah, and and then out of the out of the blue, you've got elephants on parade, which I loved on the Disney yeah. sing along VHS. Oh, that's gonna be half the goddamn live yeah. action. For, you know, I can guarantee that's half the reason why he signed on to this. Other than that, he kept tree tr- uh, uh, elephant trunks painted red and white circles with yep. the rings, like you know, yep. Tim Burton God. style. That you know, that's gonna be the poster. Is me an elephant with like you know striped red and white stripes? Or do you think do you think they're gonna do a giant CG elephant for Dumbo? I, don't I mean, because they're gonna have big ears. Do you, think they're, yeah. do you think they're gonna have like actual elephants in the stuff? Maybe or? he wants to be one of the last live action movies where they actually torture animals <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> and, and Burton's just known for the, yeah, he's known they just don't ruined his they career. Bullshit to this elephant's ears <laughs> to make it big. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> we ran out. <laughs> it's all <laughs> people. <laughs> just do it. Just do it. Uncharted was delayed forever, Bill Noakes. Oh, God. Consoles really are dying, aren't they, Bill Noakes? Uh, uh, yeah, Uncharted 4 was... Forever. Yeah, the, the, the I, joke is me. F-O-U-R ever. So, the... Yeah, Uncharted 4 was delayed until March, to which I say, thank Christ... Cause you know nothing makes my my uh, spontaneously grow balls and then them shiver like the idea of them slamming out an Uncharted game. I, I was worried about their timeline, especially with all the over return they've been having at Naughty mm-hmm. Dog. They gotta take their time with that. Take shit. Take your time with your games. Yeah, like Uncharted Uncharted games have never benefited from a short timeline. I'm just saying, Uncharted Three had Uncharted Three had another year. It probably would have been a much better game, yeah. but they fucking had to rush that shit out. So they yeah. we got what we got. But there's no games to play. There's That's no. the thing. As Bill knows, consoles <laughs> are dead. Nothing. Foley there's... asked me like to look at the schedule. The launch. Foley was now full on asleep. There is a Yoshi game where Yoshi's made out of yarn. <laughs> that is the, as far as I know, that's the only thing coming out Little this year. Big planet. What about Little Big? There's planet? four of those that's that came out. No one cares. <laughs> What's well, a new he, big title for Xbox One? Who, what is a big title that's coming out? It's a, no, the last no, thing no. I could think about was Sunset Overdrive, and that was last year, this wasn't it? Yeah. Big Adventure. 
What's that line? Bill's big adventure. <laughs> Fast and Furious DLC for uh, Forza Horizon 2 on Xbox. Oh, there's that. Play the fuck out of. That comes out that's, like in two but, weeks. But that's DLC. Do I need you guys? Yeah. Do I need to get Fast and Furious 6 on Blu-ray and have you guys come over? I and think so, so. Yeah. I think because I want I watched up to. I gotta say I've probably watched one, two, and maybe three. Mm-hmm. I haven't wa- I haven't watched so any of the others. Bullshit three gets. You need to watch three to understand what happens in this new one too. Of course. Yeah. yeah. The, the, <laughs> the canon. Uh, He's I, dying. He's dead. <laughs> I want. Uh, well, I hear that they turn into big, crazy, stupid action flicks. Yeah, really. Yeah. But like stupid in a good, fun way. That's like, good. Subconsciously, right, like yeah, they're, okay. they're, they're not trying to blow you away with like. Oh my god. But, what happened? So yeah, Uncharted, do we have anything else to say other than there's no video games forever to play? Yeah, but yeah, fucking I don't know what I'm gonna play for the like, I'm just gonna keep playing Dragon Age Inquisition until, <laughs> until <laughs> for, literally, I'm, I'm hopefully at E three they really blow the doors off with like I really am hoping that they that E three they announce Fallout Four because if they do, Bethesda likes to announce games and then come out with them six months later. Yeah. So if if Fallout Four is well, announced, that's what everyone's assuming why it's taking every, so long for them to announce it because whenever they yeah. announce it, it'll be like maybe not that Christmas, but at least at the latest the Christmas afterwards. See, I, they're they're really like, like look at Dishonored time. was out like I want to not that long after they announced it oh no skyrim was a year because skyrim, skyrm was announced was at the vgas year, it was within a year because it was at yeah. the vgas but then it was like 11 months later yeah. it came out of like you know that november like the following november but <laughs> all right foley's clock is ticking now we gotta wrap we're almost up. we're getting there <laughs> apple watch the one the gold one only cost ten thousand dollars also gold macbooks what the fuck they announced Aww. gold macbooks yeah the new model of the macbook are you fucking with it's thinner and smaller than the yeah. MacBook Air. Yeah. It's gold uh-huh. and does is less powerful and has less connectors than a MacBook Air. <gasps> oh my Air. god, it is gold. Mm-hmm. Are you yeah. fucking kidding me? And it's got grills. <laughs> exactly. Got, I'm like, does is it, it bedazzled? Does it have, does it have spinning rims on? <laughs> <laughs> it's got gold teeth. My uh, turns Christ. out, actually, uh, Fast and Furious team is actually designing all of Apple products this <laughs> well, year as a open, special tie-in. When you open it up, it's ludicrous. <laughs> <laughs> My oh Christ. my god so yeah there's an apple watch in the shape of the rock's arm flexing <laughs> um if you yeah, drive so it down the road god. it won't make it and it'll get hit by the train exactly. it'll spiral over in an awesome stunt exactly, exactly that's what i hear was the gripe of like later fa- going back to fast and furious was the gripe of the later ones is that they use a lot of cg cars and it's like eh. there is a little it's good cg it's a little spotty but sometimes they do have like actual, actual like live action Love stunts it. and stuff though which is nice but yeah I'll, yeah um apple apple watch does anyone care about apple watch or anything i know annie you've been talking about how you're trying mm-hmm. to get out of the whole apple I am officially. I, I I just transferred all of my iTunes purchases to uh, Google Music. I'm officially out of the iTunes loop. Yeah. But yeah, out, they have a ten thousand dollar Apple Watch. I can get your songs because uh, there's a fucking uh, app that automatically downloads anything that is attached that we download through iTunes. Down uploads it to my Google Music. Oh, that's cool. So, okay. Yeah. So the. I'm not really informed. What's the big push with the Apple Watch? What's the what's the what's the um, cool thing about the Apple Watch? It does a lot of the stuff that your watch does, except right. it only needs a watch. Uh, it does everything that your phone's supposed to do, except it also needs your phone to run. So, you, oh, like the Apple Watch yeah. isn't even self-contained. Uh, the big thing is that like it's on your wrist. Right, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sold there because the, they like, are pushing like, like one of the things. Oh, you'll take your phone out less because you're looking at your wrist. But well, the, I, I, well, I, what I want, I want. Only lasts like a ten hour battery. Yeah, it's not the charge is pretty. There steady. was probably a year ago, a commercial for the Samsung watch mm-hmm, that they had, mm-hmm. 
And what it did is that they did that great montage of like, here's the community Dick Tracy communicator. Yeah. Here's the communicator from Star Trek the Motion Picture. Yeah. Oh, is that what that ad here's, was for? Because I saw the ad. I didn't remember what yeah, it was for. And, and it was an ad for the mm-hmm. Samsung. And then mm-hmm. like, here's the communicator from the Jetsons. Here's the communicator from Inspector Gadget. Yeah. And I'm like, <gasps> I'm getting excited. <laughs> and then it cuts to like, there's a, there's this Samsung watch. And I'm like, cool. You're gonna release those models that you were showing off, right? Where I can have a Samsung watch in those. No, not and you're not. Nope, not interested. No, no. Yeah. if I can't have a penny watch, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not down. Yeah, I mean, I gotta. Be a really good inspector, guy. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, if you ever want to hear me, we could do uh, in the future or something like that. The most disappointed movie ever has to be the Inspector Gadget movie. Live action yeah. filmed in Pittsburgh. Absol- I was there when they filmed it. Really? Absolutely. Yeah. Not only. One of the wor- worst movies I've seen for, like, a franchise, it's just a bad movie. Didn't they make a sequel that wasn't even starring Matthew Broderick? It had French Stewart. Oh, that's right. I forgot Direct that. a video. As the th- the Does thi- Matthew Broderick even try to do the voice? No. Okay. Uh, let me tell you that the movie has the audacity to be like, we need to do the origin of Inspector Gadget. No! no! They show him die and get rebuilt? They show him die. They show, I'll, I'll tell you how, how he dies. So he's a security guard, right? He's chasing... Sorry, am I Christ. cutting you no, off? Oh, no, no, no. Okay. Uh, he's a security guard. He has some name. They give him a name, which is also bullshit. Um, he's a security guard chasing down Dr. Claw. And, and oh, you know course. he's Dr. Claw because the guy's in shadow. Yeah. Because why not? He's in shadow. Chases him down. Um, gets... Uh, you know, his car pinned, and then the Dr. Claw bad guy blows him up with a rocket launcher. Sure. And then cut to goofy surgery, Pez dispenser in your in your in your finger and 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 and, 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 and he like I agree. He, you can take the tip of your penis, pull it back when Pez comes out. He lady put it in yours doesn't. Yeah. Well I've been but, trying but, to. But you know what it could be? It's like, oh I need to pee, and then you lift your pee, you lift your you lift your pee, penis pez back. What and then it? and then you have a pet pellet and you put it in the toilet and flush it. <laughs> turns the color like light yellow dark yellow I need to drink more water <laughs> so so yeah he has an origin story and there's this goofy uh, thing where it's just but like like all the gadgets he has in his fingers I'm like he has a bubble wand and a little kazoo and 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 something else those aren't even practical gadgets what he's testing his gadgets it's not inspector one... stuff yeah. it's inspector stuff because at one point he, and he's like uh, it's later training it's like okay uh, bring out some handcuffs. And he's like, okay. And then he brings out this can- cannon arm. And I'm like, that's cool. And toothpaste shoots out of it. And I'm like, what the fuck, movie? What the fuck? You just, decided, you just decided to I just fuck. Family I don't even, watching this. Get angry with every passing scene. Like, I've gone back and watched the Inspector Gadget show. And it's dumb. But it comes from a love of, there's a love of, James Bond. Sure, yeah. There's a love of of supercars with super yeah. weapons on it. Yeah. Henchmen. Yeah. Uh, you know, sc- uh, scary castles. Right. Uh, yeah. Now, Penny, we're in London. Checking right. out this other thing. And and bad guy of the week. Yeah. Where yeah, Doctor yeah. Claus like pushes his computer thing. It's like, right. hey, I want you to defeat this person. <laughs> yeah, sure thing, Doctor Claus. <laughs> and 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 that's and that's the, that's the shit you do. And Penny and Brain solve mysteries. Uh, sure. And Gadget fucks off. Yeah. And I'm like, you really can't translate to that to a movie. Period. Yeah. If you could, you'd make Gadget a little bit more competent. You know, lighthearted and fun. Mm-hmm. And then you'd have Penny do stuff. 
Penny's not even freaking. She's barely in the movie. Oh. Brain doesn't talk. You see Doctor. Is Brain CGI or anything like no, that? No, he's just a dog. He's just a dog. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Something. I think it won't. When there's not a talking dog. No talking dog. <laughs> well, Brain didn't even talk. Brain was just like, blah, 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 and, and people yeah. understood him. Yeah, exactly. He, he was an Astro or a or yeah, Chewbacca. Yeah, R2D2. Yeah, he's an R2D2. Like yeah. Yeah. Oh, Chewbacca's the yeah, 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 yeah. You could understand him. Um, and this the show had this fun, lighthearted, like great, you know, feel to it. The, the movie just is, is bad. It's so yeah. In the 80s toy book, there was actually, oh, there was an, uh, Inspector Gadget uh, action figure. Which I, I do badass. love how the cartoon show would constantly pander to, to like, the audience and break the fourth wall. Like, these old ladies come, come up to Inspector Gadget in the animated show, and they're like, oh, I've seen every episode of your show. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, what? I don't remember and that. And then there's a moment where, like, uh, you know, because Gadget's an idiot, he sits on uh, like the abominable snowman's lap, and he thinks he's Santa Claus, and he's like, he's like, I want this and an Inspector Gadget doll, and you're just like, you're asking for your own doll. <laughs> Inspector Gadget. I would make that much money. Can't buy I'm just stuff. saying. But that car, uh. the, the car, probably the most disappointing thing in that movie, because the car in Gadget is badass it turns into other cars it's got all these gadgets yeah. within itself yeah. a rocket ejector seats it's you know it's got like a giant claw thing in front that can grab things not in the movie in the movie oh. it's like a catalog piece of shit car no. voiced by dl Hughley. congratulations wow. here's your movie wow we need to watch this movie or try to watch this movie yeah. and grasp how much golden material <laughs> how much is. how much how much fun that they could have pulled yeah like all that cheat that fun cheese yeah. and how they were like nope <laughs> just <laughs> threw out, it out the, the window, window with you yep. yeah uh, especially scary. dr claw when you see dr claw you will be extremely disappointed you know why because you see dr claw and no. he's a dude in a suit and no. he actually has a claw hand he's not just this dude this mysterious figure who's like isn't he um what's his butt from what's it called Frank Walker no no that's the voice of Virginia yeah. Claw he's yeah. he's no isn't he played by what's his butt oh god I can see his face who's in Bridget who's the gay friend is it who's, oh but, uh, Bridget Jones? No, he wasn't in. No, he's no. in the movie uh, Bridget Jones's Diary. But I'm thinking he's also. I'm. Mm, Darius Rucker. Darius Rucker. No, I, not I Darius Rucker. I've. Booty! I have <laughs> bleached that movie out of my brain. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. So, so, thank, thank you for letting me go on a tear <laughs> no, about the Inspector Gadget. You've obviously been sitting on it for a while. Not, I've, I've, uh, I've, I've no, almost he's wanted the to gay watch friend the in sequel. my best friend's wedding. I kind of want to watch the sequel just to see if it's like, did you even, is there an attempt to make it better? I can't imagine it's got to be worse. Oh, it's probably worse. I watched the first 15 seconds of the se- of the part two, <laughs> the, the legacy of Inspector Gadget movies. Yes. I watched the French Stewart one for like 30 seconds or something. I was like, no, <laughs> I'm not, I can't. I'm sorry. Wow. Leland, you put, you put a lot of yourself in there. He was Rupert Everett. Okay. I was going to say, wasn't it Rupert Everett and Inspector Gadget? And it was. Terrible. He played Claw. Fucking terrible. Such a weird And it's weird not just choice. a bad, bad movie to like the franchise. It's just a bad, just a terrible bad. editing. Uh, you, you can't even follow the story at one point. I was in the theater being a kid. I'm like, Gadget stories seem to have like a pretty easy to follow thing. There's a bad guy, gadgets, clues, yeah. and Penny and Brain figure shit out. Yeah. And this, I'm like, I don't know what's going on. I don't, and I really want to know. And even there's the cliche uh. of like, what what can defeat Inspector Gadget? Another Inspector Gadget. Oh, no. And there's this other Matthew Broderick with these false 
teeth, like these buck teeth, like things, oh, like Jesus these robot Christ. teeth, and he's like really weird. He's this like, other thing, but he's got like missiles and bombs and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, make Gadget a little bit more like I that. Make him more badass. You, did you ever see RoboCop two? Where they're trying to build a new RoboCop, like a right. evil RoboCop. And, and there's that RoboCop that pulls off his head. And, yeah. And there's the other yeah. one that just shoots himself. Yeah, the one that shoots himself. Shoot, shoots a few see... scientists. Yeah, and, and then, shoots yeah. himself. I would love to see that adapted into the <laughs> Go, so, go, gadget. Yeah, okay, yeah we should. Speaking yeah. of technology that we don't need, fuck it, who would spend $10,000 on an Apple Watch? Especially since Apple's whole thing is obsolescence. Mm-hmm. Because you're going to have to replace Silicon it Valley. Yeah, it's like $10,000 that you guaranteed are going ha- to have to wait replace in a year or two. The cool, oh. the cool, the one cool announcement to come out of this is HBO Now, which we talked about last week. It was a rumor, but it was confirmed. Mm-hmm. This, uh, unfortunately, it's it's exclusive to Apple stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, you will be able to watch HBO for fifteen bucks a month now on Apple devices. That sounds great. So. Yeah, it's interesting. And they're gonna launch it just in time for Game of Thrones. And if you subscribe, you get a first month free. So essentially, we're letting everyone watch who subscribes up to this watch Game of Thrones free for the nice. first month. Nice. Yeah. And so, and it's fifteen bucks a month. Didn't they announce that they were gonna start airing episodes of Game of Thrones? So they were gonna do a simultaneous broadcast across the world I so think no something matter like what that, yeah. like it will be on so at like 7 o'clock everyone can watch time. it together yeah supposedly so people don't have to worry about spoilers yeah, that's ridiculous. the one nice thing about hopefully unless their servers cr- buckle and this HBO thing yeah. crashes the first time it'd be kind of nice to be able to watch it, Game of Thrones with everyone else because now like if you watch it now Technically, if you're a law-abiding human, you don't get to watch it until it shows up on Netflix the next right. year. Right. But if you look for it on the internet, stumps her. She's not the wait until the next day. But we have to watch it with other people. So yeah. like, I'm gonna throw a party. I'm I'm surprised, and I hate to admit that. What's the What's the new season that came up? Is it four? It's five now. I there, think. Uh, there, it's, yeah. it's no. gonna five is gonna be the new one that comes yeah, out, right? Yeah. So yeah. So I haven't watched all four. So I I all I know about is. I'm only three episodes. I pieced out at first season. I'm like, I know what's coming. I'm not doing any of this garbage. They've gone through a lot. They're they're almost caught up with the books. Well, see, that's my thing. Is they've like, well, gone through the red wedding and everything. Be, well, the red wedding is not that far. It's not that far. In, but I know, but it, still, season isn't season five. I mean, have they have? Will they have caught up with the books? Pretty much. Well, five? the reason they don't have any of the stuff with uh, like uh, who's the younger Stark kid, the who, the Green Seer. Bran Stark. Oh yeah, they've ran out of, out of his material. Oh Jesus! Uh, John Snow, a uh, 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 fucking uh, the the, the uh, Melisandre mm-hmm, and what's his mm-hmm. face. They're going out to the wall. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff where yeah, like they're putting this really... is the season where they're putting characters in the place where they they are in the books right now. Yeah. So yep. I'm Ooh. fascinated by how this is all gonna play out. Yeah, because like George R. R. Martin needs to have a book out next year. It reminds me kind of this is totally unrelated, but it reminds me of the I, I used to read the Why the Last Man comics back in the day, and the whole premise of Why the Last man is that he's la- there's been some sort of weird like some sort of weird thing causes every male on earth regardless of species every man dies except for this guy york and you don't know why and they, when they were making the series like it was gonna be a limited series like 50 issues but yeah. hollywood came calling and he actually wrote two different endings and he gave one to hollywood so if the movie came out first because before the series was ended which it could they had an ending and no one who was reading the comic would be spoiled that's cool and i kind of feel like just like is that what they have to do with game of thrones no. it's like i'm just gonna like are he's he just gonna say all right well y'all go off and do whatever or and, well george martin said he's not coming out with a new book this year so in order yeah. to be caught up like yeah. he'd have to put out a book between like Technically, between like January and when Game of Thrones debuts again next next spring, unless they do a simultaneous release of the which next they book may just and do the that series, say, so like which would be fascinating because that's never happened before that I could think like 
that would drive the book readers nuts. Yeah. Because now the show well, the show fair, watchers would know stuff that even like the book readers. I think it's don't safe know. to say that the book readers already hate probably know, the yeah. TV show. I'm just saying. So... I as a book reader first was like actually. <laughs> well, they so. said that actually it's not just Game of Thrones, but you're supposed to have access to all of all of HBO's content, past, present, and future. Wow, that's so, interesting. I mean, Fraggle Rocks was an HBO show. Yeah. There's a lot yeah. of stuff. I wonder um, if they're how what is serious it, uh, they the are. Wire, about this. That, that was the Wire, yeah. all kinds of shit. So Sopranos for 15 bucks a month, that is a lot long. of content. That's a deal. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Watch in a month, and we'll find out. So. We'll watch it on our ten thousand dollar Apple Watch. <laughs> yeah, it's so crazy. We're almost at the end. We're all getting there. The producers of Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul had to tell people this week to stop throwing pizzas on top of Walter White's house. <laughs> so Annie, explain this to us. <laughs> what the hell is happening? Have you watched the movie? I've watched all Breaking Bad. So you get the reference oh, I get here. The why reference. people yeah. are throwing pizzas. Yeah. So in Walter White, there's uh, in, in Breaking Bad, there's a scene where Walter White gets really pissed off at his family. Mm-hmm. And he is tr- he's extra- it's estranged from his family. He's tried to drop off a pizza. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Let's have pizza dinner. And his wife's friend says, fuck you, go home. Mm-hmm. Go back to your shitty little rented apartment that you mm-hmm. have to take up because you've pissed us off. And he walks out of his house and he was walking the driveway. And he's trying to get back in his car. And he gets, suddenly gets so angry, he yeah. just throws the pizza... But, like, the actor, when they shot it, yeah. he accidentally threw the pizza onto the roof of the house, and that, like, the pizza <laughs> flies out of the box and lands on the roof of the house. Okay. Perfectly. And they kept the shot in the show, even sure. though that's not what's supposed to happen, but it's sure. really ridiculous, which is funny, because the guy's supposed to be having a bad day anyway, and then yeah. he just throws pizza that he could see on the roof of his own house that he now has to drive away from. <laughs> And so I guess now people are hunting down that house where people, real people live and just throwing pizza. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. And so, yeah, the brothers had to come Dad, up there's a grease stain leaking through <laughs> yeah. my ceiling. Wait, so, yeah. so there's somebody living there. Yeah, it's a real house. And, and there's people getting pizza. Just, Supposedly, uh, several times a week, we have to go out scraping, scraping cheese. cheese. <laughs> it's Especially, it's in Albert, Albuquerque, so it's like pizza beacon on yeah, the Yeah, exactly. Side. It's like your gutters are just full of grease. Yeah, like, grease and like and rotting cheese. And just expand. <laughs> yeah. So Oof. I that's just the humor of that just fucking hilarious. Dear Lord. Uh, There's a Kickstarter for a Back to the Future documentary called Back in Time. Which we watched the, the yeah. YouTube trailer for that uh, right before we started. It, watching, if, so. the tra- if the trailer is any indication of, of like kind of a culture that loves Back to the Future, it seemed to encapsulate you know encapsulate mm-hmm. it really well, yeah. and it had interviews with everybody. It, I didn't see a oh gosh, um, he plays Biff. What's his uh, name? Yeah, for, uh, this dude. I was he should be the most available of all. Of them. I, th- I thought he would too, but I didn't see him getting interviewed. Crispin Glover's probably not going to be involved because he's still pissed off. Crispin because, Glover, yeah, he yeah. probably wouldn't be in there. Why um, was he pissed off? Uh, so in Back to the Future Two, his character shows up, and they they, they 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 wanted his character to be in Back to the Future Two, especially the parts in the movie where they go back into the movie of Back to yeah, the Future Two, yeah. and he didn't want to be part of the sequel because he didn't like how the first Back to the Future turned out. Now yeah. I I heard real quick, I heard that it was kind of his management that screwed him out. There's of been becoming... a couple stories about yeah. like yeah. that, like, but what the last I've heard that what he said he is he didn't like how Back to the Future turned out to be this. Uh, materialistic thing where mm-hmm. Marty's rewarded materialistically for uh, screwing with time and stuff like that. Getting the four by four. Yeah, yeah. getting. He thought that was kind of nasty message, so he didn't want to have anything to do with the sequel. And so when mm-hmm. they said, "Hey, we're making Back to the Future too. You want to be part of it?" So he said, "No." But they went ahead and used his his footage starring him in oh, the sequel right. for some of the flashbacks. Yeah. Well, you know, like, and, and then so it was he a du- and sued it was a... the shit out of. I didn't know that. Yeah, he sued them and uh, agreement out of court. So he didn't mm. win, but he got some money. So like, yeah. and it actually just established a new rules in Hollywood regarding uh, how studios can use uh, actors' likenesses. Interesting. It was a now, did, groundbreaking case did, for Hollywood. Did he huh. have? Was there a? 
because there are those establishing shots, but it's just footage from one that's in two. Yeah. Um, what about the the double that they got for me? Oh, out on the golf course They specifically, again. like, so they wanted to have the character at least show up a little bit in the future, because, you know, it's like, they, oh, we like this character, we just don't want to say he's dead. He's only got, like, three So that's why he's too. hanging upside down, because they wanted to make it so it was hard to tell that it's not just Crispin Glover yeah. and age makeup, right. but that's why they, they said if they had Crispin Glover, they actually, the original version of the script, he would have been a much more active character for the trilogy. It was going to be the, the 60s. Trilogy. It was going to be, it was going to be, yeah. in the, it was going to be mom and dad go to college, and I have to figure out Well, then they also theater. realized that, like, the, the character's ages wouldn't match up for that because yeah. like it's uh-huh. 1955 they're graduating from high school mm-hmm. but like then they were thinking well we could do some 60s stuff and we're like parents are gonna be like 35 <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not gonna be yeah. like yeah so but interesting yeah. but so yeah he, he's not gonna be but like uh mary stupid masterson who wrote and directed the film Robert Zemeckis. Robert Zemeckis. It's, it's fine. Very Stuart Masterson. She tried to write the right Back to the Future. Terrible. She's still pissed. But no, Robert Zemeckis, who doesn't uh, do a lot of Back to the Future stuff, he actually was interviewed for this stuff. Oh, really? I think he gets angry because no one wants to ask him about his CGI Beatles cartoon that got shut down. <laughs> oh, I wonder why. Yeah, I know. This movie's making so much money yeah, at the end why, there. You know, the whole Polar Express, you know, yeah. classic that we Beowulf all love. Come on, Beowulf made... Billions. Oh, well, the, the Kickstarter, Kickstarter rewards for like like the one dollar and five dollar tiers is that you get a copy of the CGI Scrooge movie he made. Plus, <laughs> plus Mars needs moms. No, he did not direct that. Did he direct that? <laughs> I don't know if he directed. But he produced. It was his CGI because so he was terrible. trying to start a CGI studio. That yeah. was his whole thing. He spent yeah. a decade working on. Yeah. And the masterpiece was we're gonna do a live action or a CGI quote unquote live action photorealistic CGI uh, yellow submarine. I heard about and that. that. Fit, when Mars Need Mom shit the bed oh, so yeah. hard. Shit it bad. Yeah, I forgot about Mars Need Mom. Everyone moms did. And how it almost destroyed the careers of everyone. Yeah. And so now, uh, what, and he's, like any movies that had Mars in the title, like yeah, that's why John Carter of Mars had to be yeah. called John Carter because they're like Mars I forgot about poison. That. Why is funny. that? Why is Mars poison? Oh, who knows? It's, it's just, it's just. Big I'm just poison? saying, Catherine Hepburn was uh, box office poison for a long time. What was I'm she? saying is, yeah, that was her nickname. Her nickname was box office boyfriend. Poison. Oh, Look into your history I books. Like her nickname is box office boyfriend. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> BBC uh, will make a TV drama about the creation of Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, people got really upset when this did not turn out. The BBC is making a movie of Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> Like what? You know what makes really good uh, entertainment? Uh, fucking crunch mode development. That's yeah, I know. Really entertaining programming. Mm-hmm. Well, the funny because bug the, squishing. B- the BBC's press release was really funny because they're talking about like the BBC is the greatest act of British coding since Bletchley Park. Uh, Bletchley Park. You know, like in uh, what's it? Who's the Turing guy? Like he he decoded the Nazi no. shit. Oh gosh. And so they're saying A- Alan next to that Alan Turing. Yeah. yeah. Did I say Alan Turing? Wasn't he in the Firefly? No, but what are you talking about, Bill? What? Finish your sentence. Wait, the BBC is the greatest coding? This is what, So the press release for this GTA movie that the BBC wants to make a movie yeah. about, uh, the press release was saying uh, the creation of Grand Theft Auto is the oh, greatest okay. act of computer programming coding oh, since okay. right. the British cracked the Nazi code back during World War II. Wow. It's kind of funny to be like... It's a weird... Oh, man. First, it's a weird we cracked the Nazi code. <laughs> the then second... you can hire a hooker and kill them. I know, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, yeah, it's going to be a dramatization, <laughs> which is funny because I just talked on the podcast before. Uh, I, me and Joshin had just watched a BBC documentary about the creation of, like, BBC... Like, uh, British computers. Yeah. And so, I guess it's going to be that kind of thing where it's just... Be a dramatic reenactment. Which how do you make that like 
like the director's like, no, we have to kill the hooker. And the guy's Especially, typing, look, I did it. If it's like the first Grand Theft Auto, like Which that's is such Batman a... with guns. And it's yep. like, it doesn't have the emotional impact the, of like yeah, Grand Theft Auto 3. Yeah, Are you just going to pretend that Grand Theft Auto 3 was the first one? Maybe they're it so that there's the third attempt at making a Grand Theft Auto. Granted, oh, fourth attempt because you got one, two in London. In London, yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. yeah. So it's well, gonna be like, totally even like and the people who tune into that thinking, oh yeah, they're gonna be disappointed. Yeah, because it's not gonna be. Yeah. Are they gonna talk about how the LA Noir team got totally screwed out of all their money? That's Man, a sequel. Poor LA Noir. Uh, what a hot people, fart of a game. Like, <laughs> it's not. And like, the, like a lot of people are upset they're not making a Grand Theft Auto movie movie. And like, if you they want, don't that, give a shit. Why yeah. say you have because Grand Theft Auto is based off of Godfather and Scarface. Oh, yeah. It's based off of movies. Go, Go watch movies. Goodfellas. Yeah, which that half that shit is based off of it. a and few then, episodes of Miami Vice. Yeah, and like nothing is better than <laughs> actually the City. experience of playing well, Grand Theft Auto. It's like, like, so, when is there ever? I mean, the whole point of games is it's the experience of playing the game yeah. and like the immediacy of playing and having control and having agency. Yeah, a dramatization of any of the uh, GTA games is just going to be a half big knockoff of much better movies. Exactly. Where you don't even get to see the no, hookers get see, killed. Bill, the point, the, the Grand Theft Auto movie will just be um, the protagonist spawns a tank. <laughs> tries to get his video that would be I possible Adam Sandler wants to make a GTA movie that he just finds a magic controller that likes magic <laughs> oh god click two yeah uh, exactly now it's like well yeah now, now I've got a tag <laughs> blah, 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 blah. I, would, yeah, I would love to see why not a GTA movie that actually exists in the GTA world, where it's ridiculous, oh where you could just do ridiculous oh, just stuff. just like the Mass Effect movie should be about Blasto, right? <laughs> yeah, they, oh god, the, the Phil Hartman... <laughs> the radio. The, 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 wait, am I talking Blasto, the P- PlayStation 1 game? No, no, no. no. Oh. In, in the world of Mass Effect, there is a movie about Blasto. Blasto character. is like Jellyfish Alien, who's like, fights yeah. crime? Yeah. <laughs> and like, yeah, there's like the radio, like, you can listen in to In Mass Effect 3, you can actually show up and be involved in the shooting of a Blasto film. That is pretty it's cool. It's pretty good. But no, because then it would be, like, the world of Grass, uh, Grand Theft Auto is so fucking, like, repulsive. It's toxic. It's, it's yeah. just it's all, like, It'd you be, know. The best you could do is do a, a, ta- a movie about a guy just steals a tank for two hours. <laughs> and let it turn into an itchy, scratchy cartoon. <laughs> like, well, I don't know what else you could do uh, that makes it, like, yeah. you know, Like, oh, I just, man. I want to see, I want to see the phys- that physics engine in a live-action movie where people just, like, get knocked and they're like, woo! Like, yeah. I still want... Why there isn't a movie that's just animated GIFs? The best animated GIFs <laughs> in the last 10 years? Because that would be a bullshit for two hours. No editing. <laughs> that would be... People would be just, fucking die. The Grand Theft Auto movie just needs to be the wasted meme. Of the cat not making it to the, to the sofa, bashing into it, and then cutting it slow motion. Wasted. <laughs> having you on the show was a good idea <laughs> the lego quickie mart was Thank finally you. revealed it's kind of small but it's packed with cool stuff yeah did you see this oh, well I, I sent the tweet I was like where's the James Woods minifig oh that's right yeah <laughs> so yeah Annie again was Don't making her own lego stuff she doesn't yeah. care well and also you like lego well, but you're I not like it's, I think it's great what did what do you think of the, the lego uh, quickie mart I thought it was charming as hell I was a little surprised it is kind of small in this, and like yep. it doesn't seem to be like for two hundred bucks. Uh, oh that's, my god! That 200? price tag. Yeah. yeah. Wow. But I didn't know it was that like, much. Like yep. if you need like food, fast food items uh-huh. for like if you want to cannibalize one of these sets, it's good. But like, it's still cool. The nice touch I liked was um, the top has a garden. 
Yeah. Just like when you find out there's the garden on top. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. there's some great, like, and, like, you've got the old man frozen in the thing. Yeah, uh, like, Jasper, yeah. Oh, man, they should have, like, uh, Mr. Burns' bear frozen in the in home. Bobo in a bag of they, ice? You could put oh, more yeah. jokes in there. You could but, do... like, I like but the then it comes to Chief Wiggum's police car. Uh, yeah, so there's some I'm external... Crazy. Isn't there, like, a dumpster? Yeah. There's, there's yeah. A dumpster. Like a dumpster. Um, are there gas pumps, too? Oh, man, the old, the old man in the freezer is mm-hmm. in there. Yep. That's very You've got great. Snake Rob in the place. Yeah. Um, yep. Man, oh, there's, oh, like, there's a snake minifig. Okay, yeah, that's cool. Can, uh, it's I think is exclusive to the set. And then you've got it like is. there's like three arcade games, and then there's is the... there? I didn't even see that. Oh, there. And it might not be in the shop, but I'm just talking about in the show. All, like, oh, all no, the cool yeah, things you can have. You, well, I'm sure people Discounted will take meats, this. And, um, well, right by the uh, checkout stand, you have a bunch of comics. You have Angry Dad comics, and nice. like there's some pretty uh, Bumblebee captured in Sting newspaper stuff. So there's some pretty funny stuff going on. What do you think the next? There's the power plant they could do, but I'm thinking maybe the comic book shop. Well, would be Annie good. was suggesting Moe's, but like, oh, why not Moe's? But the oh. Moe's, it's, it's, al- it's, it's an alcoholic alcohol. establishment. Oh, That's why, like, the detective agency, it's everyone smuggling cookies, bootleg cookies. Yeah, because was booze. really weird about that sort of no, stuff. Yeah, I don't like. I get it, but and and like you'd have like, you could have all kinds of crazy characters in, in the mm-hmm. bar. The bar would make yeah. the most. sense. I just don't but... understand how Lego can have a western with a saloon. They're not drinking sarsaparilla. I know, yeah. <laughs> but there, it's di- there's like an old west saloon. I mean, theoretically, there are hookers in there. Yeah, that, you know, it's like, but there, it's very different. Look at all the horse shit on the floor. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I, I don't know. It's it's strange. Yeah. So, but, but yeah, it looks yeah, cute as hell. Power plant. You have to think about like all the cool features and in jokes you can have there. Power plant would make sense because you have Lenny you can and Carl have and you Mr. have the Burns. minifig of like the the two headed dog. Oh, yeah. why don't you do uh, the Linky. the school? Oh, or yeah. at least part of the school oh, or something. Actually, I thought they, they do like so a set of, of Bart in the classroom. Yeah. Right. So the, the only things they've done are the, the house, house and, and Quickie, Quickie Mart. Mart. That's the only oh, thing. Oh, they just found a, a MOC uh, of the... With the... Uh, of, of the uh, power plant. Completely yeah. like fully that cool. rendered like uh, cooling towers and everything. Because it'd be great to get... Um, Sector 7G, just Homer's workstation. Yeah, That'd yeah, be cool yeah. That, yeah. See, they should do, the they do like the little vignettes. They could yeah. do little vignettes of, yeah, the of Bart in his, in his in school. Yeah. You could do, uh, yeah, uh, Homer at his desk. Yeah, you could do the comic shop. Actually, school, you could have, like, Bart in, like, the actual classroom, like, Lisa at music practice. You could do Krusty in, the, like, the Krusty, uh... Yeah, Krusty stage, yeah. Sta- yeah, studio. Yeah. Maybe, oh, maybe, maybe have, like, a... a a Gabo figure, like all disheveled in a trash can. <laughs> yeah, I want, I want a Krusty's fake Gabo that like falls apart and he throws in the audience and explodes and sits for him. The constant so screaming. Well, that may be one of my top favorite three Simpsons moments. That fucking <laughs> the, fake the, Gabo. The, the Gabo. Oh, you know, that 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 reminds me of the. Uh, of the treehouse episode where Martin's all like cringed up on the on the table and they wheel him out oh, yeah. and then the blanket comes off and all the kids scream and it's like get him out of here no not into the children not into the kindergarten <laughs> <laughs> and then Oh, it'd be great to get a Treehouse of Horror set of, yeah. of Simpsons. You know what? For Halloween some year, I'm sure that like yeah. if, they keep, if they keep on Treehouse. doing the Simpsons stuff, yeah, yeah that totally makes sense. Oh, actually, Treehouse with the kids, like, and then yeah. you can tie that in with Treehouse of Horror. If yeah. You want yeah. Oh man! Oh, uh, we we pitched him for a couple of years there. Uh, Marvel announced X Men '92, a new car- uh, comic book series based off the old '90s X Men cartoon. <laughs> 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 I've 
never actually seen the cartoon, but I know oh, this is called Guys Like You singing that shit. the worst animation <laughs> in the history of the world. I, I remember when that cartoon was back on in the 80s or 90s, and I tried to watch it one and like animation was like, I watched the Ninja Turtles, and I thought that was sure, okay. Yeah. yeah, no, there was some shit with like teleporting Wolverine, and like, really, yeah, really... his face turns around. And just... uh, a couple of years ago for Christmas, Brenna oh. made us watch the Christmas episode. Made us. We all watched the Christmas episode of X-Men. Duct taped you to a chair. Exactly. It's a long day, it's yeah. just like, wow, that is a hell of a thing. Oh my god. So yeah, I'm kind of surprised it took them this long to say, hey, we should do a comic based well, on Well, what's that. interesting is one of the writers is, oh, I can't remember his name, his Twitter handle is the ISB, and he was a writer at Comics Alliance oh, yeah? for a long, long time. Oh, I saw people, of, uh, Laura Hudson. Uh, like Jeremy Parrish and a bunch of game journalists were like, oh, like, like they must be friends with him, because they were like, mm-hmm. oh, hey, you're writing this? Very cool. Yeah, like, congratulations. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I saw the cover for it. I love, I love yeah, that they, I didn't with, even with, see that. With Julie, yeah. like, like, with the blowing a bu- bubble of bubble gum and she's got her shades and she's all like what's going on here I have to admit I will buy that Because that was X Men to me. Yep. That for, still is X Men. That's what I'm surprised it took them this long. Yeah. When I, I, until the X Men movies started coming out, everyone was yeah. like, their, their X Men was that goddamn cartoon. Yeah. yeah. And every, like, every, you know, the Capcom versus uh, Street Fighter fighter, yeah. their looks were taken from yeah, that era the, of X Men. Yeah, for yeah, like a good 20 yeah. years, that was the X Men. Yeah. For a lot and, of people, and that yeah. look of all the X Men, which, you know, they had had that look for a while, continued, and people still see them as that really colorful bunch. Yeah. But now they're, you know, they've had a million movies and different sure. spin offs and stuff sure. and different suits. This is a good way to get back to essentials of just kind of like bright, yeah. colorful, poppy. Also, yeah. I like I like the idea of having a franchise that's established as fucking 50 years of continuity and then just having these nice, like, refreshing, like, this is something you don't have to worry about knowing anything. Right. Well, I'm assuming it's going to be written and, and, and put together, like, like it's going to be, like, for the, like, the same content. It's not going to, like, you're not going to have Wolverine, like, stab and gutting people or anything like that, right? Oh. It would be a softer gentler X Men. It's X X X Men. That's what I mean. I can see after three episodes, we're like, we need to pump up the the, the viewer count. We need to have like neat new J Jean Grey or some shit. I like do that, know or... that the X Men cartoon yeah. uh, did follow a lot of the comic storylines. Yeah, mostly. But they would kill people. Yeah. Well, they would kill people. I mean, a lot of the times yeah. it was off screen, but they yeah. would be like, oh, they're dead. But they yeah. would, show, would they show anyone smoking? Let's put it that way, because you knew one do that in the cartoon. Smoke a stove? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, not, not, like... no, not in the animated. Oh, no, did but you hear the he... other thing? The Disney, like, there was an investors meeting, and one of the investors asked them if like Disney characters going to be allowed to smoke, or like any like Star Wars or X Men characters, Ooh, or like, yeah. any of the Marvel stuff, and they said no. Well, you can't show smoking in movies. Period. What really. about what about without Mabel, a huge without? Well, no, there's like there was a huge movement. Like that's what Thank You for Smoking is spoofing when they're like we're going to make smoking sexy by putting it in a movie because you can't have people smoking in a movie without fucking having things all over in the credits. That are like you know like don't smoke motherfuckers yeah. it'll kill yeah, you. Yeah, it was. Job the hut smoked. Oh, you did in that. that yeah, yeah, just a little bit. That's why I'm what talking about. Straight up vapes. That's what I see every time I see a man vape. In a, in a, it's something <laughs> fantasy. Like if you think of Gandalf smoking in the pipe, if you have yeah. your smoking material in a different type of thing that's not a cigarette that you could buy on the yeah. corner if you have your different device yeah. you can smoke it on camera Man. like you find ways of that's smoking something that's been the something. first Lord of the Rings movie that is the greatest ad for smoking you've ever seen in a movie <laughs> <laughs> the Shire has the best weed yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> isn't that oh my god yeah. isn't it or like they are something like Anyway, guys, this is the Way Howdy Podcast. Three oh hours God. later. Uh, How long have we been here? 18 years. <laughs> it is almost 8 o'clock. Oh, Legos. <laughs> <laughs> we are all overstimulated from going to Lego show, as always. Yes. We're at Way Howdy Podcast on Twitter, 
boyhattypodcast.com. You can leave us a rating on iTunes and uh, uh, you can contact us using the forum or howdy at boyhattypodcast.com. We'll talk to y'all next week. Once we've had a nap. Yeah, uh, we're all, we're, we're gonna sleep like gummy bears after the gummy bear juice don't run out. Oh, <laughs> at, at Leland Radburn, if you want to shout at me. Yeah, yeah thank you, Leland, shout for showing yeah. up again. I'd love to do this more often. Yeah, thank you so much, Leland. Yeah, for, thank for you guys. Long. Oh, this was fun. We'll have I, you again. Oh, I, we had I, an I, extended I, Inspector Gadget. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I had to get that. I thought we would spend far more time talking about Back to the Future from someone who's wearing a Back to the Future. I'm shirt. wearing a Back to the Future shirt, and we yeah. talk about it for five minutes. Like, no, no, the, yeah, Back to the Future the, stuff. The, yeah, the trailer looks good. I'll, I'll watch the documentary now. On to the other. <laughs> Let me talk about the late '90s Inspector Gadget <laughs> live action film. All right, friends. Oh, we'll talk Lord. to y'all next week. Take care, folks. Next time, Gadget. Next time.